Mikey, he stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have, for the 300th episode, Petscop. Alright, so, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> this was a confusing one. <laughs> uh, but, um, so, I, I, I kind of chose Petscop for this one because uh, I had heard about it um, at length over the last couple of years, uh, from our friend Matt from The Drunk of the Ugly. Um, and recently it finally finished, like, as of a couple of months prior to this recording. Quote-unquote finished. Finished? Maybe? Question mark? Um, so here's a little bit of information about Petscop before we go into a rundown or anything like that. Uh, so Petscop launched as a channel on YouTube on March 11th, 2017. Uh, it ended, at least as far as anyone could tell, on November 28th, 2019. Uh, it has 25 entries. It is, as far as anyone knows, um, created by the Twitter user Tony um, at Press uh, Press Ed Yes or Pressed Yes. Um, like they they brought up they they apparently um, no like uh, posted like I created Petscop mm-hmm. and then. Um, went on a little bit, like people did some deep dives because it, initially people were skeptical about it, but then people have found some proof that does suggest that this person did actually create Petscop. Hmm. Um, but we don't know anything else about them other than their name is their their moniker on Twitter is Tony, and mm-hmm. some of that. So, um, and basically, Petscop is an ARG Let's Play series that follows Paul playing and investigating an obscure homebrewed PS One game. He is given that may be guided hypnosis therapy, a revenge tool against a child abuser slash killer, haunted, cursed, have emergent AI, maybe? There's a lot of theories in the Petscop community that have developed as a result of what is shown in the YouTube channel. Um, As a result, it took certain YouTube channels and online avenues for a loop and by storm with its mystery and creepy weirdness. So, but I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. I think we should move on to the rundown. Memo. Oh, hello, and welcome to Al Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist, and in this demo version, <laughs> we have... Trial. <laughs> Trial. No, whatever. <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm back. I thought I was gone, and I was. Has been a while since you've been on the show. A bit, yeah. Um... But yeah, uh, so what are right. what yes. what is what is happening here? <laughs> uh, yeah, we are uh, going to discuss uh, and run down uh, Petscop, uh, the internet sensation from like two years ago or a year ago. I mean, uh, it just ended in September. Yeah, but it was like kind of like I don't know. I spotted it like a a lot of places. It um, started like, in 2017, and yeah, it got a lot of media attention. Um, after it started, probably April 2017, we started seeing it reported on a lot of sites. Yeah, and then uh, all of our all of our 
then YouTube descended on it slowly afterwards, starting with Nightmind, then Nightmare Masterclass, and fucking Matt Pat from Game and, Theory has made it his new Five Nights at Freddy's Cash Cow. Yeah, and every other theory crafter out there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Um, yeah, I tried to. I've been trying to like. I've been wanting to like check their stuff just to like try and understand what's going on in Petscop. Uh, I, I mean, all you're gonna get is but... somebody else's theories. Like, yeah, there's there. Uh, I have done a like a little reading, but most of my stuff comes from the web series. So, like, it's one of these things where it's difficult to find information because you kind of had to be in the moment and be part of the community on like r slash petscop and the petscop Discord and all that other stuff. And I just super was not into this. Like, um. At the time that I was at the time that Pets Cop was new, I think I, I followed the original through the original run, I say, as though it didn't <laughs> end like a couple of months ago. Yeah, um, but I was following this in real time as it updated and I was super into it for a while. And then it like didn't post for seven months and I just kind of lost all interest. Yeah, it it fell it fell along the same rabbit hole that um, Slender Vlogs tended to do back in like 2012, 2013. Yeah, era. yeah, yeah um where like yeah like every man hybrid posted on christmas <laughs> every yeah, year I, for like three years and then we're and then we finally they finally decide all right we should probably end this so we're here yeah we're here's that's conclusion. it's it's crazy like every like every man hybrid started the same time as like marble hornets and ended like six years later yeah um anyway yes so uh but we're not talking about that we're talking about pet <laughs> um and I guess we'll give it the old-fashioned ADR rundown. Yep. Uh, I yeah. yeah. Well, I'll let you take that away. <laughs> okay. You have it mo- most fresh in your mind. <laughs> so, um, I think going through this episode by episode is going to be the best way to do this. Um, and there's probably going to be some stuff that's ir- that seems irrelevant. Um, I took a lot of notes on what happens in every episode and referred to transcripts and some other shit. Uh, so, uh, I am going to talk about stuff that happens in future episodes because the series is disjointed as hell. And the only way to make, to, to get the whole picture is to like, look at it all at once. And that's going to be a colossal fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, starting with episode one, we we're introduced to a character. We're introduced to our protagonist, Paul, who has this game called Pets Cop that is clearly unfinished. He has, um, it's some game about solving puzzles and catching pets. And uh, he enters some code that takes him to some other much larger part of the game that seems irrelevant to Pets Cop. And it's cryptic and difficult to understand. And, uh, but it introduces us to the core concept of it. Yeah. Um, we also know that he has a note that includes that includes the we have a note that includes this code he entered and also tells him to go to a website uh we are never told what the website is and uh that's the beginning of us getting like ideas of clues and not really enough to work off of that's gonna be a running motif gotta be a running motif (laughs) yes uh so let's um also one of the one of the uh, other motifs in this that i I have no idea why it just is a rule that will be apparent throughout all of Pets Cop. Um, Paul's character, uh, who is in game, apparently called the Guardian. We're just going to call him Paul or player or whatever for the time being um, or whatever is relevant. 
Um, for some reason, that character cannot open doors. We don't know why, but that is a thing that comes up multiple times throughout the series, and I'm I'm not sure why it's there, but it's important. And doors, doing other things to cause doors to open and close is, for some reason, an important part of the video game because you cannot open doors on your own. I mean, that's kind of something in video games generally. Yeah. Locked I mean, door. usually you're obtaining keys and stuff, and you obtain yeah. keys in Pets Cop, but those keys... Is obtuse. <laughs> yeah, those keys don't do a lot on their own, because even if you unlock the door, you can't open it. That said, um, a lot of doors uh, just seemingly open on their own after you wait long enough, as we yeah. see in episode... We see in episode two that at the end of episode one, Paul finds a cellar door on in this area below um, the main Petscop game. The main Petscop game, I'm just going to call the gift plane because that's yeah. what they refer to it as. The area below that or after you enter the code is referred to as the new maker plane. So that will be the difference between the main Petscop game and the other game. A lot of the a lot of Petscop the series happens on the new maker plane or below the new maker plane. Um, so let's see. So we find we found this cellar door in the new maker plane and uh, could not open it because, again, uh, we can't open doors. That said, at the start of episode two, um, we have a jump cut ahead to uh, from the recordings Paul is going through. Also, I'm just going to speak as though you have watched this series, because if you haven't, nothing we say here is going to make sense. Right. Yeah. Um, go out and watch Petscop. I know it's going to be a couple of hours, but we'll wait. All right. Yeah, cool. Gonna, yeah. At least watch the first. <laughs> at least watch the first few episodes to have any idea what we're talking about. This is a visual medium. It's a very abstract medium. I don't have a good way to explain any of, of what's happening on screen. Yeah. And we are. Yeah, we're talking about it through an audio medium, not a visual medium. Yeah. Um. But yes. So. Um. Yeah. So we're we're going through, and this has. A found footage let's play kind of quality happening to it. Yeah. It seems to start it it seems like it was never intended as a let's play. It seems like it was a video exploration by Paul for him to talk to some friend that who we never know who they are. Yeah, like somebody know, involved in it. Like like we know that, yeah, we know that it's a close friend of Paul's family, but they're not part of the family. But Paul wants them to work on this game with him because they are a quote puzzle genius. And As they seem to be able to help him understand what he's doing in the game and help him go along with the investigation. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot of footage that apparently that if we're to believe the universe of Pets Cop, Paul has recorded and he seems to be recording nonstop because again, like um, I guess in fairness to Paul, uh, the game just does stuff. The game just leaving the game on and letting it run for a long time causes things to happen. Um, so there's a lot of footage. We get random cuts of it. Assumedly as cool things happen um, for varying levels of cool in quotes. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> as things, things as of note. things, yeah. yeah. Th things of note, things of importance. Um, so it seems like there's a nonstop recording happening. Um, and when there isn't something else comes up. Um, but yes, so we start with a cutback from this cellar door that Paul found, and it apparently opened on its own after he tried a lot of stuff to make it open. Uh, and entering down, entering down from the uh, entering down this cellar 
staircase or whatever. We are now below the new maker plane. And we find that while the new maker plane itself is apparently a featureless void, um, or like it's a dark, it's a dark area with grass and one brick building and this cellar door. And later we'll find a couple other things. Um, below the new maker plane, we seem to have a lot of geometry. Uh, there seem to be uh, distinct hallways and passages and collectibles that existed off the gift plane. Yeah, yeah, are do now... we know what they are? They just parts or something? Like just they're referred to. They are referred to in the game as pieces. Okay, yeah. I don't know what their original purpose was supposed to be in Pets Cop, the game on the gift plane. They seem to have their own purpose in the New Maker plane, and I'm. We'll get into that when we yeah. get into that. That's that is something that comes up way way in the end um so uh following around there seem to be consistent passages below the new maker plane through the through varying tunnels that will take us to places that are back on top of the new maker plane and seem to act as our guideposts um interestingly like you you start getting an idea the longer you watch the series of like even though these are all very like plain areas you kind of know where paul is because you know what hallway connects to what hallway. Yeah. Um, you get an internal map of the of this area because it's yeah. uh, very small. Yeah, like without showing like an over map, like you can kind of tell where he is in that in the air in the the levels. Yeah. Now, and it's and this area seems to be the 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 whole new maker plane is very different. It seems to be where the gift plane is like a very looks very much like a video game. The new maker plane seems to be cast in uh, real world textures um, and a lot of a lot of natural colors, a lot of grays and browns and deep greens and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And also a lot of very realistically like modeled furniture, like you see desks and filing cabinets and telephones and other stuff in between. (laughs) computers and cars yeah yeah like a lot of a a lot of detail in this area um and in this in this place where we uh hear a ringing telephone we answer it and we get a we get an indication that care left the room and this is our first indication uh this is our first like text box about one of the new maker characters um, anytime that a character seems to be referenced on the new maker plane, their name is listed with a color. Uh, anytime care is mentioned, she seems to be she, anytime care is mentioned or is referenced. Her name is always in yellow. So, okay. Uh, and then following the other way, we seem to get a bunch of obtuse artwork, uh, of a greenhouse in the field. We will know that this, this house is, is, uh, the greenhouse is relevant to, a character we will meet later named Marvin. Um, Marvin is always represented by green uh, in his name, in any reference to him, and also his house is green. We find also his that head, I guess, is also his head is also green. His yeah. his sprite is the same sprite as Paul, except it's got this really weird. I don't know how to describe the shape. It looks like the head of like some kind of big fat meme internet cat rotated about ninety degrees. And then with like a green multiply layer over it. See, I, I saw like a weird goblin or gra- or like gargoyle like face and then like with a mustache. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to describe. It's just it's it's not it's like gibberish. Yeah, it, it's a you, I almost thought it was I almost thought it was one of the pieces that he had that from the. From oh, the yeah, game. yeah. And then we get. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I I don't know how to describe um a few of the a few of the characters here. Marvin's face is just like is is a jumble though. Um, so we find this we find this photo as we go further down the hallway. Uh, we find a picture of what I first thought was an apartment building, but I realize now to be the school, which is going to become another important location as the game goes on. Mm-hmm. And then we find a photo of a windmill. All of these photos are of places that are incredibly important on the new maker plane. We also find a street with cars, um, which there are cars that keep going up and down this they keep going down this street constantly as long as the player is not on the road. It seems like you can walk up the road, but as soon as you start trying to go up the road, the camera no longer follows the player and there's no reason to try and do that yourself. So you come back down. Um, going further down this hallway eventually leads us to the graveyard, which has a grave with a face on it and like a mausoleum or a house or a shed or something with another face on it. We get the grave with the face is about Mike Hammond, who is a character who will be very important later on. Um, a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about early on is this is important for something it's, that happens it, later. Yeah, it's primer for later hu- Clint, uh, hints and clues. I almost tried. I tried to combine clues and hints. Thanks. Clints and Hughes. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then the other. What is it? The other place. Uh, there's two doors. One of them has a one of them has a daisy that has 16 petals on it. And the other one has a crying girl sitting on top of a raised pedestal. Now. The there seems to be an interaction that we have with the there's an interaction we can have with the daisy where every time we interact with it, uh, a petal is plucked off seemingly in uh, he loves me. He loves me not. Yeah. Now, with 16 petals, that means that we have an even number. So the final petal pluck means he loves me not. And it's only when the final petal is plucked out and the daisy goes into the floor that the raised pedestal, the crying girl on, is on finally recedes into the ground. And we can see that the girl is now distorted. Yeah, like it's just completely like her, all her vector graphics have just like gone like screwball. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like her face is on fire or something. I don't know. This, her her sprites just totally fucked up, and the you, there's no collision or interaction you can have with her. Yeah, um, and that seems to be, uh, and it's only when all those petals are plucked out um, that that pedestal goes into the ground. It is interesting to note that when there are three petals left, Paul moves from the moves from the daisy room back into the crying girl room and finds the pedestal is still at the same height and the girl is still crying. So there's a bit of conjecture here that is mostly irrelevant. I think that crying girl sprite is the loves me version and the weird fucked up sprite is the loves me not version. And the puzzle here is that you cannot pick up the girl when she's, when she's in loves me not. Yeah. You can't interrupt her. You can't interact with her. It is worth noting to say that, and I'm pointing out that Paul takes all but three petals off and then takes the last three petals off because that is also important. We then continue onwards through this area. We find that if you go behind the shed, there is another tiny hallway that leads us to what I'm going to call the tool room. Yep. um, Which is a big stone room with this bizarre shape in it. And it kind of reminds me of um, Hmm. there's a Pokemon that looks like that's like a, like a relic or something. That's like a spinning toppy kind of thing okay i i haven't yeah there's there's like a thousand pokemon now, <laughs> i know so i really right. i really i really did that well sorry yeah keep going I'll, I'll i'll come up with it um yeah so uh apparently according to the wiki there's also a like a tool used for like fixing pianos 
or used for softening the felt on piano hammers looks like this too i don't know it's a it is a weird shape that i i don't have a good description for uh yeah, yeah okay yeah. and it's based off of something I'm, i know like uh, its origin is uh based off the top the um Shekako, or the shikoki dagu or a spaceman clay figurine from the jomon period of japanese history pull that up for anybody i'll post this in the uh, description in the description this guy uh but i don't really closer to I, me. I don't really see the the resemblance i mean it's got i guess sort of the same general shape as tool yeah, yeah um, i guess it's more the the ball toy than the um yeah than the actual origin but sorry yeah <laughs> it's it's fine um I, I don't know what tool is supposed to be. Other um, than some kind of Q and A. And apparently it's it it is multi it is multifunctional because we find them in a lot of places and they do varying things. There is the one tool that tells us that its name is tool, and yeah. we can ask questions to it. And then behind tool is uh behind tool is like a screen that shows us video of a windmill. And moving away from the windmill, the tool says, keep watching the windmill. Yeah. And by keep watching, he means, or they mean keep watching for hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, going back after it says, keep watching the windmill, we start getting this bass sound that comes out. Mm -hmm. And then two, we apparently cuts ahead two minutes later with nothing happening. We get some dialogue from Paul, which this is the point where we know Paul is talking to a friend because he talks about when you come home next month, we'll investigate this together. Yeah. And then uh, I'm trying to remember how we get there from here. It's, I guess it's, Oh, right. It's part of the hallway that takes us to the tool room. If you go to the other side, that takes us to what I'm going to call the quitters room because that's, what's written in it. Right. Yeah. It's the, is yeah. a, it's like a weird, it, it is a nondescript room with a bookcase, a chair and like a poster on the wall. And I think some kind of Shay. Um, and it's divided. It's like a like the room. There's the the one room that you can access through, and then in the middle sure. of the there's like a, a like I guess a a window or a, uh, to another room, and it's the exact opposite of the room you're. Yeah, in. it's a perfect reflection of the other room, and inside yeah. of it is a character that follows that follows Paul's movements, and we will later learn this character is named Tiara or Bell, depending on varying things. That's its own fucking can of worms, and that's also <laughs> very important to the end game. But the important thing now is that we have this quitters room. It seems to be a, it. It is reflected on both sides, and there is whatever side you are on. There seems to always be a character that is a reflection of the character that you are. Yeah, and there is a poster in the. There is a poster in there. Uh, for some reason, we come in on the reflected side. That says, uh, and it has a poster that says in reverse, uh, do you remember being born? Right. And following the hallway further takes us back to the surface out of a different, out of a different cellar stairwell. Um, so this takes us to also, I forgot. I wrote down the dates that everything was posted here. Yeah. Um, it's worth noting, uh, pets cop one was posted March 12th, 2017. Then, uh, pets cop two was April, April 1st. 1st. Uh, and Pets Cop 3 was April 2nd. So getting into Pets Cop 3, we find uh, our other main area that we will come back and forth to. And I'm not sure quite how we get here because usually the recordings just start us here. Is this hallway that says in large large letters, good grief and the last. And there is a big building 
uh, with a rotating chamber you can put stuff in and a door that goes to nothing. Um, uh, to Well, to the right of that. It, inside the building is a door that takes us into the building. We learn that later, uh, not even that much later, that this building is called the Child Library. And that receptacle, you can access the pets menu and put stuff uh, and put a person into it. And it only accepts people, not the pets. Yeah. So like care and all her incarnations. <laughs> yeah. All all of the yeah, all of the cares, which we learned that there are apparently three cares that exist. So we learned that care is referenced, care has colors, care is a character in this care is a character in this video game. And following I think the silhouette for care NLM, we understand that NLM is apparently the crying girl. Yeah. Um so uh let's there's a lot to process here, folks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, inside of the child library, we have a lobby that has an easel in it and access and playing with the easel shows that we can enter a face starting from the types of eyes, a nose, um, the distance between eyes and eyebrows. Now, yeah. it's uh, it's worth noting. So we know we have Mike's face from the grave. We have assumedly cares face from the shed so paul goes and enters those and find well eventually he enters those he try he just messed around with stuff and apparently it takes like 10 minutes for it to anytime you uh access anytime you put a face in the easel it opens a door that takes you to a room that apparently takes 10 minutes to generate the room is always the same it always has uh it always has a bed it always has an end table it is small there is uh there is distinct textures for the wall and the floor, which seem to consist of a pattern of like two or three things and the same color. Yeah. And the end table always has two things on it. Um, now when we enter Mike's, uh, when we enter the face for Mike, uh, in addition to the rumbling that happens when you get this, we get Mike is not inside right now. He is dead. You may visit his room. Mike's room is brown and has glasses and a clown face. Uh, there's no. Oh, yeah. There's usually a kid or like a like a, a kid sprite on the bed in Mike's room. There isn't. Which makes sense. Cause yeah, because he's dead. He's dead. Um, we know where Mike is. Um, and then on his end table is apparently a uh, there is a tool. And then there is either a tuning fork or tweezers yeah. on the end table. I think it's tweezers. Um. And then entering uh, Care's face, which again has no eyebrows, we get uh, we get a message saying Care is missing. You may visit her room. And Care's room also has no kid on the bed. Um, her room has daisies, paint rollers, a gray texture, and her end table has tool and a box of crayons on it. Um, just to quickly, then... sorry, uh, I just got a message from uh, Mikey, the East End for Evil. Apparently, there is about three minutes of content at the end of Pet Scop soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, he just, me... he just, yeah he just gave me a heads up on that hold on let me oh yep oh holy shit okay hold on Ooh, okay yeah wow okay well that doesn't change much about what i was gonna say anyway it's all gotcha okay <laughs> what the fuck hmm? uh, just one of the related things one of the related videos is something called sheriff domestic <laughs> oh god there's a fucking uh, I saw like yeah I saw a uh, like a cartoon it's version. A, it's a, yeah, it's like a parody or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, where? where? Uh, 
Pets Cop Three. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Um, um, regarding, okay. so um, we were yeah, we were in we were in Care's room. And yes. We had okay. A tool. We had a tool and a box of crayons and a big note, which I didn't write down because we have a transcript. Yeah. Um, but it's got a thing saying it's got a thing that I think the it's it's like uh we get our we get instances of more of the colored names so let me find that note again because it's right um your wife says care isn't growing eyebrows care is listed in yellow but the wife's text is listed in blue and we will be introduced to the blue text character later she's not actually a character in the video game this is uh i believe this is anna who is care's mom yeah and then we say you say that's a puzzle and that's a puzzle is written in green. So this whole section is written about Marvin. And yeah, you're excited to hear this news. You're in the bathtub thinking about her. I have a guess at which child you'll pick next. When you find her room, the passage to my right will lead to her. She'll appear from the darkness and I will shoot her in the head. And the eye in this is, I believe, the developer of Pets Cop, who we are, uh, we are introduced to later as Rainer. Um, and there's some theories as to who Rainer is. Uh, they're not important for the time being, but this is this note introduces us to most of the important characters we have. Yeah. And then I think, yeah. So then there's another there's an there's another note that follows uh, the note about the then there's more to this that talks about Tiara says that people can young people can be psychologically damaged beyond rebirthing. A young person walks into your school building. They walk in with you. They're holding their hands. They come out crying into their hands because nobody will love them. Not ever again. Nobody loves me. They wander the new maker plane. So this is where we're introduced to what I believe is what Pets Cop was about or what Pets Cop became about in that. Um, and this is going to be explained through a bunch of other stuff, but I might as well start getting in my theory crafting here a little bit. Yeah. So. What I have and I think what we can start what I can start to talk about now that all the core characters have been introduced from this note is that um, Rainer created was creating this game Pets Cop. Pets Cop was a was a PlayStation game that I guess he was working on. Uh, I guess some kind of like homebrew thing he was somehow developing for PlayStation or some concepts, some demo. I have no fucking idea. It runs on a PlayStation. Uh, we get some stuff from Paul saying that it's like not it doesn't seem to be a PlayStation black disc. It's like some kind of CDR or something. Yeah. Um. So this is a disc. This is some kind of burned disc. And there's a lot of versions of it. We learn about that later. But um. so Rainer was working on this game apparently for Mike Hammond Um as either Mike Hammond was was either the intended audience of the original game or an early playtester, along with a bunch of other kids in the year 1997. Now, Mike Hammond died in 1997, and that appears to be where the original idea for Pets Cop also ended. Um, I'm assuming Rainer stopped his work because it seems that Rainer is Mike's brother or otherwise strongly connected to Mike. Um, some kind of immediate family to Michael Hammond. Mm -hmm. um, so Mike Hammond dies and Rainer stops development on Pets Cop um, for obvious reasons. However, 
development on Petscop continues again, but now with a different focus that is now hidden behind this code. And this seems to be focused on Marvin. And this is where things get a little fuzzy, but I believe that Marvin is, a. I believe that Rayner is accusing Marvin of uh, directly or indirectly killing Mike. Yeah. And he's also accusing Marvin of killing, of abducting, uh, of abducting and abusing and maybe killing more kids. And this seems to be what the new maker plane is for. Is the accusation. The accusation and some other stuff. We have some explicit conversations between Rainer and Marvin as we go on later. So it seems like the new maker plane, for the most part, has the intended audience of Marvin and has a lot of explicit references to things that are important to Marvin, things that Marvin would things that Marvin would recognize and things that are designed to incriminate Marvin of specific action. Um and for the most part that seems that for the most part that seems to explain why Paul doesn't understand what's happening, why he is and why he's thrown off by some stuff that seems familiar. Yeah, cuz he starts getting like like seeing like familiarity with his his own personal life in yeah. the game. And so the thing that seems to come up from this note is that Marvin seems to seems to be some kind of serial kidnapper and abuser. He abducts children, he takes them to an abandoned school and uh and manipulates them in various ways, uh abuses them through some kind of quote-unquote classes he has and acts as all of the staff in the school, I think. And some children die there and some children escape. Yeah, like as is kind of I think. Yeah. I mean, no matter no matter what happens, any (laughs) child that goes there is changed forever. And this seems to be what happens as part of the as part of the message from Tiara is that people can be psychologically damaged beyond rebirthing. And we're going to see more about this later. But that's what I that that's there. There's a lot of things we are taking from later entries here that are important for this specific note that fucking shows up here. <laughs> yeah, because if you were one of those people that were wa- were watching this when it was started, it was like, what the fuck's going on? And then yeah, you had about the same reaction as Paul, which is what the fuck am I reading? Yeah, and I don't know what this says, and I don't know why it says for you. Um, It's definitely made for somebody, not me. Uh, OK, and then uh that's and yeah then exploring to the right we see that there's nothing beyond the child library video ends um so episode four is like i think two minutes long yeah um and uh paul seems to leave from the small hallway uh out the other cellar door in the new maker plane points out that there's some kind of periscope or camera thing and it points towards where he can see the windmill but going there shows an empty base and that's just where the video ends. Um, yeah. Episode five, Paul meets up with Tool and asks just a lot of fucking questions that it doesn't seem to have the answer to. Or it just says, I don't know. But he know he's he said that off camera, he's asked it a bunch of questions and he's found uh, that it can respond to a few of them. And that's when it changes from red, from red to, to bright pink from from. Yeah, from red to pink. Um, now, this is where we get into conjecture. As to what it means when Tool turns bright pink. Um, the theory that seems to make the most sense. I'm going to use that term loosely. Petscop in a <laughs> nutshell. <laughs> but OK, so we follow 
we're going to try and follow the color theory here. Because in that note, we were also introduced to our fourth color character, Tiara, who is represented by Magenta whenever her name shows up. Now, when Tool... So, Tool seems to be able to answer some scripted questions. However, when Tool turns uh, when Tool turns pink, it stops answering questions and just starts saying stuff. Now, what I am... What I have come to understand is that, uh, again, we know that Tiara... I, I've said before, Tiara exists in the game as the character in the Quitter's Room. This... Uh, they have the same sprite as the Guardian or Paul, but the face is replaced with this weird, like, white smiley face. Right, yeah. And nothing, and it doesn't seem to have any facing or anything like that. So, um, and anytime that Tiara, uh, anytime that Tiara or Belle are referenced, uh, their name always comes up in, like, a purple magenta. Now, when Tool starts talking, it becomes a magenta. And we get messages like turn off PlayStation and Marvin hurts me with tool when PlayStation on. We learn also later, Tiara knows how to manipulate the game. So what I'm suspecting is the times that tool becomes pink, that is Tiara speaking directly to the player. Mm. We know that Tiara is in the game. We later learned that Marv is, Marvin is in the game. They seem to be the only two um, other interactable like entities that are in the game. Like yeah, characters like that move around and stuff. Supernatural or programmed in the game. They are, something. They are, they are other characters that exist in the game. This is, again, this is conjecture. There's no evidence for this beyond these two things are the same color. But I believe this is what happens when pink... This is what is what I believe is happening when Tool turns pink. Is this is Tiara manipulating Tool to speak to the player. Which is why um, she says turn off PlayStation because Tiara is here and Marvin is here. And Tiara seems apparently, uh, apparently on and off frightened of Marvin. Yeah. I think this is also like the first entry or like the next one is when like Paul speculates about like this thing being haunted or something. Yeah. He says straight up in one yeah. of them, he says straight, he says straight up in one of them, like the, the, I think there's an entity or a ghost or something, but it's being very aloof. It's also worth noting that when um, Tool speaks, when Tool turns pink, its font changes as well. Yeah. Um, it's like, originally, it's like almost like a kind of a organic or soft kind of like, almost like a, like a child's drawing mm -hmm. kind of uh, text. And then in this one, it's a lot more like hard and like, uh, like almost like distorted, uh, like normal, like square text kind of thing. Yeah. And I think I understand that as well. And this is a thing that comes up in like fucking Pets Cop 21 or something. Um, <laughs> But later on, we discover, um, actually, this could be the way that uh, she's manipulating it. So um, later on, we see that uh, Tiara seems to have access to some kind of texture editor in the game. Oh, right. Via, yeah. Via entering some kind of code. And she teaches that code to Paul. So the thing about the texture editor is that um, you can write and you can only you can only edit in one color. And you can only move the cursor orthogonally. So I believe that when these things come down, the text is square and it's in pink because Tiara's text, we learn when she uses the texture editor, is in pink and the cursor can only be moved at right angles. What about that Y, though, in PlayStation? Uh, let me, <laughs> Not let to me throw see. or let the me R. See. Let Not me to... see where the... Uh, There's a uh, screen cap in the... Um, uh, in the Synop transcript? Next, yeah, in, in the synopsis uh, for Pet Scott 5. 
All right, let me find. Not to that throw one. A, a wrench into your. <laughs> no, no, no. I, this is like, I mean, this is why we're discussing it. Like again, yeah. I'm just, I'm just fucking throwing spaghetti at the wall. Um, let me find episodes. Fuck, where's the episode, man? This wiki is a pain in the ass to explore. Uh, Petscop five. Let's just search that on here. I went to yeah Petscop and then others and then episodes. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Um. Yeah, and she has the N here. I don't know. It yeah. could. She. I mean, she could also move it. It. There's no. The important thing is there's no curves anymore. Yeah. So and I mean to be fair, like yeah, like a etch a sketch is the same kind of thing, and you can. Yeah, yeah, and so, yeah. and also if she has D pad stuff, she can do diagonals. I think Paul yeah. can only do the other one because he doesn't know how to use the tool. But this doesn't change too much from what I think that this is. Uh, tiara using the texture editor to make custom messages yeah um again all conjecture uh <laughs> all and a lot of it a lot of it is not that important in the grand scheme of things but that's what i think this is this doesn't seem to come up a lot beyond like i think this comes up one more time but uh so marvin seems to hurt tiara when playstation is on this is that's my that is my theory on this which now they've been in probably like a pretty nasty hell for the last what seven? Yeah, was it like it was like we uh, it's seven, seventeen and a half years. Yeah, but apparently this PlayStation's been running, <laughs> or this game. That's what. Yeah, that's what. Um, that's that's the best I can. That's the best I can figure. And this is also something that's referenced much later. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then yeah, Paul has the same reaction too that you or I would have when it says turn off PlayStation. Marvin hurts me. He just says, "Man, this fucking game." And then it, uh, the episode ends. So part six, we finally get to watching the windmill. Um, there's some deep sounds. And then like two, two and, and a half hours later, yeah. um, a shadow shows up. This is apparent, I think, which the shadow is a silhouette of Marvin. It seems the windmill also reverses. And then this like constant drone plays. Um, Marvin comes up and kind of mad dogs the camera. The windmill disappears and... This is explained much later. Also, for some reason, Marvin is allowed to control the camera because Marvin yeah. can move the camera up and down and he can make it turn 180 degrees. And this is also reinforced later. He writes a message that says, like, uh, what is it? Where is my house? Yep. Uh, yeah. Where is my house? The school I will follow. And also he drops, uh, I think, Toneth is the character. There's this fat bird with like a busted leg. And then yeah. an hour and a half later, the windmill disappears. And then we cut forward to Paul saying like, boy, it was sure fun to scrub through four hours of video to find that. <laughs> um, and then we go through, let's see, uh, we go through and we get back onto the new maker plane. We hear the drone. We see that the, we see that the, uh, the windmill is gone and the camera is now lower and has turned red. And Paul says, I, I've seen that the camera changes position and it moves up and down. And that's probably how it got to the same height as the character. So we could see this. Um, and then uh, he catches Toneth, um, which because he finds the message that Marvin left, which is on the opposite side of where the camera is pointing. So it seems so that seems to follow that Marvin can control the camera, which is something we learn much later. Um, and he's able to catch Toneth because Marvin dropped Toneth. And just left him there. And Toneth was, uh, according to later things, Toneth was never actually added to the game. Like, to there's a, if you catch all the pets on the gift plane, it says you've caught all of them except Toneth, who isn't here yet. Um, now, let me find, let's see, this is episode six. 
Uh, Tonut's description seems to have, seems to, it has a insert description here later. It says, uh, and we have some other things that um, Mike is apparently involved in the development of this because he says, funny, stupid, blah, monster, says Mike. That's what it is. Um, and he's got some ideas on where to put Toneth, it seems like, because he says, painter, painting puzzle, and has a broken leg for some reason. I hung him on a, I, oh yeah, I hung, oh right, catch Randis first, question yeah. mark, because there's a picture in the gift plane of Toneth and Randis together. And he looks like he has a broken leg. And I wish I hadn't put that in because it makes me think about the dog. Because when the because uh, apparently um, I think Mike got a dog for Christmas one year or for yes. his birthday. Yeah, for his birthday, because um, later there is a letter from Auntie Anna. Yes. About a special box. And at the very end, it says, P.S. Don't shake the box, please. Yeah. And I was like, huh. I wonder if that's holy shit. Oh God. Yeah. I just got that now. Like I just realized what that, like I was like, I was wondering mm-hmm. last night when we were, when mm-hmm. I watched it, it was like, why is there like a dog or something in that box or like a head or something? And then fuck. God damn it. God yeah. Damn it. God. So, um, yeah. So, um, apparently Mike's dog got hit by a car and Rainer, was hoping that the dog would die, but instead he instead he survived and now has like a really fucked up leg. Yeah, because that's what happens when animals get hit by cars. Yeah. Um. Usually they bounce back, at least with surgery and some veterinary stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we get a thing, uh, some like fucking at inside into Rainer's mind here that says when a dog wags its tail, it appears happy. That's not real. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Rainer. <laughs> Although I think this is also. I think also some of this, it seems like there's a lot of stuff in here that is post the death of Mike. Yeah. Which I think is also like Rainer gets super fucked up as well. Internalizing some yeah. shit. It's just like there's no, there, there is, because we get a lot more editorializing from Rainer later on as well. That it seems like Rainer, uh, when after, post, post um, Mike's death, Rainer seems to have a much bleaker view of the world. And, um, yeah, it just seems to have no joy left in his life. Uh, so, um, we cut back to, we eventually, uh, cut back to, um, Paul asking about tool or Paul asking questions to tool because yes. now we've got the things from, we've got the, the things from Marvin about, um, about where is my house? Where is the school? So Paul asks tool, where is my house? And tool says, you'll never go home. He says, where's the school? You can't go back in time. And uh, this is where I think this is where we get into the idea that Rainer again, Rainer made this um, made the new maker plane for Marvin. Okay. Yeah. I I get that. Like, because we get later things in here that um, we get later messages in here from Rainer talking about how Marvin's wife kicked him out of the house. Yep. And which is why we get, you'll never go home. And where is the school? You can't go back in time to, I think this is when, this is again referencing the school that Marvin took kids to and held them in. Yeah, I don't know why it says you can't go back in time, but that's. I mean, that's usually like kind of a, like you can't change the past kind of thing. Yeah, that so might be it as well. That's kind of like, I mean, my interpretation to that, <laughs> like with the other, with the whole, that might be it. Yeah, you know? like it's basically yeah. like he's asking questions, and then these are just basically accusations. <laughs> Yeah, and then we get the cut to Paul saying, "I is this game fucking haunted or something?" Like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. 
<laughs> um, and he also says that he's made a new file and tried doing all the same stuff and got different results. Right. And he calls it uh, strange, strange occurrences. Is that what he names the second? No, one, no, that's, it? that comes up later. That's okay. a file that, that that's a much later. Um, no, the, the file he creates to do this is called test. Okay. Um, which we see later on. Um, Okay, so then Pets Cop 7. We start in the quitter room, and we can hear Paul flipping through pages on the right. And we see that Tiara is no longer in the reflection. We hear a tune being played, and I should actually see if the tune... I don't remember what the tune is, but let's see if... Uh, oh, we don't... Uh, this one doesn't have a thing. Um, the, the transcript for this one isn't completed, so I don't know. Oh, it's uh, the second movement of Stravinsky Septet. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is, uh, that's an important, that's an important thing. Cause that comes up later. Second movement is Stravinsky Septet is an, is an important song specifically to Tiara. And we will reckon, we will find out that the, the sounds that are being played or the, the specific sound font is something that is some instrument that Marvin has that I think he calls the needle piano. Right. Um, and it's represented in the game as like a, fucking weird pyramid thing yeah that rotates like on a horizontal uh yeah 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 it rotates along it's like x-axis i guess um and once the song ends uh let's see once the song ends then uh we have um tiara appears again yeah and he checks the do you remember being born poster which now has come here written on it in pink which again uh, that seems to be Tiara fucking around with the texture editor. So uh, he goes back to Tool and it's and Tool already has a thing written that says, I love you, new maker. Please show Marvin where his house is and go there. He'll follow you. His daughter is there. Also wants 1000 pieces for beyond for machine beyond school basement stairway. Why do I feel like that machine's supposed to be like a furnace or like an like <sighs> I So, yeah. <laughs> Like and, this is what I figured feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> Given the whole oh, like right. child library thing. Yeah, we don't yeah, we don't know what's happening here, but um I think this is Marvin telling Tiara to write stuff. Oh, okay. And again, Tool doesn't respond to any of the questions that Paul asks. And also when um oh yeah, when also Paul asks some questions that he saw in the game to Tool off camera, and we get those in like the video description. Right, yeah. Um, I think actually the important one, well, important one I missed is he says, do you remember being, he says, remember being born because you can't fit the whole line in there. Cause there's not enough thing. And he says, and tool says, I'm not tiara. Um, and there's a whole theory in here that people seem to latch onto. And I guess I'll mention it offhandedly that there's this whole thing about Candace Newmaker yeah. and her daughter. I, what was the, I can't remember what her daughter was named, but she was, um her name also it was an adopted daughter um whose name included tiara in the name i can't remember what the girl's full name was now yeah um, uh, it's uh, but yeah a lot of this stuff seems specifically tied to um this idea of rebirth and quitting and dying and and being reborn again seems to seems to have a lot of ties to candace newmaker and the candace newmaker incident Candace Elizabeth Newmaker was a child. Oh, so uh, Candace Newmaker was the child. Okay. Yeah. It was killed what? in that. Um, Tiara was some part of her name at some point, right? I'm trying to find that out right now. I'm actually on the, her Wikipedia page. 
yeah. This was sort of an this was sort of a famous incident because it was based on some junk psychological theory. Yeah. Some fringe therapy. Yeah, the rebirthing therapy or something where some people hold you down under some blankets and pillows and force you to try and have yourself be reborn. And um they said, Do you want to die? And she said, I am dying. I don't basically they ended up accidentally smothering her to death with pillows trying to do this. Yeah. Uh also it um, says it- they, they reference her as Tiara, but it doesn't tell me in the actual article. <laughs> I think Tiara was her surname before she was adopted. Gotcha. And then she became Newmaker when she was adopted by her mother, who was Newmaker. Um, now, people like to talk about this a lot, and there's a lot of things that match up. I don't know what any of that has to do with Pets Cop, but I'm going to mention it because it's a thing that comes up a lot. Because yeah. the, the character of Tiara is has a lot to do about being born again. And I feel like maybe she was important to, I feel like maybe Candace, Tiara, Candace Newmaker was important to this. Oh, can't. Yeah, it was. Sorry. Um, yeah. Candace Elizabeth Newmaker, but she was born Candace Tiara Elmore. Gotcha. That's where it is. Okay. Sorry. It was staring at me in the face the whole time. That's fine. Um, so I think that this character may have been an in an out of an out of character or, uh, Candace Newmaker may have been the inspiration for Tiara, the character. Yeah, I think she's a different character in Pets Cop. I don't think she has any actual ties to Candace Newmaker, but I believe yeah. that's where all of that specific stuff is tied to. Um, well, it helps to like kind of it does give a little bit of credence to like the whole like um, idea that this is like some kind of accusation against abuse and stuff of like that because mm-hmm. that's legit. And also <laughs> another thing that apparently we'll find that pets cop was also some sort of um, guided meditation or guided hypnosis. Okay. I'll get into that when we get into that. Cause we get a lot of hints about that at some point as well. And I think that might be the other reason that this was made for Marvin. Uh, let's um, we also go to the child library. Paul tries to insert pets into it and finds that it child, the quote child library only accepts people. Yeah. He also then um, goes and goes to the easel. And remembering that eyebrows are super important, he takes Care's face and puts Mike's eyebrows on it. Mm-hmm. And that creates a new room that has uh let's see. Um it has a it has a blacked out thing on it. Um one of several things that will be censored, let's say. Um and the censorship comes up. I think we eventually have what this blacked out thing is explained to us. Okay. I think this so in Pets Cop episode twenty, just showing like again we're gonna refer to <laughs> a lot far of stuff. This goes. Pets, Pets yeah. Cop twenty is where all of the blacked out things are revealed to us in a very low fidelity format. So right. I think I believe that uh, Care with Eyebrows takes us to a room that has a knocked over red vase in it. I believe that's what's on her end table. Okay, and it is hinted that Marvin kidnapped Care and kept showing her her distorted reflection in this vase and telling her she was ugly and she had a lot of grisly deformities to her and forcing her to believe that it was real. Right. Yeah. And that's what she looked like. And I think that's what's in there. And I believe that a bunch of the early blacked out things are stuff are weird traumatizing things that Marvin did that the family doesn't want to think about and doesn't want to. Yeah. Cause and Paul is part of the family. Yeah. And it seems like that's what Paul it seems like Paul is 
Paul, anytime that Paul sees these blacked out things, he has a moment of recognition for them. Yeah. That said, one of them we see, and I don't fucking understand what it is, even when I'm shown it, and it's not really described well. So, well, well, we'll see what we get out of that. Um, let's. Uh, what was the thing? Um, uh, there, yeah, I think this actually is where, it, or like at the end of the video, there's a message to the viewer that there will be specific objects censored in the future. Yeah, we had to cover, and we start getting, we've had to cover something with a black box. We can't say why we're expecting to censor it in the future. And it seems like, uh, so this is where we get the idea that this is, that this collection of recordings is being curated by a third party. Yeah. And I believe that the third party curating this is the family. Um, fans of the series speculate that the, speculate that it's Jill specifically who is doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it matters because most of these characters we don't we don't know who they are, but it's other people in Paul's family, and I believe they are the ones who are who are having this posted publicly because yeah. Paul was originally doing a private investigation of this with his with his friend who we're not sure who his friend is. Yeah, it's kind of like um, uh, those things in like some found footage films, like Paranormal Activity, mm-hmm. where it's like the the film studio would like to thank the police department of this blah 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 county and the families of blah blah, blah for allowing us to present this footage, yes. <laughs> kind of stuff. It's like that kind of same like kind of presentation for like a found footage format. Yeah, that kind of that kind of idea. And it seems like it seems like also they're doing some editing to it that we that Paul did not do on his own. Yeah. Um beyond the censorship, there's some other stuff that seems to be done for the sake of clarity later on. But so that's the end of episode seven is this idea of the censorship thing. Um that they're gonna use a lot. <laughs> so episode eight, um we see that um, uh, Paul is waiting by the street where cars keep driving. And eventually Marvin comes out of the tunnel that the cars come out of. And we finally see Marvin in his full thing. In, 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 we finally see Marvin unobscured. Yeah. He runs down the street. He starts running somewhere. And he starts running around in front of all of the pictures. Which is starting with the school. And then with the house. And then um, starts trying to run into a place that doesn't exist. And then just kind of disappears. And Paul can't keep up with him because Marvin um, runs faster than Paul's character. And it seems like this is done by intent. I think there's a later thing when um, we find out that at some point Rainer made Marvin play the game. And we find out that Marvin's uh, when Marvin played the game, his character was sped up so that he could do so he could move around the map faster. And that seems to be carrying over from here. Right. Um. And then at the end, after, um, what is it? After Marvin disappears, um, Paul appears to be talking to somebody. Uh, we have it. We hear one side of a conversation Paul has with somebody on the telephone talking about, um, the thing is it's not here now. There's not even a passageway or anything. Do you remember when you saw this? It could have changed between then and 2004 after 2004, my mom had it. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And that's where it cuts out. And so, presumably that person is, that might be his friend. Yeah, that's what I. I, I always, whenever, he, yeah, like whenever he's talking to somebody, I always presume it's. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. Oh, this series is so kind of convoluted. Uh, <laughs> really so then, uh, that's the end of the episodes. Let's see. That was the 29th. And then we have the episode eight came out May 9th. Then episode not. So again, like within like a month and a half or so. Yeah. 
we've had eight episodes and then we start taking a much longer approach. Episode nine comes out May 24th. And this is our first entry into the demo screens, which um, this demo appears to be from level two of the gift plane, at least according to the soundtrack that plays. Yeah. Uh, which includes a different version of the room where we find the character pen who pen was on this like piano and you manipulate it. You caught pen by manipulating a treadmill to the side that changed the interval in which the clones of the guardian character um, were placed because pen would always be a fixed interval away from the main character. So you caught pen by creating a clone of yourself that would appear on top of pen sprite. Yeah. Or something. Um, so here we have the treadmill, but missing, uh, missing the piano and the treadmill in this case starts at 16. Then the character in the demo runs on the treadmill, uh, in a fixed amount of time until the treadmill goes down to three. It waits there for a very long time then goes down to zero and then the demo crashes or the demo locks up. Yeah. Now, if you remember in like pets cop two, uh, Paul went down to the Daisy and plucked petals out of the Daisy until there were three. Then he stopped. He went into another room, looked at care, uh, looked at care NLM, came back in and plucked the other three things out. Oh my now, God. <laughs> so this is our first indication that anytime that we see a demo, this is a recording the game has made automatically and is being played back. Right. Cause the game has recording features. The game has recording. Yeah, the game has recording features. It has auto saves. It has a bunch of other stuff built in. And it's and I believe what I believe is that these recording features were originally made for playtesting so that yeah. Rainer didn't have to watch kids, didn't have to watch people play his game. He could just go in because um, when you reach when you co collect all the pets, it says uh, you may you may leave the PlayStation running. You may stand up and leave. And let me know your feedback is very helpful to me. Yeah. Um, that said, it seems like um, one of the reasons that Rainer used Petscop as his way to level accusations against Martin or against Marvin. And also the reason he forced Marvin to play the game, I think, in addition to leveling accusations against Marvin, um, Rainer also believes that Marvin knows where all the bodies are. And oh. so the reason that Mar the reason that later on we see Marvin playing the game is that Rainer has constructed the area an area that Marvin is familiar with and is asking him in a tell me where on the doll they touched you. He's asking him to find the bodies so that Rainer himself can go and find the bodies. Gotcha. Jesus. Okay. This has this doesn't have a lot of context right now, but it will it will become yeah. apparently. Uh, so let's see. So after the demo thing locks up, uh, we come back to Paul, uh, currently actually playing the game and in the graveyard going through and following the instructions from the note saying, I went down the stairs and became a shadow turned right and became a shadow monster man. It appears if you go halfway into the room where you can find care NLM, but not far enough to trigger like the loading zone, you can cut, you can clip through the wall and you come out as a shadow version of yourself. Right. Yeah. And anytime you enter, anytime you enter properly, uh, anytime you try to enter that room again, it resets the color palette and makes you back into the normal version of the guardian. However, if you're the shadow version of the guardian, the windmill is actually there and you're allowed to enter it. And uh, I'm trying to remember a lot. of. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, right. Um, you can enter the windmill and you can interact with a white version of the tool that takes a bunch of stuff, gives you 50 pieces and removes a bunch of stuff from the gears in the windmill. Additionally, once you do that, the windmill starts turning backwards. Uh, I don't know what the significance of that is, but that's why the windmill occasionally turns as somebody is interacting with the inside of it. Yeah. Uh, returning as normal shows that the windmill is not there anymore. Uh, Paul, it then shows Paul later um, entering, what is it? Entering like a, oh, right. There was a face in the windmill. That was one of the things. There was a face in there and Paul enters that face into, uh, Paul enters that face into easel. the easel in the child library. And that gives us uh, a room with a motif of gears and clockwork and stuff. And uh, let's see, there's a note on the back wall. Let me look at what that note is again in my in the transcript. Uh, oh, right. Uh, right. So this also gets back into the idea of rebirth that um, I've been going through your things. I found a picture of you from 1977 in front of an old windmill from your friend. You went there. It was a bad idea. Your your friend in the windmill disappeared into thin air. You uh, you married your sister, and years later, your friend was reborn as your daughter. Your wife won't admit this is true, but I know it because I found the evidence. Your friend never returned with you. The windmill is gone. I went to see it myself. Where is it? What did you do? Signed, Rainer. So, also, Rainer himself seems to be getting into some, like, weird fringe science stuff. Yeah. That m may or may not actually be accurate. I'm not sure which way to take this. Um, but I believe the face that shows up, we see that other face later on something else. Um, so Paul, uh, what is it? Be going, going through, uh, we, we see when Paul enters, there's another guardian that goes into the back and disappears. And Paul follows that guardian. And it takes us to a room with a bunch of gift boxes. Right. Uh, one of the gift boxes gives us a green key. And the other gift box gives us a censored, what appears to be some kind of inverted pyramid thing that keeps spinning and is red. And we see a picture of this later in Petscop 20, and I'm still not sure what the fuck it is. Um, I have a feeling it is my the conjecture here. I think that this is supposed to be Care's weird distorted face as she saw it in the vase. And what she believes she looks like. Oh, okay. And it's always spinning because for some reason, Care like to spin around a lot. I don't know. That's yeah, she, like, it's almost like she liked to dance around the house and spin. Yeah. And she always felt she looked disgusting, and others sometimes felt she looked disgusting. I'm not sure. Um, let's see. And then, uh, cutting ahead, Paul finds a hidden room with a third gift box. And it, uh, let's see. right. And the, 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 that gift box plays a choir chord that takes us to gift plane level two. Uh, and we know this because, uh, it plays the music that was in the demo. And also it takes, when we go to Penn's room, the keyboard isn't there. There's the treadmill that's at currently at zero. Um, Paul runs on the treadmill until it gets to 16. And then he runs the treadmill from 16 to minus one. And we cut back to the graveyard. Paul enters into the shed and we see that uh, the distorted sprite has turned back into care NLM and he picks her up uh, and we get caught and we get the we get the description care NLM escaped from the school's basement and it wandered the new maker plane for days to catch her. You had to lie, but it may not be a lie forever. So remember, we know that 
when we removed all the petals from the daisy, care was distorted and we could not interact with her anymore. Yeah. So we go to the treadmill. We set the, the, the level of the daisy from zero to negative one, which brings it from they love loves me, not back to loves me. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's (laughs) you had to lie. You had to say somebody loves her, but it may not be a lie forever. You're the new maker. You can turn care NLM into care a and close the The fuck. (laughs) So this fits in (laughs) also into uh, one of the later entries. I think pets cop 11 um, where there's uh, I I guess we'll get to that when we get to that, but this is an important setup for that. And um, Paul then messes around. Uh, he puts what is it? He put yeah. He puts uh, care NLM into the shoot in the child library and finds that it <laughs> accepts her. And he can turn it around, and she disappears. When he enters into the room of, I believe he enters cares. He enters cares normal room and finds care NLM on the bed and is able to catch her again. And that's where the video ends. Yeah. Um. Oh, right. There's also a thing about if you change your mind within six months, you can take Karen LM back. But what year is it? What day is it? Who knows? Um, let's. Oh, right. Um, so starting episode 10, which was on March 30 or May 31st of 2017, we're back on Gift Plane level two, um, which appears to be a perfect copy of Gift Plane, just minus the pets. Um, yeah. Like you even all the pieces are there and stuff. And he finds one of the things that he's found is that opening, opening and closing the doors in Amber's cage seems to open and close doors elsewhere in level two. Um, and when he opens uh, one of the doors, the game locks up. Uh, and then we get back on a title screen and we see that he has uh, he has the, the save called Paul. There's a save called test, which is the one that he was messing around with. There's a save called backup. And both Paul and backup seem to have a panic auto save that says possible corruption. And uh, opening that sees that uh, he opening that he he takes he opens the gift box that takes us to the gift plane that is in level two. And he shows that both the doors are open now. Now so he's able to go into the other side of the quitters. room. Yes, where uh, there is a block that seems to take that seems to refer to. Oh, right. That was the thing. The gift box gave us a gave us a block. They're referred to a pattern in the background of the gift plane. And that was the entrance into the back door of the gift of even care in the gift plane, even care being the pet orphanage or whatever level one of gift plane. Yeah. Um, and then he cuts to uh, we had a we had a couple of revelations from the last video that what month is it? What year is it? We don't know. So he goes to tool and asks what month is it? And we get a blank calendar that is red. And then he asks, what year is it? We get the same blank calendar that is red. We will learn later. The red calendar indicates that it is the current year. The red calendar is the present. And then he asks, where was the windmill? And we get a we get blacked out text that will be explained later. Yeah. Now, episode 11 is our biggest. So going from having like 10 episodes in two months, radio silence until Christmas of 2017, when we get a Big ass video. I think the longest video in Pets Cop, actually. Is it 20? Like, almost, it's like 20, 30. 29 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus. <laughs> we start with um, Paul talking about fine. Oh, right. Yeah. So Paul says he says he found his room, which he's referring to the room in the child library, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
we'll find out other stuff about this. He's part of the family, which means that he also, which means that his features are in the easel in the child library. And if he enters his features, he can find his room. He doesn't really talk too much about it. Yeah, he's very cons- like conservative about that. Like he, because again, like wants to keep some privacy, I guess, to it. Yeah, I'm not sure. He's also talking to somebody who he's also talking to his friend, the puzzle genius, and trying to talk to them about Rainer. I think, and yeah. when he met when he met them. He says it was older. They were downstairs playing video games to get away from the adults. And Rainer was also there. Um, So he's also while he's talking about this, he's also following some route that he apparently drew on a map. And he says, all right, the way and he goes up, he, he goes up and to this random patch of ground and runs around in a circle a couple times. And then a white box shows up. He says, holy shit, it worked. Yeah, he does that a couple of times in the in the later episodes where he like it's just him like doing random like combinations of like directions mm-hmm. to get something to work. Yeah, and I'm not sure what the significance of the way that he ran around this was. We'll see this happen again later on. Um, and he says, "All right, so the way it works, I'm supposed to pass on this one." And eventually, he goes further up north and he finds this weird statue of a tire. And walking around it several times brings up the white brings up the white ask box again. And he asks, where is house, which causes the wheel to point in a direction and start turning. He says, all right, I think I'm supposed to follow that. Following the wheel leads to a road and going down the road eventually leads us to uh, the greenhouse, which we know is Marvin's house, which we can unlock by using the green key, which is Marvin's key. So then even though you unlock the door, you can't open it. And Paul said, Paul responds with the same kind of frustration that all of us have. Um, Something about and then but cutting ahead, eventually the door just kind of opens on its own and we get that and we find that inside the house it is Christmas and uh, he looks at he finds two calendars on the wall. One is green, one is red. We know that the calendar in green refers to 1997, um, but we'll get all the clues on that later. And he's looking through there and sees that there's a bunch of green dates listed. Yeah. And as he scrolls through, he suddenly he says, like, all right, so it's checkerboard, then weekends and then uh, checkerboard and then weekends. And then there's this long block here and he recognizes. Oh, and he says, I I don't remember anything about that. I don't remember anyone going missing, but I was I was a kid. And we see that uh, June 5th to November 10th is the dates that a girl disappeared. And we know later that this girl we we get from this video that that girl was care. Yeah. And this was the time that she was abducted by Marvin. Um, and we find the, we find the bathroom door is open. Uh, right. Um, a lot of stuff cuts around in this. So I'm going to talk about what happens in Marvin's house first. Cause a bunch of shit happens. Mm-hmm. Cause this is also where we get into, this is where a bunch of new mechanics are added. This is where we get to explore the school. A bunch of fucking shit happens in this video. It all happens out of order and it's really hard to follow. Yeah, and this is—is is this the one where like it's uh, like a POV shot almost, like yeah, like style? Everything, yeah. everything in everything in the everything having to do with school is first person for some reason. Right. I don't know why. Um, but whatever, pets cop. Um, <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there's a bunch of interactions that happen with the house, and for some reason, we can go into the bathroom and we can go into what appears to be Care's room. Uh, or maybe that happens later. Let's see. No, okay, yeah. So it's it is in the same video, but going into the bathroom and coming out shows that it is June fifth instead yeah. of Christmas. Um, 
and going into uh going into uh, what I think is Care's room. She's sitting on her bed and she seems to be frozen by an air conditioner is what I'm getting. She's sitting yeah. under the air conditioner. She turns blue, attempting to interact with her, shows that she's like encased in a block of ice or something. That's what that was. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The, the the wiki refers to it as a force field. I'm not sure. We're not allowed to interact with Care as long as the air conditioner's there, though. I mean, it makes sense, actually, like with that context. Yeah, it does make sense that it would be like an, inter- an early game interpretation of like a block of ice. Yeah. So, and it always plays a, like a C tone on the needles piano sound. And every time it plays the C tone, she vibrates and turns blue. So she's sitting under this air conditioner and being very, very cold. And then Paul gets trapped in the closet uh, and can't get out. Cause it's the, he he's only allowed to go through doors that have opened or closed by the game. When that happens, uh, we see that the air conditioner gets knocked out of the window and Marvin catches care and l- runs out and we get a message saying care left the room. Then it seems like time reverses. The door opens care is back in there. But when Paul leaves Marvin's house, uh, we find that uh, we find that there's a ladder going to the window in care's room, which allows uh, Paul to climb up and catch care. Yeah. And then oh, I'm on the wrong video. That's why I can't find the transcript. The The description for care is very, very long and basically says some of the stuff that uh, some of the stuff that leads to my conjecture about Michael. Okay. Um, yeah. When the emergency began, you were all looking for care. A. I told you we would never find care. A. When care A goes missing, she goes missing forever. My brother didn't want us to find him because he knew we were all looking for Michael. A. I'm back. This is my present for you. I started it in 1996 for Marvin. If you think they're worth any effort, see if you can save care B or care NLM. Care B is in the school. Of course, fuck you all. Fuck me as well. Merry Christmas. Check your bathroom. So here's, and here's what I'm thinking is is coming up from everything else that we know is that Marvin kidnapped in in this specific instance. We know that um, I think green is when Marvin showed up and green is when Marvin is important. So it looks like um, looking at the calendar, um, Marvin is in and out of the house like kind of every other day. And then his wife appears to kick him out. They have a separation. He's allowed weekend visitations, which is why for a couple of months, he only shows up on weekends. Okay. Yeah. And then starting June 5th, he kidnaps care. And that green period is the five months that he had kidnapped care and kept her in the school when, before she finally, before she eventually escaped on November 10th and eventually was found by Rainer or somebody else. I don't know. Um, now the message here left by Rainer is that, um, is that you were all looking for Kare and I told you we will never find Kare again. And this seems to be, this is where I come into um, my, the thing that I believe Rainer is accusing Marvin of indirectly killing Michael, which I yeah. believe what happened is Marvin kidnapped Michael and subjected him to the same abuse or a similar level of abuse that he subjected Care to. And he says, uh, you were all looking for Michael A., and Michael A. knew we would never find him. Um, let's see. What was it? Uh, Michael didn't. My brother didn't want us to find him because we. he knew we were all looking for Michael A. And so his assertion here is that Michael killed himself oh, because he didn't okay. want the because he didn't want the family because he knew the family. He he knew the family would not want him because 
probably because of stuff that Marvin did. Nobody loves you. Look how look how ugly you are, etc. Yeah, the whole like emotional abuse. Yeah, emotional Jesus. abuse, psychological <laughs> manipulation. And similarly, he said, uh, you're looking for Care A. You're never going to find Care A. Care A, Care A is gone. Care A is dead. But you yeah. can find Care B or Care NLM. Because they've come back different. Yeah, or, yeah they, will be, like, they will be changed forever. Um, and remember, like, I can't remember where we find that uh, Care is. Care was probably five years old when she was kidnapped. Uh, somewhere, somewhere in there, we get that care. Somewhere, somewhere in there, we get that care was born in 1992, and she was kidnapped in 1997. Um, honestly, she actually came back to her house for like her fifth birthday, and so care has some, like, uh, care A is gone because care went through some serious emotional scarring over the course of five months. Jesus, yeah, pet scop. <laughs> yeah, so, um. Uh, so that's that is the revelation we have there going through Marvin's house. We also have a demo that apparently if you plug in the second controller port, you can activate a chat feature and chat with uh, chat with Marvin. And later also we find you can chat with Tiara. And because I'm an insane person, I actually figured out kind of how this <laughs> chat system works. You you are doing the God's will. I'm not sure what God. <laughs> I don't know, but, but, but so I was, I found that because I noticed that there's there are similar commands here. And what it seems like is that button combinations correspond to phonemes in the English language because we can find. And that seems to be why anytime that Marvin refers to people. um, First off, it's convenient that everybody has a name that corresponds to a word. Yeah, because um, he. Uh, I I sent I sent my like weird cipher to cultist, but yeah, there's. I'll, I'll put uh, it in the description. Do you want me to put that in the description below, like for this? Episode? If you want to, sure. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty. There are thirty unique sounds, so thirty in thirty individual button combinations. They all seem to be combinations of one or two buttons. Yeah, and it's uh, there's combinations for um, and so. This gets really like the way the, the, I, the way I figured this out finally is that at some point in there, he says music and there's like uh, way too many letters. So I knew it wasn't that. And also combinations for the same letter fit in there. So it's like when he does music, he's saying. Mm, e, ooh, it. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be how that now for the most part, knowing this doesn't affect anything except <laughs> one specific instance. Yeah. Um, I mean, it helps us figure out, like, I guess the the cipher of in which they were communicating. But yeah, and also it lets us know what uh, at some point the player types a thing that says "not in table," and that's because the player types Marvin, which is not a word. Yeah. Um. Why the fuck this is in here? And um, I think this this is where we start going deeper into this game is fucking haunted because yeah. the NPCs in here seem to be able to manipulate this. They understand they understand how to talk through this system and they also understand what is being said. Yeah, like uh, we either have ghosts <laughs> haunting this game or we have some kind of emergent AI <laughs> in because the game's been something, running. Something, yeah, long. because it, it has because it's way too good at understanding stuff. So when we yeah. get P2 to talk, um, it seems like the, the player always types things in very slowly. I think the player in this case is Paul, because yeah. anytime Marvin shows up, he calls him Paul, but he writes it like Paul, like Paul bearer. But yeah, like how, um, you'd, how you'd pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 
Paul tries to write back hello, but he ends up writing hell. And Marvin says, funny, ha ha. So it seems like Marvin is able to understand that was a Marvin understands that was a mistake and is also making fun of Paul for making a mistake. Yeah. And then the second instance of chat is uh, involves the needles piano. Um, And Marvin says, play music for baby. She will become melody player types. Thanks. And he starts playing, I believe he starts playing Stravinsky's septet. Yeah. Um, and Marvin runs around a circle saying lovely, lovely. And then he eventually starts playing other stuff that is discordant and random. And uh, I think, yeah, Marvin says she tripped and fell and is lost and stop it. And player says, sorry, Marvin says Tiara plays bad music too. do it right next time. Um, and then player says, oh, no, no, player says sad. And Marvin replies, OK, Paul. Yeah. So um, we understand that the needle. So this leads us to something that is like totally irrelevant until the last <laughs> minute of the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Which the needles, the needles piano appears to be appears to be important to Tiara. And it seems to be tied to this whole rebirthing exercise. Um, it's also our first instance of red being associated with Paul. And I okay. thought it was red because he was doing it badly. But we'll see as time goes on that Paul gets his starts getting his own color in the game. And again, this is pure conjecture by me. But I have I have my own ideas of what are happening here. And fucking it's a negative space. Let's play in the space. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody else has been doing theory craft on this damn on this damn show. <laughs> yeah. So, and I believe that's all of the important things from Pets Cop Eleven. Yeah. Thank you again, Matt, for doing the rundown slash breakdown of this. Because <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to fucking yeah no I'm trying to fucking assemble 150,000 piece jigsaw with 100,000 pieces missing. Yeah. Um. All right. So okay. So after the Christmas episode, we get. Pets Cop 12, which came yes. out January 4th, 2018. Yeah. And this seems to start with a demo, which as we addressed before, demos appear to be previous recordings. Yeah. Um, now, this is uh, in the quitters room with a new character on the other side. Um, I've been calling them Triangle Kid. Uh, the Pets Cop wiki refers to them as Pyramid Head. It is a Paul-like character with a red triangle replacing the head. Yeah. Okay, quick question. When you see Paul's face, like, what does Paul's head look like to you? Like, I keep seeing like a bird, like a Tweety Bird kind of looking to, to it. Um, but like, what is that? I, I guess I could see. I guess you can see that. Um, I got this idea of. I, I've had a hard time trying to see it as anything like real. Um, he seems to be. If I wanted to like convert him into the real world, I'd say what you're calling the beak is sort of a cleft palate or something. Oh, maybe yeah. I don't know. He's got a. He's got a. He's got some big fucking chipmunk cheeks and shit. Yeah. Because the beak doesn't come out when he turns sideways. It's a flat face. Yeah, it's true. So I think the red thing is just supposed to be an open mouth that opens vertically in a fucked up way. Um, okay. okay, so let's see. So, alright, so we have Best Cop. Pest Cop 12 appears to be, this all. This entire demo appears to be about Belle and Tiara. And it seems like I believe this was something I believe Bell, Bell, Tiara, etc. Um, she was another victim of Marvin, but from a longer time ago. Um, 
So now she's trapped in the game. <laughs> well, I think so. This is where I get into Pescapa's guided hypnosis is that it seems like Rainer created this specific instance of the new maker plane for Belle to help her get around stuff or help her like re-examine her steps or understand what happened to her. Yeah. And she goes into the child library and says, I didn't add your traits to the face system because you're not part of the family. Uh, don't get lost. Happy birthday, Belle. I'm calling you Bill because that's who you are. You may be confused. I was over a year before and started calling you Tiara prematurely. I have created a space in the menu. It's still unused. And I believe. Oh, right. Then I put you in. I put you inside the machine and played the second movement of Stravinsky's septet on the Meatles. I played it wrong, but that would have been okay. If you hadn't given up halfway, you'd be Tiara. This is not what happened. And now I'm gone. So it seems like this is a thing that was supposed to. It seems like this was written for Tiara and a thing and a specific instance of Tiara playing the game. Yeah. And she seems to be trapped somewhere. Are you still sitting on a chair? Can you look around the room? Is there still a room? So it appears that she was in, I think, what is the garage in Marvin's house? Because there is, we find out later that there is a computer in there that has the Petscop Discoveries page and some other stuff. Marvin's garage becomes very important to the end of the game as well. Yeah. Um, and so this is where, again, we get into Rainer gets into fringe science and some supernatural bullshit. And it seems like somehow uh, going to the machine in the school and interacting with that is some kind of rebirthing process that allows you to be reborn in Petscop. Gotcha. And so, like, basically, all, all of those words I said are fucking nonsense, but that's the <laughs> yeah. most put together. So, it's almost like it's taking your, like, playing the game at the school, like, it transfers some or copies your cognitive to the game. I don't maybe? know. Yeah. It records. <laughs> like, maybe it, that's... They, there's, there's a lot of recordings, and it says your recordings are helpful. Your feedback will be more helpful. And so, it seems like somehow, yeah, somehow as you're recorded, I don't know. The game steals your soul or something. Fuck me. I don't know. Um, you <laughs> yeah. and you put you put something in the machine. You play Stravinsky Septet, and that makes you into an egg. And now you're in Pets Cop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, and this God. is shit that again is not relevant until like way way the late last... in the game. Yeah. Um. And apparently some part of Tiara being reborn was incorrect. And this seems to go back to the Candace Newmaker thing that like you weren't ready to be re reborn yet. That's why you're Bill and not Tiara. Yeah, that's what um, I was almost thinking. Like that's some kind of like um, uh, like hypno not hypno. Yeah, hypnosis or like brainwashing. Yeah, like they were trying to make her into Tiara, but she's still Bell. Yeah, and this seems to around. be. <laughs> yeah, and this seems to be now. Here's the other thing I'm wondering is. So one of the things also we seem to get as we get deeper into Pets Cop is at some point this stopped being a tool used by Rainer and starts being a tool used by Marvin. Okay, so like Marvin took over the reins of it. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> took over the now you understand where I'm coming when I said I understand like I, I think I get what the finale is. Yeah. Um so Marvin seems to be using Rainer's program, and Marvin seems to have turned this into some kind of fucked up ritual thing. Yeah. And is able to start putting people into pets cop into his school in pets cop so basically okay so if i'm getting this correctly just as like broad stroke here rainer created this to create like almost like a personal hell accusation on marvin trap maybe even trapping marvin to a degree in pets cop 
And now Pets Marvin has fig- in Petscop has figured out a way to basically throw that against Rainer or like basically throw that against other throw that against other people people yeah to so that he can do what he did in the past which was abduct people and put the and like play with them basically yes Um, and it seems like and that and it says this and remember that at the end of this i'm calling you bell because that's who you are uh it's calling you prematurely i created a space it's still unused and if you hadn't given up you'd be tiara that's not what happened and now i'm gone so we can assume Again, this is fucking conjecture and a half. We're just we're playing in the space here. Um, yeah. This is not what happened, and now I'm gone. I believe this is a message from Marvin saying, uh, "I was hoping you would be reborn, and now I am reborn." Right, because that's why. Because Marvin is in the game. Fuck me if I know how he got there. This is my. <laughs> but best, he's in the game. <laughs> this is my best understanding. Is yeah. Marvin? Marvin managed to rebirth himself in Pets Cop. <laughs> She okay. I'm adding that to my thoughts for later. <laughs> Just <laughs> Christ. And I think this is also where is school? You can't go back in time. I think some part of this may also be Marvin trying to repay for some sins he committed. Yeah, I believe he tried to rebirth Bell in Pets Cop. I think Bell was one of his victims, and he's got some kind of fucked up attachment to his victims. I don't know. Um. Anyway, that's all. It's in twelve. Yeah. And we're not sure if Bell died becoming Tiara or something else happened. I like Candace Newmaker. I don't know. Um, but Bell Tiara is in Pets Cup. Yeah. So and wow. she she moves around. <laughs> she can be interacted with. She has her own thing. We won't see her for a long time. Yeah, we won't see her till the last couple of entries. And yeah. we're only on Pets Cup. We're on we're on thirteen now. So we're, we're on the see. halfway point. <laughs> we're at uh March. So Pets Cop thirteen is uh is on March. 11th 2018 which is important uh an important date because it's the first anniversary of the first pet scop video right yeah uh so let's see uh oh right so paul is going through some of the demo stuff and he finds this he finds this bucket which i didn't realize for a while the bucket is filled with black paint um oh really yes i thought it was like tar but yeah uh this this is mentioned specifically by rayner that when um Anna kicked Marvin out of the house. She painted the entire house black to uh, cover up to cover up the stencils that Marvin left. Gotcha. Um, and we find another tool. I don't understand the significance of this part, but he manages to catch a tool in a bucket and bring that into Marvin's house and collect like twenty pieces. And then he and then Paul realizes that um he can collect uh Rath- Ronath. Ronath. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, yeah, that's that's by using uh, Rainer's bucket. That seems yeah, he, to be the significance of this tool. Yeah. Yeah, that was the uh the big thing of this tool was like showing him how to catch Ronith. Yeah. And then we get right, and then this is the part he catches he catches Amber, says last one. Congratulations, you caught every pet and even care except for Toneth who isn't here yet. You've seen everything in the game so far, but there will obviously be more. It's a growing organism. Your controller inputs will be useful, but your feedback will be even more useful. Please leave the PlayStation on when you leave you can stand up now. So there's a lot to take in here. Um, <laughs> yep. If we want to play, if we want to play in a space of rational people, we can say it's a growing organism. Your controller input will be useful. Your feedback will be more useful. It's, this is a, this is a game that is early in development and yeah. with your help, I'll make it good. If we want to play in the fucked up space that I think the game wants us to play in, the mm-hmm. game is building itself. Yeah. That's kind of, um, we're going Tron and, levels here. <laughs> yeah. Like. So, 
the game responds because remember the game records everything you do it auto it auto saves it has fucking stealth auto saves yeah um, it takes all your inputs it and the longer you play the game the more it knows about you apparently and so the game so yeah the game is a growing organism it takes your controller inputs and other stuff and please yeah. do not turn off the system because uh, I, I bet turning off the system is effectively like reboot like restarting the whole process would be my something guess. like that yeah which is why like uh it says like oh bell you've been in this game for 17 and a half years now um okay. like that's my other thing i don't get about this like did he <sighs> is the game like so have... the game has like... the game has auto saves it has panic saves and that might lead to data corruption there's there's a bunch of recordings that are on the disc yeah which i think marvin is creating i think marvin is creating these new discs that have all these recordings that came from somewhere because the game is also capable of recording to the playstation memory card also just something you mentioned earlier about like uh how uh marvin's wife painted the house black to get rid of all the stencils on the wall that marvin left mm -hmm. fuck that like to me that like screams like a like a, a mad cultist like like occult shit going on already yeah but that's that's neither here nor that's not in the game that's just my own like mad or my own like honestly like it makes us anything like, else right now we're playing in the space here. yeah like if i feel like it's like what like wait so did like marvin have occultism like some weird occult leanings already to begin with <laughs> like, marvin was obviously a fucked up abuser yeah like, no, we know 100%. we know at least that much, and we don't know to what extent his abuse went. We don't know why. We know that he abducted kids and brought them to his school and tried to tried to reprogram them. Yeah, and, and then he got trapped them, into a game that then he reprogrammed to do basically rinse and repeat, just yes. in a weird fucked up way. <laughs> well, uh, Rainer is probably also responsible for that in a way, but yeah. okay, so. We've caught that and we get this and that's the end of Pets Cop 13, the first year anniversary. Uh, let's see. Oh, right. So then Pets Cop 14, July 17th. Um, we're in a demo July. recording. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. This is so this is the one of like Paul doing all the attempts of and trying to understand how to do this, trying to understand how to do this one abstract thing. Because he realizes that the game is the game is holding onto his the game is holding onto his data and playing it back, and he realizes that through this he can exploit something that in one of the demos a bunch of doors in Marvin's house are open that aren't open when he's playing. So we go through a long trial and error process of well a long process of trial and error where he figures out um, how to enter a set of inputs that will allow him to go into Marvin's room or Marvin and Anna's room and interact with stuff in there and then watch it play back on the demo. And for this one, we have an overlay of his actions while he's playing the game and actions of the demo recording playing back. Right. Which is where we get the disc and where we find, uh, where we find the black key, uh, because he takes, he shoves the, he shoves the, the bucket of black paint into marvin's room which is half black half green and he starts painting marvin's side black and once he covers up a censored thing that is in marvin's anna's room which is ostensibly one of marvin's fucked up stencils um he suddenly is awarded the black key which allows him access to what we later find out is the garage um but when we uh when we open it when we open that thing it locks up the demo and let's see uh he goes through oh right he, he goes through and then he finds that 
ah, yeah, that's it. Right. Uh, he, the game locks up and he restarts and he see back at the title screen. He sees that, uh, all the save files have been replaced with something called strange situation. Um, right, that's where he that says, starts. Oh fuck this. He's like, Oh fuck it. Deleted all my saves. I hope it didn't. And then when we enter in a strange situation, it starts us at a fixed point, which appears to be in front of Marvin's house, uh, with a sign with a sign of care and a sign of cake and a bunch of arrows leading to the house. And entering in, we find that it is like, it's like June 12th. Or, yeah, it's uh, no, November, November 12th. 12th. Yeah, because it's two days after Kara came back. And apparently her birthday or something that they were using to lure her back to the house. Because there's a sign in there that says, instead of putting out missing girl signs, they put out birthday girl signs and gave her invitations to come to a party to try and get her to come back home. Right. Um, and apparently that worked, uh, cause we get that that's apparently when care came back to the house. Uh, let's, oh, right. And also now entering through strange situation, uh, we find that the door to the garage and the door to the bedroom, the door to, uh, Anna and Marvin's bedroom is now open, but the doors to the bathroom and the care's room are closed. And the early part of this starts with, uh, starts with Paul saying, I have to pretend this door is open and do all these things. And then as he walks through in birthday time uh, into the door that's open, it plays the sound of colliding with something. And we get a dialogue box saying, Carrie ran into the door or whatever. Yeah. And also Paul looks at this calendar and says, all right, this is either 1995 or 2017. And when he walks into the room and gets the fucked up banging and the dialogue of the yellow dialogue, which is a presumably care saying Jill, where the fuck is the, where the fuck is the disc? Where the fuck is the discovery pages and Anna talking to care. Um, and Paul saying this happened at my birthday last year. Am I getting fucking pranked? Yeah. Cause then we're getting like, we're here. We're getting like personal information that may have been, in... <sighs> the game is either supernaturally like fucking with him <laughs> and bringing up like dragging up memories that uh, Paul had from like, Pre, it is Paul, right? His it was his birthday. Yes, he recalls. Either like, yeah, it's either the the supernatural like thing is happening, or like some kind of like uh, pre pre cog like premonition shit, <laughs> like in the well, program. Remember at this yeah. at this point in in 2017 and any year beyond like 1997, it appears that this appears this is a game that Marvin is creating. I, From I'm not sure how <laughs> Marvin. <laughs> Marvin is creating current versions of this game in the modern day. Yes. Yeah. And um, he also looks up like a uh, cut ahead to Paul saying, all right, I, I through the magic of the internet. I asked if you can rewrite a CDR and everybody said, no, you dumbass." Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's no way to rewrite that data. And this is a magic trick. I don't know how that works exactly. Um, which there's a bunch of information we get out of here, which if the yellow dialogue actually is care, that means that care survived and care was care was at uh, Paul's birthday party in 2017, which makes care like 25 years old. Yeah. Um, so care was not killed by Marvin, although I guess we could say that care a was. Yeah. I mean, um, like, again, like care is a new person now in that. Yeah. Sh- like the care is a different, dead, care is a different person. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently still doesn't believe in doors. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, was... again, it could be like some weird, like traumatic shit or, or like yeah, some yeah. Guy, like, mental like uh like blind spot basically and yeah and she seems to be obsessed with pets cop because she's asking uh where is the disc it seems like jill is in possession of the disc 
or was in possession of the disc. And then also going into where the discovery page is going into the garage, finds a computer with the pets cop discovery website, which appears to be the website that was given to was on the note that was with the game that Paul was given all those years ago, back in pets cop (laughs) one entries. Jesus. So yeah, yeah, that appears to be the part of the note. And he's saying, I'm hoping I, I wish that, um, I wish, yeah, I wish that uh, I could read any of that. It's so small. This is he he recognizes this page and some stuff that was written on it. Um, and then yeah, Paul leaves uh, the bedroom and he's got to call Jill or wants to call Jill. Yeah, he wants to call Jill because Jill is mentioned explicitly in the conversation between Karen be in the dialogue that happened between Karen and Anna. Yeah, uh, and that's where it cuts out. So let's see, Pets Cop fifteen. We're back in the school with another one of the demo recording playbacks, trying to explore the upstairs. And every time that uh, every time that we seem to try and leave this poster that says girl and yeah. has a has this weird low fidelity 3D rendering of a girl and plays some weird little theme, uh, we get pulled back to it until eventually we go to a classroom in the side hallway with Marvin the player tries to enter Marvin by entering ma er um and that gives us not in table. Yeah. And Marvin says sit here for the present and introduces Tiara who is Bell. When he types Bell, her name shows up in purple and then Tiara says I am Tiara not Bell and gives gives uh the player, I'm assuming Paul, a code that says press nifty but on first player. And that gives us access to the texture editor. Right. Where yeah. Paul messes around and then writes high on the whiteboard and the video ends. Yeah. And that's where we learn that from previously, like that's how we're our speculation that it was Tiara slash bell <laughs> who was taken over tool um, because of the, the text. Like, yeah. Cause the way the text is drawn and some <laughs> other stuff. We'll see. We'll see Tiara write other stuff. Tiara seems to be the one who's editing textures elsewhere in the game earlier. Yeah. Uh, so that's Pets Cop 15. Pets Cop 16. Uh, oh, right. Pets Cop 16 was Halloween of 2018. So another right. four months of no activity. Mm-hmm. And this appears to be a uh, one. It is a very short video of... Um, no input has been detected for a long time. Keep game console running. Call provided phone number. Uh, family, neighbors, police, whoever. Uh, and burn and monitor yeah. ghost room, testing room. Yeah, it's like, and we see almost like a surveillance like thing yeah. or something. Like, and yeah, there's this orange room layout, and it shows that there's a dot. And a, when this room layout comes back every 30 seconds or so, we see the dot is in a different place. And in the last one, the dot is moving around. And then it ends. Yeah. So kind of so. getting like uh, observation, like creepy observation vibes <laughs> a little yeah. bit like. And um, I'm going to say uh, one thing I didn't. One thing that is shown on the Pets Cop wiki is that if you uh, there is we get about three or four seconds of a of some kind of blurry, darkened still frame. And if you bump up with the brightness on that a lot, it looks oh. like Marvin's garage. Yeah, actually uh, on the wiki, there is a, a screen cap of it. Yeah, that's um, the one I was looking at. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Pets Cop 17, April 20th, right. which is two years wow. after the introduction of Marvin. April 20th. Yeah, we yeah. are. We're yeah. deep in the future here. We're reaching the end. Um, yeah. 
And this is this is the first entry of what fans what fans called the Easter update because it happened April twentieth and April twenty first, twenty nineteen, which was Easter. Yeah. Um, and there's a big old dump of videos here. Um, so at this point, we start leaving the actual like device of the game behind, and we go to the menu and we go to sound test, and the player selects uh, the player scrolls through like ninety sounds which include uh, like calendar, calendar again, calendar current year, calendar 1997. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of, let's see, car pass, blah, 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 New York calendar, 2000 calendar. So, which is, uh, I think that was one. I believe this was, I believe the 2000 calendar is probably tied to Bell Tiara, which again comes into Candace Newmaker because that happened in 2000, blah, 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 blah. Um... Now, one thing interesting in here, we have a couple of other interesting sounds that we don't get played. So at some point in there, we get uh, we have a lot of unused sounds or a lot of sounds with no names. But we have Marvin message, which we know when Marvin does a text message, it makes a specific sound. Uh, we have bell message, which we know that whenever bell plays, it plays like a, a bell sound. And we have care message, which is a sound that is unused, but suggests that care is supposed to become uh, an NPC at some point. And then we get down to 84 and 85, which is care says, uh Oh, and care says bye-bye. And, uh, it plays, it plays each of these once. And then it plays, uh, care says bye-bye like 300 times in a row. Yeah. I believe it's 360 times in a row and then plays care says, uh Oh, once. And that gives us access to the developer menu or I don't know the orange menu. That's what I'm going to call it. Cause I don't know what it is exactly. The debug. Uh, they, the, apparently the wiki is calling it the debug menu. All right, so we'll call it the debug menu because that seems what it, to be what it is. And that gives us access to all the recordings. That gives us access to all of the levels, which when we go by the levels, we can go through and start scanning through recordings and also extra stuff, which appears we find later is like concept art, I think. So Room Impulse gives us all of the gives us all the stuff. We have Anna Office, Cellar, Sort Test, Gift Plane, Grave, Hallway 1, Hallway 2, House, House Bath, House Gara, Level 1 Room, Level 1 Room. And they select house, go to generation 10. And this gets into the debug thing. We know that there are 15 generations of pets cop. Yeah. And going through the Easter update, uh, we might just start kind of scrubbing through all of this because there's a lot of stuff in here that all kind of builds on uh, what I'm going to call Marvin plays. Okay. That's, uh, that's, that's fine. so. <laughs> Um, the the April update seems to go through the debug menu and largely goes through um, early play tests of the game and eventually Marvin playing the game. Yeah. So what we know is that uh, this game has had a. This is where we finally get revealed to us that the game, uh, like fully, that the game has a recording function built in. If you hadn't guessed that from the demo and how the demo replays stuff that the player has done. Yeah. Um, now, if we go to room impulse or whatever, that lets us select a room and a generation and then that allows us to scrub through all the recordings that have happened in that room for a specific generation and this is where we see all the triangle kids and the triangle kids appear to be all of the various instances that have happened at the same time going through a room and generation 10 seems to be important because that's a point that is another point where marvin was playing i think now this appears to be a guided hypnosis session of so eventually you select, uh, we scrub through a lot of recordings and eventually, uh, and this, this house in generation 10 is a weird Marvin's house, but with the gift plane background happening. And we eventually yeah. select a version, uh, a version of the guardian 
that always walks backwards. And it says a lot about, uh, I want you to retrace your steps and some other stuff. Um, it's just talking about the family, like uh, past histories and stuff. Yeah. And a girl went around here. You put out missing, you put out missing girl sign. You put out, uh, instead of missing girl signs, you put a birthday girl promising cake to the birthday girl. The birthday girl never came home. And I learned about this absurd story. I learned a lot. I spent a lot of time digging. Eventually, I found out what really happened to that girl. You want to know? Ask. And they go through, and we see a grave come up that says Lena Lesko. It's 1966 to 19 or 1968 to 1977. They didn't see her. And I haven't triple checked this, but I'm pretty sure Lena Leskowitz has the same face as Tiara. Oh, okay. Or the same face as the face we found in the windmill. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the faces all kind of look a lot the same, so I might be wrong. But Lena Leskowitz, I believe, is another girl that is another girl that Marvin kidnapped, abducted, and left in a shallow grave somewhere by the side of the road. Yeesh. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, buh, 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 buh. um, and we follow. We follow this avatar again, and eventually they run up the road and out of frame. Uh, Pets Cop 18, we go Pets Cop 18, we go through concept art, and we learn that the avatar that Paul uses is called the Guardian. We scroll through a bunch of stuff, and eventually we get 09 the house, which is Marvin's house, and it hangs on that for the rest of the video. Pets Cop 19, we go through uh, all recordings, and we start going through a bunch of recordings, starting with the earliest being Sort Test, which appears to be testing how the character interacts with being behind and moving through geometry. Yeah. Um, and we seem to be getting um, progressively later and later builds of the game. Um, the, the first few recordings like don't have, <laughs> don't have animations or sound or collision. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, and so uh, we have, I think the, what is it? We have, Mike two, which is the second recording on the disc, which it appears that Michael, uh, that Mike Hammond, I'm assuming that's the only yeah. Mike that we have in the game was play let's, testing. Let's yeah. It's, it's just Mike Hammond. <laughs> yeah. Which was playing, um, which was, he was playing the game and apparently, um, Rainer hid and East hid one of the Easter eggs or one of Mike's Easter eggs in the game, which pops up the, um, that pops up, uh, that uh, one of the eggs was in Daniel's game. What an unfair trick. Have you found in every, every egg in the office? And this leads fans to speculate that Rainer might be Daniel. And that means that Daniel Daniel is introduced in uh, in Bell's thing as um, a, as one of Tiara's. No, one of Kara's cousins, I think. I can't remember. Daniel is introduced uh, somewhere else. Hey, uh, oh, right. In, in, the, in the retread that. one. That's where it is. Yeah. I'm looking at like some text here saying that... Uh... Mentions the developer named Daniel, who is related to Marvin, Anna, Jill, and Carrie Mark. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, like also in the retread video, we learned that Carrie's actual name is Carrie Mark. Yeah. But again, she would become Care because that's the only thing you can create in this game's fucked up chat system. Yeah, in its gamepad language, as it apparently is being called. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. Um. Yeah. And we don't know any of these other people. We know. We know Anna. We know Anna and Marvin from early on. We know Aunt Jill. Thomas has never shown up. Daniel seems to be in there. I guess I don't know what the significance that Rainer is Daniel has is. I guess if he is, then great. Uh, yeah, we it don't, just means we don't that, like we don't know fuck all about Daniel or Rainer beyond. Well, we don't know fuck all about Daniel, and if he is, if he is that, I I don't know what it changes. Yeah, it just means that he's part of the family, and 
the creator of this whole game. Yeah. <laughs> or the initial creator of the game. Um, um, yeah. And then we go through a bunch of other stuff. Um, the rest of this is other recordings of various playtests by um, by Bell, James, Phil, Amber, etc. I think the Amber one might actually be because it's the Amber puzzle and they found a way you can soft lock the game. Yeah. Uh, and then Petscop 20, which is uh, the last significant uh, entry in the Easter update, appears to be all recordings of Marvin playing the game starting at Gen 6 because... It looks like Gen right. 5. Gen 5 has the final you caught every pet pet except Toneth who isn't here yet. So I believe Gen 5 is where Pets Cop, the gift plane, ended development and where Mike Hammond died. And then where Rainer started basically making uh, he started making a game hell. to, to <laughs> torment or to, to torment Marvin and dedicate itself to Mike. Yeah. And it seems like he's forcing Marvin to play the game here. Uh, because we get MVM, I think, which I'm assuming that's Marvin. I don't know. Um, I, I've been calling Marvin this, uh, I've been calling the player in this whole, in all the recordings in this Marvin. And it yeah. seems like this is directed specifically at Marvin. And this is where we get all the, all the things for, uh, the new maker, all the, all the specific Marvin entries in the new maker plane. Um, <clears throat> I know Marvin goes around the gift plane and keeps checking options. He gets stuck in Ronit's room and it's apparent that he has the code because after a while of fucking around, he eventually enters it, gets on the new maker plane and starts moving around. And we start getting a bunch of auto recordings of him moving around the new maker plane. Um, and uh, every eventually on the new maker plane, it says I've added this brick building and I've given you an increase in speed. Um, so you can search it faster there's a grave here. I want to find the grave. I know that you know where the grave is, etc. And so this is where um, it seems like Rainer is doing what Paul will eventually do later, is that Rainer wants to find this grave, which I believe yeah. belongs to Lena Letzkowitz. Um, especially since, like, I don't think that we don't get past Generation 8, and Generation 10 is where I want you to retread your steps, and Lena Letzkowitz's grave pops up. Yeah. Uh, this is also where we're introduced to all. This is where we also get the the explicit mention of everything that was censored, which is the caskets. Yes. Yeah. So we have um, casket four is the first one introduced, which is one we do not see until like the final entry, um, which is some something that he wrote on a chalkboard and shows to kids, I guess. And then we have casket three, which is the fucked up stencils that he put around the house and that Rainer helped. Anna paint over. Yep. Uh, casket two is the fucked the up red. red pyramid thing. Yep. We're not sure what it was. And casket one, I believe, is the vase that showed up in Kara's room, but with Michael's eyebrows. Yeah. And uh, it starts, and then we see uh, Marvin goes to Tool and tries to ask it, uh, "Did you dig?" But then ends up typing, "Did you find Lena?" Which seems to betray that Marvin knows that Lena is dead and buried. Yeah. And who is your boss? I don't know. What year is it? Uh, shows, uh, I believe it shows the green calendar, which suggests that it's 1997. Um, and then goes to, then goes to the camera. And this is where we see that in generation eight, Marvin has control of the camera and he takes it way, 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 way up. And we hear some faint child's voice 
and then he starts going way, 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 way down, and he's able to actually like clip the camera through the floor and yeah, into yeah. the tool room, and he's able to turn the camera around, and we see another gift plane block behind the in in a just out of outside of the loading zone in the tool room, and then Marvin pauses, and then whoever's playing the demo playback pauses, <sighs> and then Petscop twenty one. I don't know. It's called <laughs> Care Dancing Two Signs and or Care Dancing Sign Gen Eight, and it's the player avatar moving between two signs for three minutes, and that's the entire video. I feel like it was probably like, I mean, aside of just being nothing, because Petscop. Um, I this feel is like the only one that doesn't have a recording because that's all it is, or it doesn't have a yeah. transcript because that's all it is. Yeah, like I feel like this might have just been like somebody, tr- like either Paul or whoever, trying to basically like use a code. Maybe I have no idea. But that, yeah, that's the only thing I could come up with when they were doing the care dancing sign thing. I was like, okay, it yeah. it, it it doesn't outstay its welcome. <laughs> so yeah, it's the one entry. Yeah. Um. So then we get into the final series of videos here that were all uploaded September first, twenty nineteen, except yeah. for I guess um uh, the, the sound except for except for soundtrack, which turns out has actual stuff in it. We didn't think it did. Yeah. Um. So hits up. 20, Pets Cop 29 Pets Cop 22. So this is all uh, this is all auto recordings. We get no more commentary from Paul and I think I know why. Um okay. So this is Generation 8 which I thought was Marvin but did we get information um oh right. This is um we do get commentary from Paul in this one I forgot. Yeah, this is the one. Yeah, right. This is the says, one that he, actually... he says uh, no, I'm not recording, but we hear a phone call <laughs> happening. Yeah. But it appears that he wasn't recording the game because this is an auto recording playing back. So I think he says, oh, I got hit by that car. I don't know what happened. I, I wonder if I can recreate that. Maybe something. And then. Um, but the game was recording. The, the game that's, was that's... recording. And then he <laughs> but... plays and then he plays back the recording and he gets that. Yeah. Um, and he says, TR is not in the room. And he's like, what do you mean? Of course, I'll have to verify that. And he goes through. He go, becomes the shadow monster and walks into the road and gets hit by a car and has no further control. And yeah. then Tiara shows up in the middle of the road and we see Tiara's face keep changing. And Paul seemingly gets closer and closer to the screen and keeps saying, what do you want? What do you want? Why are you standing there? Do you want me to do something? What is it? What is it? What is it? Yeah. Like he's becoming um, a little bit unhinged from the whole event. Yeah. And then we go to a, demo of the car driving into the school we follow uh we're in the generation kind of time recording switching mode and we follow a triangle kid that becomes the guardian um and they try to open uh the locker which we've seen happen before i think yeah they go into the room turns out the girl poster is actually the entrance into the counselor's room and we get this weird sequence that I don't know how to dis- I of, of them playing Grave Robber, which is a game that I don't understand the rules, but it appears to have explicit relationships to Pets Cop. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure who the counselor is supposed to be. I think the counselor, the counselor could be Rainer or the counselor could be Marvin. I'm not sure. I was which. thinking probably Marvin just like again, because you like, but it yeah. follows it follows specifically about digging up graves and that I don't know what the other player's goal is. The other player seems to have the goal to retrace their steps. I'm not sure. But there's three graves, and one of them appears to be given where the windmill is placed, one of them appears to be Lena's grave, one of them is Mike's grave, 
And then there's yep. one grave way the fuck up north who I don't know who it is. That might be Marvin's grave. Fuck me if I know. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure if the counselor is Marvin or Rainer in this case, because it could be Rainer because Rainer was very obsessed with finding Marvin's victims and digging them up. That's true. Yeah. So it could be either. I don't know. But that seems to be the there's a lot of stuff about at some point in here. It says, are you right handed or you don't know? Oh, you're left handed because you use your left hand or right. I use my right hand. But to me, my right hand is your left hand. And when they say that, suddenly all the directions that the characters use in the game become reversed or what's recording. I don't know. I I cannot. I don't understand what's happening in this grave robber section to save my fucking life. But I understand that the graves are Marvin's victim and where they're placed in relation to the windmill is where they are in the new maker plane approximately. Um. And then uh, the player quits the game, goes to the school basement, and the recording ends. Right. Which takes us to Petskov 23. 23, yeah. Um, so we are on another demo that plays out. And Petskov, so Petskov 23 is what I'm going to call the finale, as it were. Um, with the demo going through the school, and we find that in the upper floor of the school, we get Garolina, and there's a big piece surrounded by a bunch of small pieces which apparently is the boss later on. We find out and using the tool cursor, um, we take 20 pieces, remove the boss and kill the music. And we go through a door, which takes us to a classroom that has five words on a chalkboard that are censored out. We don't know what they are, but we know they're important to Marvin and whatever the fuck Marvin was doing. Um, and then Marvin shows up and asks Paul, uh, uh, assuming what room he is in. Yeah. And there's eight rooms on the wall. And when Paul goes to room one, this is the same layout as the room that appears in the Halloween update. And Paul runs around in circles in front of that. Marvin writes, thanks. Here I come. Paul writes, no, no, no. And then starts typing a word that is never, that is never finished. And this is speculation here. Yeah. I think Marvin killed Paul. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I I mean, definitely get like the sense of like, he's, let mm-hmm. he's told Marvin where he is, kind he's of. Told thing. Marvin where he so. is, and he's saying no, don't come. And his message and, and his message finishes. Yeah. And we hold on a screen where nothing happens for a very very long time. Yeah. And this is why I think we don't have any commentary from Paul from this point forward. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Um, and then eventually Marvin takes control back and leaves the room. Um, Tiara comes in and says, "I'm sorry." And this is where. Again, we lean heavily into the supernatural. I'm playing in the space here. And player says help. Player says help. So I think Paul is dead. And now Paul, the is, game. Paul is alive as the avatar. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> and then Tiara says, I'm sorry. Paul says help. And Tiara uses her uh, uses her texture editor to write the combination to the locker on the blackboard. Yeah which Paul examines. He uses it. He opens the lock and inside is an Easter egg and a letter to Tiara. Let's go. It's from her mom. Um, I believe it says like, uh, congratulations on your new life or something. Let me, uh, yeah, the message is your new life letter. Yeah. Uh, you were off to school today. I miss you. I love you so much. I will miss you so much when you are set off to school for the day. I will be waiting for you when you get home. I will be on the lawn, a lawn chair in the driveway waiting for the bus to drop you off every day. I am so happy to see you come home and tell me what you learned. I hope everybody treats you 
with love and respect. Love you forever, no matter what, mommy. <laughs> I'm also gonna check one thing. I just noticed there's a thing in the sound. There's a thing in the. Let me check a thing at 4:12 here. There's a thing I noticed in the transcript that I might have missed before. Um, yeah, see, I did not clue in that like Paul might be dead. I just thought that like Paul might be getting hunted down now by Marvin. <laughs> so there's a thing also here that apparently at some point in here on the texture in one of the textures around 412 it's uh there's a message from tiara there there's a message in pink yeah. that says push bed against door against hidden door yeah which Player closes room one view. Yeah. yeah i can't see that in the video though and mm. i don't know where it would be written because i'm trying to find this and i can't yeah and i'm gonna do a quick look for what hmm which one is uh, that for? It says four twelve, and there's apparently something that says "push bed against hidden door." I don't know where this says. I don't. I I can't find this. Oh, is it the? Hang on, it's on the uh on the um the chalkboard, isn't it? What? But like, fuck me if I can't. I can't read that. Where Where did you say it was? Sorry. You okay, so there. I'm doing. So at four twelve, um, right after four twelve, it cuts back to the the classroom. And there's writing on the chalkboard. Is that? That's Marvin's writing, though. That's, that's Marvin's writing stuff. Yeah. Is this? Yeah, because I'm not seeing I don't, anything. Yeah, I don't know where this is supposed to be written, but apparently that's a thing that's here. I don't know if I can. I I can't see this anywhere. But that I guess that's Tiara trying to leave a message to Paul to protect him from Martin from Marvin. Yeah. So anyway, my thought is that so that's my thought here is Marvin kills Paul, and now Paul only exists in Pets Cop. Yeah. Um, Tiara then gives him the thing. He opens up the letter, your new life letter. Mommy loves you forever, etc. Yeah. Um, Paul goes to the basement and he enters into a room with six very specific sprites on and a hole in the floor. And he pushes in. Um, I can't remember what he pushes in now, but when he pushes in three of the things, he opens up a door and he can find care B. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He pushes a frame, a photo frame into the pit. Yeah. And that opens it. Uh, and the photo, I think, is of a, a kid. Yeah, I don't know who the kid in the photo is. Um, yeah, it could it's be. It's low fidelity. I think it might be a photo of Paul. I'm That's really what fucking, I was thinking. I'm really fucking yeah. stretching because he looks at that frame for a long time. Yeah. And then, uh, and again, this is, I think this is, so I believe the Care B description is written by Rainer. And this is, again, um, although who knows, um, it might be written by Marvin. Uh this ties into the this ties into the grave robber game. Yeah. Where they won't give me a picture of her now. They're all scattered in graves and I'm a piece of shit. Here I go. Um and Yeah, that then, definitely sounds like Marvin talking. Yeah, that might yeah, this might all be Marvin. Um so um uh once he has Care B, he goes through and he finds the machine under the school. Yeah. He puts Care B in and turns the thing and then also inserts five hundred pieces or inserts all the pieces he has, and then he starts playing the Needles piano, and Marvin wants him to play Stravinsky's Septet, but instead he plays what the subtitles on this episode called Paul's Theme. And remember, that's the other important thing from the Grave Robber game. Yeah. Um, the Grave Robber game is where the game started putting Paul's name in red. And when right. Paul starts playing the Needles piano and plays something else, all of his notes become red. So suddenly it's Paul. It's or... Paul... Yeah, it's Paul playing some other music, and that appears to have fucked up Marvin's plan. Yeah, 
Yeah, because he he's trying to stop him, and then he goes running uh, off off screen. Yeah, he goes running somewhere for some reason, and then Paul flips the machine around again, and there's another Easter egg which he puts in Tiara's locker. He goes to the he goes to the garage, and the garage door opens. Yeah, and then that is seemingly the end of Pets Cop. Yeah, because the night uh, <clears throat> night new maker plane brightens, screen turns white, loading screen end. Yeah. And then we go uh, Pets Cop 24 is apparently credits yeah. question mark with a message from Anna to Mike. Hi, Michael, consider this your birthday card. Uh, I heard how many kids were coming. I was impressed. Thank your brother for letting you and your friends play games all day and making you so popular. Thank you to your auntie for making this possible. Uh, but happy seventh. I'm sorry I couldn't be here. Uh, hopefully my gift makes up for it. Carrie helped pick it out. Thank her. Opening gifts. A lot of fun. Uh, P.S. Don't shake the box. Yeah, which is our indication from whatever Petscop it was earlier with the dog mention yeah. that it was actually a puppy. And then the last part is yeah. the last part is apparently uh, is Petscop soundtrack, which the last three minutes of it have a section where we see Paul uh, and Tiara talking. Yeah. And Tiara says, let's go investigate. And they go up and out of frame. So they, I guess, go to a they're still in the game trying to s- stop things. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Or they're just there now together. Yeah. So that's as far as I can think happened. There's a lot of loose ends. There's a lot of shit. I can't explain. I don't know what happened to Marvin. I Whew. think <laughs> so. I think what happened is Marvin wanted Paul to put care in the game. Yeah, because it's apparent that care was supposed to become an NPC, but instead Paul put himself in the game. And fucked up Marvin's plan. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And and the whole game was and it was at the least initially. Game, so uh, I've yeah. got yeah I've yeah. got up I've got like a page of theory here. I've explained most of it okay. already. Yeah. So it Which, seems like it was... way, get, Sorry. First off, thank mm-hmm. you for going so in depth on this, <laughs> like diving into this like a Cthulhu investigator. <laughs> Yeah, so oh, Jesus. actually, I don't think there's anything I've said here that I haven't said before. Um, yeah, everything I wrote here, I've, I've said before anyway. So it seems. Yeah, so that's as far as I can make it out. There's shit I don't understand. I don't know. It, and like that, that's as much as I can understand about this. Yeah, well, like you said, there's a lot of negative space in here to play with. And like, that's probably why there's so many like theories on it and conjecture <laughs> yeah because there's a there's there's a, a a lot of breadcrumbs and most of them don't go anywhere yeah so this is as much as i can think of um yeah this is as much as i've been able to get about pets cop through watching it again i will say like the first time i went through this it was fucking it, it was uh, i hated it because it, <laughs> it was so slow and it nothing seemed connected and now that I've been able to go through like all 24 episodes in the course of like two days, it's like, oh, this all makes sense. Kind of. Yeah. It's kind of the reverse of slender vlogs sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Where like a slender vlog, uh, like at least a, a majority of them, you really do appreciate them when they're parsed out in like every in increments. Whereas if you like, at least my experience when I've tried to like marathon them for our show, mm-hmm. um, they ju- there's a lot the, the, some of the magic gets lost yeah whereas in this one it seems like i don't know if i would have been able to have 
I don't know if I would have stayed uh, attentive to this show, to this, to this uh, series, uh, if I had been like keeping with it. Like I probably would have waited, like we, like I did, and just when I fr- found out that it was over, then go back and just re- like watch all of it. Like, yeah. So yeah, uh, that's as much as I've been able to get about it. Um, there's probably a lot more said, and there's probably uh, other theories, but that's that's as much as I can get. That that's as much as I know. And as I don't know, it it made sense the second time going around, which is fucking uh, wild, insane. Yeah, <laughs> and I like we 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 found some like at least pretty pretty solid, like not too shaky evidence to support like some of it. Mm-hmm. Like the um, I yeah, like it's got to be like so the game was ma- so Rainer or Daniel made Petscop as a game had a lot of playtest kids and stuff of like that do it. Yeah, he was then, gonna. It was he was gonna make like this whole pet catching game. Yeah, and, Mike, and then yeah, sorry. Go then ahead. his um his brother uh who was also playtesting uh went missing slash died um definitely died um and Rainer accused Marvin of doing it uh, a cousin or a relative and basically I guess found some like a lot of shit about Marvin and his like activities with, with with abducting children and abusing them in a school made the made the second layer of this game and forced marvin to play it and then marvin um was either died and put, got put into the game or was just transferred into the game somehow as like a like a cyber hell or a digital or like a playstation hell and then we get to paul who has been given the game and he's clearly a a, a relative or a member of the family and as he goes on like exp- like checking out the game he starts unraveling this whole thing and marvin is in the game and he's reworked it to, to uh, for his own ends to try and catch care and other people into the game and make them npcs so that he can um i guess torment them or abuse them like he was be- like he was doing before yeah something um, like that it's and he tell. he maybe gets paul at the end but then paul fucks with his plans um and like uh either he wants his he wants his daughter yeah he wants his daughter like that's clear like marvin marvin's daughter care because he's abducted her in the past um like before petscop um and then so he's been trying to get her to uh, be in the game maybe care is maybe care is the other is is paul's friend i think i don't know the thing in the soundtrack seems to suggest that um the thing in the soundtrack, because remember, um, Paul's friend isn't family. Paul's friend right, yeah. doesn't have a portrait. Care definitely has a portrait because she's yeah, part of the true. family. Yeah. So the other possibility, and I, we never know who Paul's friend is. I can't find any theories about who Paul's friend is. And I don't know if it's important who's Paul, who Paul's friend is. Yeah. Um, it seems like once uh, there's a very, very far-fetched thing that Paul's friend could be Belle or Tiara. Yeah, that's true. Because um, when they meet up in the when they meet up in the soundtrack, one of the things she says is, "Let's go investigating." Yeah, and that's, that's yeah. a fucking. I'm I'm reaching at straws though, like really far there. Well, uh, again, that's kind of been the nature of Petscop is, <laughs> um, I think <laughs> is it's just all it's it. There's not there's a lot of blank blank space and a lot of like room there to like theorize and conjecture. There's no solid footing um, to this narrative. Yeah um yeah <laughs> um it might also yeah. be someone who knows tiara because he says yeah tiara's not here now she's normally here and he says what do you mean of course 
Yeah, that's true. Like it might be some. Uh, yeah, I, I guess the windmill is like like the coordinates to the windmill were right. We, we actually we skipped over that. I yeah, we skipped over. Found... Yeah, so there's coordinates of windmill that they find, and like it's all censored. But like you hear in a conversation with with Paul uh, when they're not recording in quotes that um it's like a that, stone slab. Yeah, and he's trying to figure out how he's saying like maybe we can figure out how big it is and we can try and figure out how big a tile in this game is because if we know where things are in the real world that'll help us find stuff in the game yeah um so like maybe they're trying to also like find where the graves are or like so yeah something like that uh, um yeah it it definitely feels like um like an arg slender vlog kind of thing um I feel like it did fall down um, a rabbit hole of like being cryptic for no reason other than to be cryptic. Yeah, but like it, the there's a point in there where I had that revelation about the clues, but also just like I don't know, death of the author, etc. I'm just making up my own shit at this point. Yeah, and again, I will say that uh, I had um I had a revelation when I when I took all that when I took the the phonetic stuff um and managed to figure out the player was trying to write marvin and that was a thing i hadn't had since i fucking played frog fractions 2 <laughs> that 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 uh endorphin uh fix <laughs> or yeah, that uh, final that, that final puzzle where you realize where you figure out how to fucking talk to that frog yeah um in the language that is fucking nonsense and you have to figure out entirely through context yeah also i don't know i have i have translated the the half of the word that paul was writing and i don't know where it's going what was he what was it uh he wrote da but a as an ah oh does... shit um as in dad yeah which i think is leading people to think that paul is care's twin brother i don't know maybe but he says he says also i uh, i don't remember anybody going missing i think i knew this girl maybe which that's i mean i've seen i've heard of cases where like if you're that young and they went missing like you don't remember them that's possible yeah but care's still alive like yeah that's true when she's 25 so like um so i don't know um (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's i mean we were kids i don't know but yeah so he tight so he hits uh let's see he hits r2 start table which r2 start is d and yeah. R two R two start square, which R two start is the square is a, and there's no input that starts with square. So it's at least as be far as I know, like there, because I mean, could, if it, yeah, there's nothing yeah. else in here that that I can find that it could be. Yeah, because so I'm like I'm I'm thinking just like as a like for as a word like if it was an O, it would be like I I would assume it would be like no don't don't yeah but like but no but dad, no it's a like, yeah <laughs> da. I don't that. Yeah. There's not a lot of words I can think of that are, that would be DA unless he's like saying, damn it. But yeah, I, I don't know. So it could be dad. Yeah. I don't know why it would be. I don't know why it would be dad. Um, Honestly, the whole, like my, my whole thing with like him calling it the family, like sounds really weird to me for some reason, like almost kind of culty a little bit, but that's also really conjecture on just like yeah. how somebody says like or calls their family so yeah i think he, i think when he says the family he is referring to a literal family yeah and, and then yeah, yeah we've and, got yeah and, and the rest of that is as um that said like some of the stuff i know Mar the way that marvin writes sometimes is weird because he doesn't use the ass symbol to write and 
he uses the he uses the combination for uh that would make it that would make an a sound but the okay. game still accepts it as and and i don't know why huh because it's the same button combination that he uses to to make the a sound in play huh. so uh, yeah i don't know fuck me <laughs> yeah it's it's a cryptic arg game <laughs> thing yeah um and like i said it sprouted so many theory crafting like shows on another on a bunch of different channels so yeah i know it's a it's a fucking mystery box um matt pat's gonna make a billion dollars off of this like he did off five nights of freddy's yep uh this is the world we live in <laughs> and yeah uh oh yeah tiara leskowitz right she was reborn as uh or that's who candace. bell was reborn as candace newmaker yeah and yeah so that's all I have that I can really say about that's all I can really say about Petscop. Um, it had fair. a lot of it had a lot of interesting stuff in it, and I don't I understand it about as well as I understand the ending of the Twin Peaks. Which <laughs> yeah, I can I can I can say stuff just beyond the surface level, and I'm like fuck me if I know what it means or why. In the case of Twin Peaks, though, that's intentional. Because it's maybe in the case Lynch. Of, maybe in the case of Pets Cop, it's intentional. Maybe yeah. fuck you. I'm making this for me. This cake's for cake, boss. I mean, to be fair, it literally was made for like it wasn't made for an audience. It seemed like, like the from yeah. the get go, this has been like kind of narratively like established to be um, a private conversation investigation that was brought to the public be by a third party. Yeah, um, like I remember even in some of the comments in the mid of like mid entries. Um, like the descriptor was saying that um, uh, they had to persuade Paul to keep going with it, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like it's almost like it's I, it's we're kind of getting as an audience like watching these and like trying to figure out what the hell's going on. We're getting like an outsider context. Like we don't we, this the the our viewpoint or our audience was not the intended audience. It was for like somebody else, uh, like as they worked out an investigation on yeah. something. It, so it's yeah. So it's this really. It's a. It is a. It's a. It is a found footage thing, not dissimilar from. It's a. It is a found footage thing, not dissimilar from like Marble Hornets, and yeah. that we're catching someone's recordings of their investigation, and we have to assert some ideas. Yeah, like there are, uh, and there are definitely like. Slender vlogs and found footage films that have done this kind of thing, like this, gone this obscure, this obtuse. Um, yeah, I'm. I can't, I'm trying to remember one that's gone this obtuse, like, like one that like, where it's like this was not intended to be like picked up by anybody else. Um, yeah. But I can't think of any at the moment. Um, yeah, no, it's it's so from an immersion uh, like immersion level kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like it, it works for that. I just, It's like if Marple Hornets never stopped being Joseph's tapes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because starting season two, it becomes Troy is I'm recording this and I'm posting it publicly because if I die, I want there to be a record of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> but like, Where's it's the... like if, if Marble Hornets was nothing was absolutely one. nothing but Joseph. Yeah. Where, yeah. yeah. Where it was all of uh, or Alex Crowley's um, was the character. Um, right. It was his like, yeah, like his slender, like his like uh, Marble Hornets tapes that like the fr- from like the failed um college video film that they were making to like the slender his own private like slender investigations and then um jay is the is troy's character um, right discovering um 
the tapes in, like going out into the woods and finding a pit with tapes in them, like hidden by some proxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it basically, it's, it's this, it's that part. It's basically like season one of Marvel Hornets mixed heavily with uh, the to the arc stuff, which yeah. was the weird cryptic bullshit puzzle game or puzzle at uh, videos. Um, now, would you, would you, have, here's a question. Would you have, if you could go back in time and tell your, your, uh, your past self, either watch this or don't would you <laughs> or which one would you do i would not have watched this again if it, if i wasn't doing it for a podcast that's fair yeah i had i had such a fucking sour taste in my mouth about pets cop originally because i when it was coming out as few and far between as it was and i wasn't taking notes or trying to like like i i, I was really interested in i was trying to figure out the mystery for a long time but there weren't enough clothes for us to work with and it was com- an episode came out like once every seven months and it's like yeah Fuck this. I, I, I got better things to do with my time and, and that's exactly like why i think a lot of the slender vlogs died out like i remember a couple of of those vlogs uh that were clearly just done because they were fans of like marble hornets and all the other ones and they wanted to try and like in- add on to the 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 slender mythos the um the yeah. slender verse um but like i watched a handful of those ones that were just like they went they were basically just somebody with a camera out in like behind their house and with like found footage i could just yeah. have to take a camera and point it at my feet yeah and just show and then or like there was a couple that were done like weren't there a they, couple they, that they had to end because people like and started like finding where they lived yeah um there was at least one or two that i remember where like yeah they started getting stalkers um and like uh there were some that were like again like only like a handful of entries they had an interesting starting premise but they didn't know where to go after that like they didn't they clearly didn't plan it out um past like five entries even mm-hmm. And so it just kind of fell apart and they stopped uh, posting. Yeah. Um, like there's a lot of the, like a, the, it's the, the vlog genre kind of suffers a lot from that where like, they just kind of want to do a spontaneous, like post, like go out and record like found footage and like add something creepy in it, like either pre or post um, or in pre or in post uh, production. Um, and then post it on YouTube and make and make and get tons of notoriety because it's like Marvel Hornets and every man did it. And yeah. Tribe 12 did it. And like the, all the big, the, the top five slender vlogs did it really well. So like, maybe we can be like the top yeah. 10,000 viewership kind of things. Cause that was like the top five ones were like basically the ones that made it um, over 10,000 like subscribers or 10,000 like views per like entry kind of thing. Yeah. But also, yeah, a, there's a long list of slender vlogs that didn't make it past like a handful of entries because they didn't have a plan <laughs> of where they were going. And right. when I first started watching Petscop, I I kind of got that 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 feeling, um, like that initial idea that like they they had a, an initial premise and then they they deviated or they got lost in it, um, or they got lost in the weeds essentially, mm-hmm. um, until you like kind of brought it up that like it sounds it seems like they might have had. Uh, an overarching plot or maybe they were able to cobble one together uh like to 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 what is it nail the landing yeah that thing to peg the landing whatever <laughs> um that kind of thing but yeah that middle section was like it i'm not gonna be lie it, it kind of slogged on for me that i was like oh yeah i know <laughs> like it was just there was just so much that was happening and none of it seemed related and that's because like you had to pull fucking disparate details from ancient ancient videos to make yeah. it all work like like we kept bringing up in the in the rundown like you had to you have to you had to make sure you remember shit from like petscop 4 in petscop 21 <laughs> like how, like yeah. i we we watched it like over the course of like 
a couple of days and like we still like i didn't catch it until we do, were doing the rundown and like you were bringing things together because like once i finished like watching all of it i was like oh man i what did i just watch <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like this is my second time watching it i had notes and a lot of it is okay yeah like I think I told you, like, I okay, I think I understand what happened in 23. I'm still super fuzzy on it. Like, yeah, that and that seems to be the 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 kind of uh, the motif of Petscop is like, I think I understand it now. Maybe it's uh, also, really shaky I had ground. A, also, realizing now, if we want to go off the Rainer is Daniel thing. Yeah, I don't know why he'd be writing this, but it could be possible that the, the, the incomplete word is Daniel. Oh, yeah um yeah Which again one, i don't know why i wouldn't have registered but yeah i don't know why you would have wrote that i don't know why you would have wrote daddy so either way yeah it's, it's, a, yeah, it's like some revelation that like marvin was in fact paul's dad or something but yeah i don't know uh <laughs> all right but he knows that i mean here's one thing he knows like marvin's house although he was apparently he's apparently been there at some point, because he knows Marvin's garage and he know and he recognizes the computer and the website. Like, there's a lot of yeah, stuff like, happening in here. Well, and Paul's I, clearly some... part of the family, and so is Marvin's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pets cop! Pets cop. That's what I know. That's, <laughs> that's the best I can I can figure. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, do you have anything else to say before we kind of drop or like hand this one off to the uh, the other guys? <laughs> No, I don't have anything for the time being. Like yeah. I, I've said everything I could, and then some. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you for your your delve, your deep dive into like the rundown, the deciphering the the what was it like three hour, four hours last night of like deciphering the. Uh, uh, the I think uh, it took me language. like I think it took me like twenty thirty minutes maybe. To okay. Because I thankfully I had the transcript. If I had to go through the videos and try oh, to God. put that together. Because the transcript, having the transcript gave me some things I could work off of and some sounds I could start placing. And once I had like four or five sounds, I could build the rest of the alphabet. Yeah, I, I think this is another case of like the the community also really helps with like the wiki and stuff like that, because you can actually like you, you're not just like uh, alone with the videos. You can actually go and like see what other people have like come up with or found mm-hmm. um, of, of other people. Basically, like crowd, you can crowdsource the uh, the, the mystery a little bit. Basically, yeah. And that's our rundown. So, sorry guys, that was a little bit ex- extensive. That was a long one. <laughs> Took almost as long as watching those videos. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, this is going to be an extra long episode, guys. I hope you're prepared. Um, you can tell by the rundown stuff. Um, so, I have a drinking game for Petscop. Do Yes. <laughs> However... This being our 300th episode, I'm not drinking alone. So, I have, as a special uh, gift to my fellow hosts, <laughs> I have bought you both a gift. Wow! You're gonna kill me! <laughs> uh, Mikey, the says for evil, gamer in yellow, thank you for putting up with my bullshit <laughs> for all these episodes. This isn't just for Petscop. This is also like just as a thank you for oh, okay. like being on the show for as long as you guys have been and tolerating mm-hmm. my my BS <laughs> and shenanigans. 
There's been limited BS. Yeah. Mainly well, around April Fool's episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I just thought like I, you, I, I needed. I wanted to to uh, show my appreciation for you guys. Uh, and Matt, if you're listening, don't worry. You're getting something at Gen Con. Ooh. Well, thank uh, you very much. Yeah, appreciate it. So, my uh, the the pet scop drinking game. Memo. Um, do we want to bring up the pet scop drinking game here? I I guess I would be interested in in hearing what the what you have here. Okay. Well, I it only like yeah. I only got about five of them. Because like at a certain point, there's I was not, like, there's I, not a lot. There's not a lot in Pets Cop, and also there's a point yeah. where like, well, okay, this is anything somebody yeah. could do. Like and, it's like, oh, the, take a take a drink every time the camera cuts. It's like I could put that on anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, this is like the uh, this also uh, four of them are at least are like from like the first ten entries or wherever Paul like stops talking. Um, yeah. So it's the first one is every time Paul says interesting, <laughs> take mm. a drink. Uh, every time something happens after extended amounts of sitting and waiting in game, so like mm. every time there's a massive long like wait period, and then something happens as a result of just waiting, like the Far Cry Four ending or uh, secret ending, oh, where right, if you yeah. you wait 15 minutes at the end at the beginning of the game, the the big bad actually comes back and like nicely brings you to like the ending and then tells you to uh, to like restart the game and and start and, and play the game for real. <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, God, that reminds me. Also, you know the. Um, Do you ever listen to the commentary for Portal Two? Uh yes. I. I uh, where you uh, apparently that the ending where you put a portal on the moon that was originally a secret ending. Oh really? Yeah. Where uh, there was, it was like an idea they had where you could look out the window of the Aperture Science Building. And you could shoot a portal to the moon and it would kill you and it would give you a secret ending that had its own credits theme. Oh my god. And it was so obtuse and it was like and eventually they're like, why don't we just make this the actual ending? Yeah, because it was such a good ending. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Uh, then we have uh, every time Paul says, what? Yeah. <laughs> like whenever anything weird happened or like even like at the end, like near the yeah. end, where he was like, where the guy, or the sprite kept doing the eyebrow thing or the eye like movement thing, I was and just like, what? What do you want? What? 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 I was like, god damn it! <laughs> just yeah, I'm gonna say like, I think that's a pretty reasonable reaction to a lot of the things that happened. That's in this true. Game. Yeah, it's just the fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like, and to his credit, like he does react like somebody would normally react to something. Yeah. Like okay, I guess that's one game. thing I can say here that. The production for this, even if the writing was what it was, the production for this is is consistent. Yeah, Paul. Uh, Paul always sounds very convincing about what he's doing, and he sounds about as bewildered as he should, or as like weirdly confident as he should, as he starts going through the mystery. And I gotta say, the thing that impressed me most of all in the puzzle that is going to keep me guessing to the end is how they made Petscop because. There's a yeah. lot of hallmarks to what a PlayStation game looks like. I think you can do it in something like Unity, but they had to have a lot of research to to make. Uh, I'm going to say what they said about South Park to stick a truth. It takes a lot of work to make something look that bad. <laughs> I mean, I, again, like I have seen I've been uh, on my Twitter feed lately. Um, I've been finding and um, hunting down a lot of like there's a, apparently a big like or there's a, a community out there for like ps1 era horror games and stuff like that mm -hmm. that people are like making games 
the, in that style like yeah uh, the spawning around like uh, uh, it came out of me like looking for like uh, slime or uh swampy ghosts uh like images of like his siren head monster and like long horse mm-hmm. and somebody made a ps1 retro game of siren head huh. um and it and and like that basically was the ra- the the rabbit hole i went down of like other twitter posters who are indie game designers who are making like ps1 horror games like yeah in that in that style so i mean like that that community's out there doing yeah like, i mean there's like, definitely like there's definitely a low poly community i guess yeah. uh, and i i guess if you partner with somebody that knows how to make playstation ass looking textures like yeah that that's the big thing is like getting the playstation had a very like the playstation had a very distinct and crunchy style to it because of the way that it did a uh, skew and perspective yeah and that's a that's a weird hallmark to try and do like that's that is a hard hallmark to try and hit and pets cop managed to hit that even so they got somebody who fucking understands how to make shit look like playstation yeah uh, i would actually be really it'd be really funny if like uh at some point down in this year like maybe april 1st or uh whenever like uh the anniversary is for petscop mm-hmm. um there's a petscop game that gets released <laughs> i know that the according to i believe according to the wiki they're working on okay. a petscop there the, the the community is working on one okay yeah that doesn't surprise me <laughs> i can't remember what it's called but there is some kind of fan game that is in the works that i think they're talking about on their discord but i can't remember ah cool um yeah. all right sorry going back to the uh, the drinking game <laughs> um so my other my last two ones uh are every time paul starts ta- uh talking to someone specifically who is presumably watching the videos thus giving us a one-sided conversation yeah um Essentially, you're wanting to kill me by tomorrow. Maybe (laughs) what you're wanting to do. And then finally, this is why I gave it to you after you finished watching. Oh, I see. Um, (laughs) Demo. And my final one, uh, which I have a pre uh, a warning for this one: do not use hard liquor for this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every time an entry has Paul not talking and is just cryptic and weird. Yeah, I mean that's the whole series. Yeah. But I mean, like, by the middle section of the story, this, this, I was just kind of like basically just getting that kind of rigmarole. So that's my thing with that. However, I have given you guys Kraken, so good luck, guys. Yeah. Well, let's see. It's not bad because it takes, what, six hours to watch all the videos? About six hours, yeah. So, yeah, it's doable. That, that stuff's pretty frequent, though. <laughs> Let's be real. At least the first, like, like the the first couple are actually the fir- in the first ten entries. Like, we're actually observations from the first ten entries. Like Paul saying, like every time like something weird happened, he's like, interesting. Or like whenever something like shocking would happen, he's like, what? <laughs> but th- there's that one part where he's like, what? What? Yeah, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, what? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want from me? And I was like, God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. <laughs> All right. Um. So. We're going to start this thing um, with, uh, I guess we don't have any grammar positions. Darn. Oh, shucks. I, I do. You do? I do. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Would you like to do the uh, the honors? I, I, I guess. All right. Everyone tolerates the grammar positions. Gamer? <laughs> yeah, it seems weird, right? That I would be the one. So, um, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I am. But, um, it's specifically in the segments where... Paul is like running around as his character, 
and there's always another character on screen, usually um, uh, TR probably, yeah. or the even the or other the green or the green goblin dude, Marvin, Marvin, yeah, Marvin, Marvin yeah, yeah. But when they talk to each other, you see like a whole bunch of PlayStation buttons come up, and then a word comes oh, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, uh, Matt actually cracked the code on that. Um, so it's it's I, I'm sorry, it's the way the language works <laughs> because it's its own language. It's actually a language that uh, that is phonetic. It doesn't follow spelling. It follows sounds. What were you about to say? Paul is spelled P-A-L-L. Yeah. L- <laughs> I, I thought you were saying pal. No. It's, hey, pal. It's, it's actually Paul. It's just the way that uh, phonetically works, that's how the D-pad language works. Like, it, it's each D-pad uh, like combination is assigned a phonetic um, like sequence. Because so And the reason how Matt from Drunken the cracked that was music. Is spell is actually like it was way too long, and uh, so like basically, uh, if you were to spell that, it would be music. But the way they do it is me, oh me you zik. So it's phonetic, not spelling. And the other one was two. The two had like two O's. Yeah, because that's how like but- ooh. Is is oh, fuck it is yeah yeah. <laughs> so I, I I understand where you were coming from there for that. But you're wrong because it's a phonetic language that they're using, not a not an actual description. I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> okay, that's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. No, um, we're gonna have a description in the. We have a, a link in the description below for the deciphering text that Matt <clears throat> did. Um, I'm, and I'm sure other people have cracked it as well. But Matt went into like 20 minutes of like deciphering the uh, the language and then spent 40 minutes uh or about 4 hours uh talking to me about it. Fuck. Yeah. It is That's some legit it, work. Yeah, I know. Matt does God's will. I'm not sure which <laughs> god. Maybe Cthulhu as he kind of was going into borderlining into a, a Cthulhu investigator like like using uh like use library and like all the other like kind of like investigative <laughs> skills to try and decipher this while going mad in the process. A little bit. I don't yeah. blame you. But yeah, so sorry to sorry to burst your grammar position. Oh, not at but, all. Uh, that's totally fine. Yeah, that lang- that's actually a like it's actually a made up <clears throat> language for Petscop that mm-hmm. is phonetic. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Also that may or may not seem weird if we just got out of the rundown, which has a lot of Matt's notes and him probably saying that in it. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, hey, but what about this? Yeah, don't worry about what you're talking about. All right. (laughs) Pet Scott, it's weird. It's crazy. (laughs) Things happen. Maybe? (laughs) Fair enough. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Moving on to our, our our actual thoughts. I have thoughts observations really um and most of my my thoughts on petscop um are broad stroke um there's a handful after petscop 14 like a handful of entries basically every other uh, entry i actually have some observations and notes on so we're gonna do this entry by entry but and i guess we'll just like basically like see if anybody ha- whoever has an ent- uh, information or like a comment on an entry we'll just do that yeah that sounds good okay. I'd like to start with an observation on the name. Okay. Name as in title? Yes. Yeah. That uh, Petscop reversed is Pockstep. Yeah. Also, um, you cracked the code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Mind blown. 
Um, yeah, no, uh, my, my, my iteration for the Pets Cop, like, title is that it's Pets Cop. And I, I'm not alone in this, apparently, because there's, a, there's actually, like, a, a parody video of this, of, of Pets Cop, called Detective uh, Domicile. Or uh, Detective Domestic. Mm-hmm. So it's like whiz cops, but with pets? Yes. Well, it makes sense, because it is, you are catching pets. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're a cop that catches, like, criminals, but you're catching pets. And there's a couple of pets that are in bar, bars. In bars and stuff like that. There's yeah, one so, of them. yeah, well, one, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess, do we want to just move on to, do you have anything about the title? Or? No. <laughs> Other than weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. There's pets in it. Yeah, to be fair, it doesn't. It, it mat, it's it's fine as uh, for a title because it's like it is a video game title. It is a title for the video game. Yeah. That is this weird bullshit. Or, this weird uh, like thing. <laughs> this like like yeah, we'll get into it. I got I, we got we got notes about it, and Matt had notes about it, and God rest his soul. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't what. Um, so moving on to uh, we'll we'll go right into Pet Scop One. Uh, does anybody have anything about Pet Scop 1? Uh, I do. Okay, go for it. I have nothing. <laughs> Alright. So, the uh, the first comment that I make note on is that he says the game is clearly unfinished. <laughs> uh, because the, the street ends and you can walk beyond it. But my reason of thinking is that, well, that just means there's level 2, but it's yeah. not visible yet yeah for those older video games that's how some of them worked <laughs> yeah yeah they had to load into another level yeah you didn't just like go on to the next level kind what, of what you think it's like minecraft has to load the next no it's no, no, like, like chunk no it's, it's more like a, a game hub you know how you can access the first level but you can't access the second level yeah, yeah. but there's always physical barriers that stop you but in this case they just cut off the uh Graphics. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have a um, uh, a a PS One uh, analog that I can drive off, but I do have Super Mario sixty four, which had the, the the paintings like that, basically like zoomed you over, like sent you to another level, basically. Yeah, but that's the same kind of mechanic, kind of. That's like saying you'd be okay that um, at the edges of okay in Super Mario sixty four yeah. when you're outside the edges of Peach's. Um, uh, castle outside it'd be okay if there wasn't a physical barrier and it just went into nothingness and you could yeah, walk into right. nothingness it's, it's, i guess it's more like paper mario where like you it is like more of a platform like a like a linear platform and then there's doorways that just basically send your character <laughs> what i'm saying is yeah, it's no. weird that there's it goes to nothingness it does look incomplete yeah there, in my opinion and to be fair the initial like premise of petscop was abandoned like mm-hmm. in lieu of what we discover later was that basically um, the, cat, the the guy who made it was working on Petscop, and then something tragic happened, and then he started making it into something else, like with the undergrounds or with the underworld stuff, like the the new maker plane and stuff like that is all like not Petscop really, it's something else because he's not the old maker, he's the new maker. You did it. You cracked the code. Petscop. I, I did it. <laughs> Go me. God damn it. But yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so my thought process is that basically you just haven't unlocked level 2 yet because you have to clear level 1 first. Yeah. And my whole thought was if there's no level 2, I'm going to be so disappointed. There isn't. Because yeah. he catches the first few and it's like, i got nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost like it's incomplete. <laughs> just saying. 
thing. I'm saying he should reserve judgment until he's finished playing the game. I mean, when you cl- clearly walk off the edge of a the map and there's like nothing there, but like you don't fall into nothingness. So you just see like there's just nothing there, then it, it's incomplete. Almost like it's incomplete. <laughs> I will fight you on this forever. Please <laughs> continue. <will>. Yes. <laughs> All right. Should I take a shot every time I fight with him? Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, so this is going to be the dream game for the for the Dente episode. Every time Gamer wants to fight Mikey on, on an in-game... On gameplay-related game, game, things. mechanics and yeah. shit like that, yeah. You'll be drunk in five minutes. <laughs> but that's fine. Sorry, can you So, uh, on the, I guess, New Maker plane... Yeah. You're wrong! <laughs> Sorry, go. You're wrong! You're wrong, I hate you. Uh, he says that he spends over an hour of searching, leaves, comes back, and then does the same things again, but then finds the door after 15 minutes. Yeah. And I'm just like, that. that's just poor level design. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it's incomplete. <laughs> it's almost like the Newmaker thing wasn't designed to be player-friendly. No, not at all. Because it's actually like a, a hellish like torture for the for some for intended for for one person, Marvin. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like there's yeah. no map or nothing. Yeah, it's just an over it's so, like a black basically fog of war open world or like open plane. It's it's literally a new maker plane. Like it is a plane like an open world plane. And he never did just go one way forever and see no. if there's a wall or he anything. He went all the way. He just well, so, and, and nothing that we saw because again, like hours of content or hours of him running around are, are cut out. Thankfully, yeah. thank God. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. All right, and that's all I have on video one. Okay, okay. Do you have well, what was your problem with him finding it in fifteen minutes? That it well, it's just, just poor video poor level. He's just commenting on how the poor level design it is. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it is an obscure slash homebrewed. Like it was be, it was in playtesting, like before the tragedy of like the mur- the, the abductions and murders. So, mm-hmm. uh, do you have anything for uh, for Pets Cup One? Yeah. Okay. And throughout my notes, I have tried to keep them semi organized by highlighting some as good points, some as bad points, and some as just meh points. Okay. <laughs> I've color coded them and everything. <laughs> Much like how the uh, the characters in each in, in Petscop are color coded to different uh, to like to colors like Marvin's green, Care is yellow, uh, Tiara is red. No, Tiara is blue or uh, or magenta, and uh, Paul is red. Eventually, okay. Uh, so is this also part of the drinking game where whenever you say a bad point, they have to drink? <laughs> Let me count: one, two, three, four, five. Liver failure is that's five in the first episode. So. Uh, <laughs> Say no. say no. Yeah. Okay, can you do the reverse for good points? Maybe. <laughs> right. Let's get let's get on with this. Yes. We got we got we're only on Petscop one, guys. Oh, that's true. All right. Well, um, I'll, I'll start with my good points, I guess. Um, right from the get go, I like the whole um the intro booting up PlayStation logo and everything because it's like that's how it is. Yeah. And like, there's a little half second sound glitch at the end of it. Yeah. Which I kind of appreciate, because like, eh, it might be something weird about this, which I assume going in, because this is a creepypasta. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that the whole boot sequence was shown, because nostalgia and everything, and it yeah, actually, it shows you like the entire process of loading the game and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, I was just gonna, yeah, it, uh, actually, Matt brought it up um, with... Uh, uh, the, it, it's, it's very hard to get some of those like PS1 hallmarks. 
mm-hmm. um, like the graphical hallmarks in the and like the fact that they pulled this off is very like says something about the skill of like the person who designed who actually made the game material for this. Yeah, essentially they like they dumped it like kind of like through or got got it through uh, downloading ROMs and, sh- and stuff probably yeah. and just ripped that apart and got the yeah. stuff out of it. This entire first episode, I like that most of it is uncut, mm-hmm. so. It's not like there's just a small section of game that he and plays, then, and then he has to load another section and play it, yeah. or anything. It's just it's a long, smooth, relatively smooth yeah. um, playthrough until the the weird jump cut later on. That said, I'm glad he cut out hours of con- uh, hours of of gameplay. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm sorry, I this would not be happening. We would not be. I would not be. Uh, I I personally would feel the sh- like the shittiest human being possible. <laughs> If I made you guys sit through, like... Episode one is five hours. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what? If I made you sit through, like, a month of content. Yeah. Like, I would feel like such the, like the worst person ever. That's pretty legit. But yeah, long story short, I like that it's essentially a fully working game with, like, working puzzles and everything. Yeah. So that's neat. Then, um, one of my not good, not bad points, just a point, is I hope these items he's picking up come into play somehow. That's just a note I made yep. in the first episode. In hindsight, um, no, they don't. <laughs> Not yet. They, the mechanic kind of does, but like none of the actual pet and like no, some of doesn't. the information we get from the pets kind of. I'm not talking about pets. Oh, the bits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The pieces. The money. Stuff. Kind of. Yes. When? Uh, at the very end, at the machine. Oh yeah, uh, he does. Yeah, the machine yeah. in the basement of the uh, school. That's right. And yeah, um, that's right. He does use them, but. I don't think he uses, like, he has to go back there again, I believe, as far as I remember. Yeah. Because I think at some point, I don't remember when, this is way later, um, it says something about um, depositing a thousand of them or something. Yeah, yeah but he only yeah. has 500. And he only had 500. But apparently that was enough. That's, that's part, no, I, I don't think it's done. Like, that's part of the reason that I don't think this is done, personally. I, I think it's done mainly because I think the people were done <laughs> with it, but that's that could be it. Yeah. Fair enough, but I mean. And again, the game is incomplete a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, on to my yeah. on to my next points. Yeah. Uh, when he started picking up things, I wish he mentioned because he's like he's ta- talking to his friend about this game, saying and trying to describe it and everything. He, and I'm, I kind of wish he just mentioned like, oh yeah, you could pick up things. I don't know what they're for, but you could pick them up. But he just kind of like goes over them, yeah. but he doesn't really describe much about the game. Yeah, like I I kind of wish Paul was a little bit more. <laughs> like Markiplier, <laughs> or like like had a little bit more, like talked a little bit more yes. about the game that he's playing. Like I get, like it, it, he he's fine. Part of the problem, character. part of the problem is because he's already told his friend about this game. Yeah, because at the start of the recording, he's saying, "I'm making this recording to show you that everything I told you before is accurate, and it'll be just like this." Yeah. So he would be repeating himself, but to us. It's weird because we're yeah. not that friend. Yeah, we have the out of we're we're currently we're not the audience for this game or yeah. for these for these videos. The, these videos were private initially and they were made public. Mm-hmm. Um, they were originally intended for another audience, and we're basically experiencing the, that, that feeling that we're getting. Like, oh, I wish it was wish he would say more stuff. That's actually because um, for this this narrative, this plot story, we are outside <clears throat> observers. Uh, encountering a found footage film essentially like an actual yeah. like lost film like something that we found like in a garage somewhere from and it's yeah. like we're basically out of context like yeah mystery. we're out of the loop yeah um next point uh the loading screens i i'm glad there are loading screens it's not just instant yeah. however they are kind of pretty quick for load times on a ps1 yeah which i 
I wasn't a PlayStation man. I, I didn't have a PlayStation One, but I uh, a couple of friends of mine had PS Ones, and I remember the load times being horrendous. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember. But that, that was also for potentially finished games. So yeah. it's not finished. But is, that, that a, being said, there is a lot of content on yeah. the CD, and apparently the CD I, I, again, it's it apparently can record video, like full, like full, like recordings of game sessions. So like, there's a lot of weird, there's a um, lot of stuff that you have to kind of take with a grain of salt in terms of like for this for this game to work. I don't know if it does or not. We'll, I have yeah. a point on that. Okay. We'll talk about yeah, that. We'll, later. Get that. Yeah, we'll get that. But my main point about the loading screen images is yeah. I feel like they're using more modern techniques to make them. Probably because like the the word loading is like really smooth characters with like cast sh- like light and shadows behind them. I don't think I, that it, technology was. It feels like it was yeah. probably like a render. Like it, was, it, was it like is. A, like a pre- yeah, pre- it is pre-rendered, but. Regardless, it it just looks too clean for something back in the day. Honestly, it looked like a PowerPoint presentation like kind of thing. Yes, like, but yeah. it was just I, I don't know, yeah. something about it it just didn't feel retro enough in my opinion. Yeah. Because you, you have to keep in mind what the You're technology right. was capable of at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It just felt like they used a modern version of like 3D Studio Max or something and made like these smooth loading words and put like a light here and cast it to yeah. put a shadow behind it. Meanwhile, back then, I don't think they had that. Yeah, it would probably have been in engine kind of stuff. Um, or yeah. Like, uh, like I, I imagine this is probably done in Unity, maybe. Maybe? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, I mean, the game itself, like the gameplay itself and stuff like that was probably made. I mean, I don't mean, I mean, I don't mean the in universe, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I meant the, I'm in the out of game. Behind the scenes stuff, like I feel like this is probably done in Unity, because that's the big like uh, free or like yeah. uh, like open source um, engine to use. Mm-hmm. Um, so like yeah, I imagine like that like, being said, so, there are like hacked um, uh, like emulators you can play where like it's got different sprites and different this, different that. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that they found a game that had the similar kind of walking style and just reskinned everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know enough about PlayStation to know what it's from. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Regardless, moving on. Yes. The movement kind of seems a little too high FPS for an F- for a PS One game. Mm-hmm. Like when the camera's moving and everything, it just seems really smooth. It's it doesn't have enough jank to it. Oh, gotcha. From my experience with older games, like the FPS is way too high. Mm-hmm. Fair. Like it's running on sixty FPS on a PS One. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, um, first time I saw the sprite, I'm like, what the hell is this sprite? Because <laughs> it's this cutesy game with this, like, zombie-skinned, no-face, like, triangle mouth character. When I saw the, when I first saw it, it, I thought it was a bird, like, Tweety Bird kind of face. Because the beak was this triangle. Oh. And, like, the cheeks were kind of like the Tweety Bird uh, thing. But, like, it had, like, dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I could maybe even also see it being, like, um, like a cleft lip. Kind of person, like basically, like somebody's been beaten a couple of times. Either way, yeah. it just seems out of place for the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like because the the base game itself is all cutesy and everything, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like the character should represent that. And then when that character goes into the creepy things, then it the the cute character looks out of place in the creepiness, which would kind of be better in my Unless opinion. Unless that is it's used as a marker to show that something is wrong with this game. That like why why is this so weird? Also it's not that weird when you look at some of the designs for like the characters from Rappa Rappa Parappa or whatever that Parappa de Rappa. Parappa Rappa. And like some of those like other like PS1 like cartoon character games like uh like some of them are like w- weird like 
or even like Nickelodeon like art like uh, Nickelodeon cartoon art style like for video games like like kind of look weird and off sta- off putting sometimes. I, I agree with you, but the background isn't weird, but the character is. Well, that's it's yeah. just jarring. They're not. They, mm-hmm. they don't feel like they're from the same game. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And that being said, it could be that the the programmer after they've gone nuts and made all the stuff downstairs changed the player model. Yeah. So because the player model's changed in the code, they're changed in the overworld as well. But mm-hmm. personally, I'd like it if like when you go down into the weird world, that's when your character changes, get fucked, gets fucked up, and then even if you leave, you're still fucked up. Yeah. Something like that would be nice in my opinion. And then uh, my last note on the first episode is essentially just the weird uh, jump cut after he gets outside in the darkness where he's like walking around being like, I'm going to find something eventually. I step and then a jump cut to him finding the entrance. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It, it cuts himself off in the mid sentence. And that might be because he's a, he's a kid and he doesn't know editing very well and everything, but it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right. On to Petscop 2. Yes. I have nothing. Uh, Mike. Uh, for this one, I thought the lighting was weird. The character has light emitting from him, but when he is in the room with the daisy, he stops emitting light. Okay. So it's just sort of a continuity. If he's already emitting light, Except why does it He's emitting light because he's in darkness, yeah. which is a, a common video game thing. Yeah. But so you can see more darkness in... No. There's a maybe there's a light there. Yeah, exactly. That's like, not he's showing. in a separate room, so now, like where is it, where he's in the dark, like the plane, like outside, basically. He's we need a light, otherwise it's fucked. <laughs> otherwise, you're not yeah. going to be able to play the game um, or see anything other than black screen. Um, so it's like in um, uh, Link's Awakening or like the Zelda games, like where I'm, like you go into a cavern and you were the only, you have like this small circle of like visibility and everything else is black mm-hmm. in a cave unless you get a lantern and then it kind of. It, creates that a little bit bigger mm. and then when you go into a room like an actual indoor room you're un- under the assumption that that game that level suddenly has light because it's a house houses have light that's it that's just the way i yeah. saw it as well just because the light his light radius is turned off the room that he's in has its own source of light yeah so okay. that light radius isn't necessary yeah okay take a drink <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> all right and then uh, the other note I have is, uh, I have a quote here. Do you remember being born? To which my response is, oh, I remember. You remember? Yeah, I oh, remember. remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that is basically the the line that got everybody like initially theorizing what the fuck this, this whole creepy game was all about. <laughs> which was mm. the um, born again, like... Uh, the creepy like therapy or like fringe science therapy of like basically being like being reborn um, mm-hmm. that like caused the death of a, of a person so it's in the theories and stuff like that Fair. Um, it's like because uh, like the one character like uh, her name was Newmaker um, Candace Newmaker um, she died in a therapy to basically she was an adopted child and like basically to make herself make her more part of the, her new family she went to some therapy that basically like um, so it's a type of Again, fringe science is actually real, and it's, t- it's stupid and terrible. Um, but they would basically smother you with a blanket, and, like, you'd have to struggle to get out. And, like, by that doing that process, it's like coming out of the womb again and being born, being reborn. Well, if and you don't, they, you die. They killed, yeah, and, and that, in that therapy session, they killed her accidentally. 
because they smothered her to death. This is all alluded to in the game? Yeah, this is all alluded to, and this is what people, like, discovered in their, like, when they, like, looked at because, like, like, Candace, or, like, the Newmaker plane, uh, which is Candace Newmaker, and, like, do you remember being born is in there, and um, the whole Quitter Room is um, is actually, like, a line from that therapy session where the doctor was like, do you want to be a quitter? Like, because, like, that's what they tell you to get, like, to try and, like, get you motivated to, leave, to get out of the, uh, the blanket and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, this is, like, the initial mystery as like is this a game like game representing like that new maker like death tragedy okay yeah so okay that's it for video two really jesus christ (laughs) i've done way too many things apparently well apparently video three i've got a fair more cool cool so we're gonna be on for like two hours (laughs) i'll i'll burn through it okay go plus point here opening of the cellar door is actually plausible because when he's outside waiting for the door to open, because it's potentially just hooked up to an AFK timer for your character. Surprisingly plausible. Or it's just a ghost situation like what it probably is. Or to merge an AI, or maybe something else. (laughs) Or this or that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pet's cop! (laughs) The pickups that you pick up. Yeah. It's kind of weird that they're all different random items, from teal cones to green rings to purple prisms. They're all... They all give one unit of stuff. Meanwhile, most games... Different looking things give different values of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, I, I just don't, still don't even know what all that stuff is or the real importance of picking all of it up. I thought there'd be some <sighs> meaning to it. Like, yes, you use them later, but why? What's, what are they there for aside from just being a game? That's my, that could very well be it. Is <laughs> either it's a game or it's key to the ritual that is the machine in the, in the, in the downstairs high school, like. Or in the downstairs of the school, like where like Marvin like has everybody like at the this end. This could be some like weird ritual thing. You figure it would be like I, you have to pick all these like specific things. Like you have to get like forty seven candles and like yeah. goat blood or, or a whatever, thousand you know. pieces of for, to to fix this machine. Yeah, and then once you fix the machine, you have to play this tune that uh, the, the this tune properly. And if you don't, Marvin gets really angry and like runs off. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, it's just kind of. Weird. Yeah. Then uh, when uh, Paul leaves the phone room, he comes to a split in the path. It's just some little thing that I, I noticed. Um, one one path goes down towards the camera, and one goes up towards money. He goes immediately down. Meanwhile, the entire time so far, he's been picking up money immediately. So yeah. it seemed like the reason he went down is to show the viewer that going down goes nowhere. Yeah. Meanwhile, that's in character his first time being there. And through his previous gameplay, I would think that he'd be, like, getting money first and be like, wait, maybe I should check down first and see what happens. Okay, then go up. Maybe. Yeah. It's just a weird little thing I I figured I should write down. So the character broke character? Yes. Mother of God. Because <laughs> it, it Man, literally I seems... I thought Paul's acting was pretty good in this. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. What? Interesting. What? <laughs> so. What is this? <laughs> and then, um, speaking of acting and such, uh, when Paul gets to um, the uh, the child in the basement after plucking the the oh yeah yeah the petals off the daisy and it goes down and kills the no her. reaction yeah he's just like all right. You could say that like he is reacting, we just don't see it because there's no like video of his face. So we can't see him like just like 
just gonna go this way. Like, not yeah, but say his, anything. His now. voice didn't even change. So, like, yeah, and like he didn't talk about it later. It's just, it's like to him there was nothing down there. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe there wasn't in maybe. his eyes. Well, I don't know. Or maybe he's still under the impression that the game isn't like anything personal. Like, as we find out later, it kind of Even if it isn't something personal, it's this really game that up. hasn't been fucked up until this one moment that a giant plant impales some no, person no. So and kills what them? It is, is like, so, like, there's 16 petals, and each one is like, she loves me, she loves, or he loves me, he loves me not. And when we get to the last one, it, it's because it's the way the number, how many numbers there is, it's. Um, I'm assuming Matt counted not. this, not you. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just explaining, yeah. Um, but uh, if uh, the, what he did was uh, in the in one of the sessions, he uh, put something to mind to negative, and then went back to that place and it switched, oh. and, it, and it switched it to he loves me. Because, um, so yeah, it was so negative they, one, and then it crashed. Yeah. Because I have a note on that. It went to negative That's one, crashed, and then this. when he went back yeah. there, he was able to get her. Yeah, so here's the thing that me and Matt discovered in our deep dive. Um, there's things from the first videos that match that actually tie in to things in the later entries, like far later entries, that you need to, like, basically, like, have a, an eidetic memory to, like, remember shit in this hmm. or you know I mean that negative one thing wasn't from the first episode no it wasn't but I mean like this from previous it, episodes yeah, yeah but yeah. then he went back into this thing and, oh yeah the flower thing hmm. yeah. but yeah mm-hmm. then I brought up that the loading screens are pretty quick yep um and then my other notes actually just I don't know if he needs to talk more or not because um I watch less plays here and there maybe that's the problem I'm used to players saying a whole lot more and his silence to so many things is strange yeah, this is, uh, but I don't know if it would make it better or worse. Yeah, like this is uh, one of my overarching things for this. I feel like, at least in terms of like telling a story to an audience, mm-hmm. this would be this would be helped by having more commentary from Paul, mm-hmm. not just him. Like, because even like parts of it, like where where it makes like I'm I'm fine with like spots where it doesn't make sense where where it makes sense for him not to talk. But like there there are whole swaths of this that where it's just silent, and I wish we had had him commentating about it. Especially Something. since he's making this video to show his friend yeah. and essentially have a conversation with his friend through this recording. Yeah. To send it to him and get his thoughts on it. Yeah. So. But even like with that, like, like, and again, from immersion level, like, sure. All right. Maybe he just like, he's posting these so that he, he can give his friend the puzzle genius mm-hmm. about this. But like, even that, like, yeah, give us some, some more commentary than what you, the, like, as it goes. I feel personally that there should be some. Otherwise, you're going to lose. Uh, again, it creates all this negative space to work mm-hmm. around. And I mean, like maybe that's yeah. the point of Petscop is to like create this like theory community. But like, yeah. in terms of somebody who wants to enjoy a story and a mystery, like it's really hard to follow sometimes. You also have to think about it too. Like, he's not a let's player. He's just a dude playing a video yeah, game and, and talking true. to he's his friend. M- so yeah. when you play a video game. I'm sure most, more often than not, you're not audibly talking. There is Even, a reason I don't talk to you guys on multi, on multi. Like whenever you guys contact me on multiplayer, <laughs> there is a reason. I because I don't want to talk to you guys while playing my my single player games. Oh, I'm I'm exactly <laughs> the same when playing single player. Yeah, like just, I will like, ignore you guys because I'm in the middle of a game, a, a single player. But game. I'm not even talking about that. Even yeah. if you're playing a game, you're not often just talking to the game itself. Yeah. You know. No, and well, that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm, I'm meaning by this. Like, what I was trying to get at was that, yeah, he's an amateur let's player, so he doesn't know like that you need to keep talking in order to keep your audience engaged. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, yeah, because I mean, like, 
I like that's one of, one of the reasons I like some of the let's plays I, I, I watch is because like I like to hear the personality of yeah. the, the person that's playing mm. uh, in some cases. So yeah, yeah, it's another one of those up and down points where it's like it makes sense because he's not a professional, but it's weird too yeah. because he's not talking a lot. So yeah, yeah. It's, the unfortunately the, the immersion levels kind of get it muddling up the narrative for the audience for the public audience mm-hmm. a little bit with this. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move on to three. All right. All right. Three. I have nothing. I, I'm not going to have anything until about 14. So okay. Fair. Just right. let you guys know, right. like, I'm going to, I'm going to be, we'll cut that two seconds out of our time here to speed up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, video three. When he enters Mike's room, he says, I'm not sure what that thing on the right is. Yeah. And I'm like, they are tweezers. It's clearly tweezers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what that weird violin without strings thing is on the left side of the table, but he's talking about the right. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I saw it too because I'm like, what the hell is that? Like in my mind, I'm like, what's that on the left? And then he's like, I don't know what's on the right. <laughs> like immediately after I thought that. <laughs> like, it's, it's either tweezers or like that that thing you put in your mouth. It's like, oh, the tuning fork. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those two. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. Also, I really hope, like, yeah. Honestly, anybody who's listening to this and hasn't like got like hasn't watched the videos and are still listening to this after our let's play or our, after our, our rundown, mm-hmm. you really should watch the video to keep because like we're, you're gonna get lost really quick. Yeah. <laughs> By now, I'm I'm sure, I'm sure slash so. hoping that, <laughs> that they've either. Gone and watched it, or they've just stopped listening to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And so next, I have uh, part of a conversation. Okay. Uh, when talk when he was talking to the wife, and just my notes on how odd it becomes. So, care isn't growing eyebrows. Response: That's a puzzle. What? <laughs> it is. It is a puzzle. <laughs> but, yeah, but. Just in game, in, yeah, in game in context, yeah. but, but in the context of the characters hawking, it's weird, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, what? It's more of a mystery. And then the next one, you're secretly very excited to hear the news. I'm like, uh, who would be excited to hear about someone who isn't growing eyebrows? <laughs> uh, maybe Marvin, <laughs> he's kind of weird. And then the next line, you're in the bathtub thinking about here. This just got weird. <laughs> just got weird? It got weird a little while ago, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It got skeevy a little bit, but... Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, uh, I guess I ha- uh, I have a guess at which child you'll pick next. It's like, what? I thought okay. there were pets. <laughs> For this segment, I'm going to explain some things. So this here's the theory, working theory, is that the new maker plane was created by Rainer or Daniel, uh, who I think in real life or in, in the real world, his name is Daniel who created the game. Uh, he made the new maker plane as a, as a revenge tool, accusing Marvin of abuse and uh, kidnapping, abusing and killing children. And who the hell's Marvin? Marvin is the guy in the green with the green. Goblin. Yeah. But who the hell is he? Uh, he's actually, um, uh, uh, he's a friend. He's a, he's a relative of Daniel. So, Okay. From what we, me and Matt were able to discover about the plot, maybe, and this is conjecture, like this isn't mm-hmm. like concrete. 
is that Daniel or Rainer created Petscop as a game like in the nineties, uh, had his his brother um, Michael uh, and a couple of other a bunch of other kids play testing it. Then Michael went missing or died, uh, or went missing and or died, um, and Daniel accused uh, or accuses Marvin of of kidnapping and killing Michael. Uh, and he's also done it to other kids. Like he takes them to that school and like puts them in some weird brainwashing like setup and then kills them because there's a couple of other kids that are dead in the story or in the narrative that um, we are presumed to believe that uh, Marvin has abducted and killed. And so some, for some reason, Daniel then b- built the new maker plane in the game as a punishment accusation revenge tool and to force Marvin to play it and, and forced Marvin to play this game to like basically relive this bullshit. But Paul's playing it. Paul is playing. Paul was given this game. Um, it's a used game. Like it's a game that he was given like, uh, like from like somebody, presumably his, like his mom or dad. Um, so did Paul, like Paul's mom buy this at a, like a I think, garage sale I think or something? Paul is related to like all the people as well. Like mm-hmm. he's part of the family, so like his, the, the the family is basically the extended family of all the people that are in, uh, are in Petscop or involved with Petscop. So he got it from like a relative, or like from his mom, I think. Uh, and he's now discovering this, like we are discovering the videos. Mm-hmm. And his mom, I'm assuming, didn't know about this stuff in the game. Probably, maybe. Um, we don't. That's the thing. We just don't know like yeah. enough. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of negative space in Petscop to um, to basically like feed theories to. So, hmm. but yeah, the 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 whole thing about the new maker plan. The reason why I was bringing that up was because yeah, Marvin. Um, it's speculated that Marvin has assumed or is is has like abducted and killed kids, and Rainer made the, this part of the game to kind of accuse Marvin of doing it, and also to get Marvin to confess and like tell him where the bodies are buried. Well, it makes sense that he would abduct kids. It's like he's he's Martian. Wow, <laughs> that's that's a stereotype of aliens, right? <sighs> but um, yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> yes, I ended the conversation. <laughs> Good job. I did. All right. Uh, so the next quote here: "She'll appear from the darkness, limping, and I'll shoot her in the head." This just got dark. <laughs> so we're going from weird to dark in the same conversation. <laughs> oh, it was man. weird to skeevy to dark. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then... Uh, I was also expecting that to actually happen in-game. Like, somebody to show, show Especially up. Especially, like, the amount of dark hallways that the character walks through. Yeah, no. It, it's one of those things where, like, you're expecting something, but, like, because they know... The gamer... The maker knows that you're expecting something, they're not going to do it because they're going to let the atmosphere in your own mind fuck you up. I suppose. Yeah. It's actually a really... It's a... It's a genius ploy for for a writer but it's also kind of a lazy one <laughs> like you can take it either way like yeah because like i mean like it is genius because like you expect it to happen but like they're not going to make it happen because you're going to fuck it uh, you're going to scare yourself because you think that's going to happen because you've been like uh basically bred to, to have that happen or you've mm-hmm. been trained through culture to like but know that that weird shit's going to happen mm-hmm. all right uh next quote here uh, Tiara says young people can be psychologically damaged beyond rebirthing. Yeah. Uh, so I did a quick Google search on rebirthing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rebirthing. 
know, and I found uh, something about Leonard Orr. Okay. Which is about rebirthing breath work. And is a type of breath work invented by Leonard Orr. Orr proposed that correct breathing can cure disease and relieve pain. Orr devised rebirthing therapy in the 1970s after he supposedly relived his own birth while in the bath. Yeah, that's part of the the whole rebirthing therapy. And then, again, with the... Is that why the bathtub was referenced? (laughs) It probably was, maybe. And again, like, and that's why it's called Newmaker Plane is because the Candace Newmaker incident, which was involved rebirthing therapy. So, yeah, the, this is what got, this was the initial mystery of, of, of Petscop was the rebirthing theory, which was like, is this game all about basically a, like, uh, a horrible, like, rebirthing incident? As soon as I started mentioning it, like, I didn't do any Googles or nothing. I assumed it was going to be like a reincarnation situation, but like to the point that a character gets killed slash sacrificed and they're reborn, but with all their knowledge already. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're you're partially there yeah. uh, on another theory, though. Oh, okay, great. Um, <laughs> that um, people like all these characters that we're we're encountering, these NPCs that we're encountering, mm-hmm. they're all they've all been like rebirthed into Petscop because of some ritual that the game is. Yeah. Because Marvin, at some point, like after like being forced to like play the game and like have all these accusations somehow got transferred into the game itself or his sprite has like gotten a a mind of its own or like maybe like rebirthed into the Petscop. And then he turned Petscop against like basically like uh, turned Petscop into his own thing now and is trying to get kids to be NPCs in Petscop. Like transferring kids or people who play the game into Petscop. So he's the real bad guy here. Yeah, no, Marvin (laughs) is the villain. Yeah, right. That was the villain from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. All right, my last note for uh, video three mm-hmm. is that a kid goes into a school holding hands, then leaves with their hands on their face, crying, nobody loves me. This just sounds like a typical first day of school for yeah. a toddler. Mm-hmm. It's like, Fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really creepy about it or anything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, um, I like that the the eye puzzle in the uh, where the grave and the barn house is is connected to the the other eye thing. Like, there's a reason to go back and do that. Yeah, it gives you like different level. Basically, it gives you a, a portal to another level, like or like a shows you different like rooms essentially mm-hmm. by figuring out what the puzzle. It's like there's game mechanics that do that in other games that yeah. are like where like you change the configuration so that you can go access another level. Mm, pretty much. Yeah. It's weird that it takes 15 minutes to get there. <laughs> yeah. It's cut out, though, thankfully. In a way, I kind of wish it did, like, a SpongeBob situation where it's, like, 15 minutes later. Because <laughs> the, the cuts are so yeah, fast yeah. that I don't even know they happen sometimes. Yeah. That's an entire other point that I don't actually have written down, but I said it, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, um... When we actually get to all the different rooms that we go through, yeah. and there's different shit on the tables. First of all, that goes nowhere, I believe, right? Throughout the entire story, the shit on the tables. No, it does go somewhere. All right, we'll talk about it later then. Uh, <laughs> but the renderings on them are also really high poly. It's yeah. not a fully rendered thing; it's pre-rendered. Yeah, but... which is something that they did for PS One games or for like those earlier games to mm-hmm. like basically save on things like the uh the resident evil games like they're all pre-done like pre-rendered like levels that are just images in the background yes but that's my point yeah 
it's all it's usually all or nothing and this mm. game is kind that of a mixed match of a lot of things where it's a 3d rendered background with a 2d cartoony sprite with high poly pre-rendered pickups yeah uh, I mean, it's, it's a weird combination of a bunch of different styles yeah mm-hmm. but it's also like kind of like you can kind of take it from from positive well you can say like well this guy was trying to make a game that was like really creative and like crazy like or like creatively like striking because he was taking all the i think at games. the point when he's at already point, yeah. down there i don't think he's trying to be creative with it no, he's, just trying he's just to... trying he's just using different things just to like fuck with uh with marvel but i don't know yeah <laughs> wait that's about all i got to say about three okay well, on to four then. On to four. All right. Uh, so my other note here is that the missing windmill is not very scary, and well, from, no. from a um, design game design point of view, uh, they could have just left a placeholder on the overworld so that you can look beyond it, type thing, right? What do you mean on the overworld? Well. It, you know how in the overworld it's just a flat. It's a disc. It's, it's a like disc. a footprint of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know how in uh, other games, like when you go beyond, like to be able to see your character on the other side. Yeah. You would. It would become opaque. Or, yeah. Well, transparent. transparent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically, that it, they just left that there accidentally. No, they didn't. And it wasn't accidental. It was <laughs> all purpose. Yeah, part of a but part of the at, at this point, mystery. yeah, it's like it's the missing mail just seems like a red herring. And you know what? You're probably right. Unfortunately, <laughs> like that's the thing. Petscop, maybe. <laughs> like that's, uh, that's that's the problem with it is there's so much negative space <laughs> to the narrative. Um, but yeah, as we find out later, like there, uh, the the windmill does have some um, tie into the the greater investigation, but we don't mm-hmm. really know that. Like with the pictures, and like took a picture, and then next picture, the wheel, the windmill was gone. Yeah, and they were gone too. Yeah, yeah, that's all tied to that. Yeah. All right. So, a bit of all I got to say about four is uh, when we got to the camera on the the overworld, as mm-hmm. you're calling it. Um, I really thought it was a gun. Yeah, right? Because, especially <laughs> since the last me- uh, entry mentioned a gun, and it's this black gun-shaped thing. Yeah. It's massive, but, but it's, it's a gun. Projector. So I yeah. thought, like, okay, well, as soon as he walks up there, there's going to be a shadowy creature that's going to get shot to... No. Because it's... I mean... <laughs> but that's yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized it's Pets Cop, so... <laughs> yeah. On to five. Yep. All right. So... Number five, the game breaks the fourth wall at this point. Yeah. With the turn off PlayStation. Yep. Uh, Marvin picks up tool hurts me when PlayStation on. And uh, this is the perfect opportunity to ask a question. Who is Marvin? Yeah. And it's never asked. (laughs) It's almost maybe because Paul knows who Marvin is. Because they're related. But, uh, yeah, but, yeah, but how would he know it's that? I know, I, I, guys. Yeah. Like, again, like I'm throwing, I'm throwing shit at the wall because I don't got, or I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall to, to reference my, Matt. Um, <laughs> like, I don't, I got nothing, guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. all we got is conjecture and theories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, like, at this point, like, I, I did find it, like, this part was like, all right, so this game is haunted. <laughs> because is it? At this point? Maybe? I don't think it is well, at this point. No, I mean, not, point, this, like, not yet, not yet. I mean, just because, because, like, it is a creepy line, though. <laughs> like, it's like, don't, like, turn off the t- turn off the PlayStation because Marvin hurts me with, with the tool. I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's kind of fucked up and creepy. He is tool, though. No, no, he's not, no, he's not tool. Yes, he is. At this point, is this the one the tool changes from red to magenta, right? Yeah. Magenta is, whenever magenta is used in text and talking and stuff like that, it's tiara slash bell. Okay, but why does that necessarily have to be this thing as well? Tool is, an ask, is a question asking like device in the game. Mm-hmm. And apparently, and tiara used it to basically communicate with Paul. To tell him, like... Don't uh, uh, like, please turn off the the PlayStation because Marvin hurts me when it's on. Hmm. Like, giving it kind of the assumption, like, or at least, how I, would like, you pick that up? <laughs> how would you pick that up? Like, there's this weird thing that we find. It's like, okay, you can ask it questions. It turned pink. Okay, now you can ask it different questions. But you know, it's not. You know, he's not. It doesn't answer. It doesn't answer any of the questions that uh, that Paul gives. It's just tell. It's it's just throwing like spouting stuff to Paul or the or the use the player. It's again the thing about Petscop is like there's a lot of shit to like kind of deconstruct uh, if you like put your put your fucking mind into the blender. But but also like all that stuff that just happened doesn't necessarily like I, I saw it as a gameplay mechanic. I know because like he asked like I'll jump into mine real quick okay. just because we're here. Um, mm-hmm. When Tool turned pink, I, I at first didn't understand what triggered it, but. Um, Essentially, what he did was he sat there asking a ton of questions off recording to Tool. Yeah. Right? And it never happened. Yet, when he starts recording and he speeds through the ones that worked, it turns pink. Yeah. So, the best I could figure out is, essentially, if you get three right questions in a row, then it turns pink and gives you more lore to continue. <laughs> maybe. Which is a but surprisingly possible game. Yeah, it mechanic, is. Well, so. so, maybe it is part of the game. But, at the same time, there's also this weird shit that's happening. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Pet Scott. Pet Scott. <laughs> All right, please continue, Mikey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're only on five. Uh, and then my at least I don't have to talk about mine. <laughs> yeah, my next note here is that I don't know where the whole remember being born stuff is going. But you didn't do the outside reading. <laughs> the, You're not wrong. Uh, yeah, but if it continues down this path, it to me it felt like. The video game Binding of Isaac would be a lot creepier. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, now that you say that, like, yeah, that's basically kind of what the Binding of Isaac is, because the Binding of Isaac is this game, like, has its own little story and stuff. But if you like take it at like what it's based off of, what's inspired off of, it's basically the um, the the story of not Job, not Abel, the other Isaac, right? Yeah, <laughs> Abraham and Isaac, right? Yeah, because Abraham was told by God to kill his son Isaac as a test of faith. Yeah, and I can't, I'm, I'm not, you're, you're more familiar yeah, with it, uh, but like it basically, it doesn't end well for Isaac, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and it was really a test of faith for like, I, for, for uh, Abraham not to kill Isaac. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the game, like it's this creepy, like morbid, like cartoonish, um, like hack and slash game, like uh roguelike that's based about um, this kid, Isaac. Uh, and his mom goes gets goes uh, goes nuts and like thinks she's talking to God uh, thinks God tells her to kill Isaac mm-hmm. and then throws him down into like the basement or he hides into the basement where like all his like 
rejected, like abandoned, like off, like like siblings are, and he has to kill them, fight his own his 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 monster siblings. Oh, lovely. Yeah, no, it, yeah, exactly. It, it, like I now that you're saying, like that has a kind of the same kind of premise, like plot as what this might have been going for, at least at some point in its development. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah, that's Scott. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. I need to re. I need to re- like play through like all of Binding of Isaac. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's my note for video five. Okay, I talked about mine. So on six. On six. All right. So the the ending of video six sort of comes off as now. I'm not saying that this game is haunted, but, but it sure game. seems like it might be. Yeah. <laughs> and my response is thanks. Now, if it isn't haunted, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much disappointment. And then that's my one note for six. Yeah, mine is kind of similar. Essentially, the ghost or AI trying to communicate with the player. Yeah. I didn't really get the feeling that it was a ghost or AI communicating with the player, even up to this point. It seemed like it's sort of like a pale Luna situation where the game is telling a story about something that happened in real life, but it's all programmed to do it. And but again, like... I guess this is why we did this kind of like where we all like set, went off and uh, watched this separately because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you, this basically encapsulates the the whole nature of this game or this this YouTube channel is like there are so many different theories on yeah. Penscop. Like again, emergent AI, haunted, ritualistic curse, just a game <laughs> telling the story. Yeah, it could literally just be a game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it could also be a game telling a fucked up real life story that actually happened. Exactly. Yeah. Or just it's a just a, a huge game. coincidence. Yeah. That uh, in regards to Paul and stuff that happened to his family and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He could just be reading really into this. Yeah. He's filling in the blanks. Yeah. To, to make Jesus. it all about him. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. 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 And then um, talking more about the ghost uh, interactivity with the player, I'm starting to kind of see it more the with the way the mirror room character moved a little bit different for that one moment it moved like another player was trying to copy his movements yeah and that being said it probably could be kind of programmed in with a randomizer like like this guy copies your movements within a little bit of a randomness possible but yeah yeah and the cutscene with the uh, shadow creature, because it's shadow creature at this point, but it's Marvin. Yeah. Uh, spelling with the blocks, it also moved and acted like a player as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know at this point. Yeah. And this is where like the immersion AI theory kind of comes in is that like, because I mean, well, partially, because we find out a little bit later that the game's been running for like 17 years. Oh, really? <laughs> like the game yeah. hasn't been turned off. Well, then that one. Or, like, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So like, Maybe like it's it's and, it's, and like the uh, the reason why like the um, like uh, there's there's hints in the messages like from the developer like oh thanks for your uh, your your control feedback and some of that is crucial to the game it's a living organism and I mean that can be a metaphor but that could also be like a sense of like it is a, like a Tron situation where like the program has evolved like mm-hmm. from like so many years of being in play yeah. that, like it's basically like learned off of the programming and developed like independently 
Or it could be haunted, or it could be just programs. But <laughs> what's with the PlayStation being on for seventeen years? There's because... a, there is a there. It's I don't think it's in this one, but there's an entry coming up where like it says like that the game has been running. For, yeah, like, I've but it, it hasn't though because no, Paul's yeah. hasn't been running I for know. that long. Yeah. It's so fucking confusing <laughs> and annoying. Oh. <laughs> like ah. it's the same thing of like why like has this been recording all these playtests like because those all yeah. Basic explanation: There's a save file on the P- PlayStation yeah. that was made 17 years ago, and, and been... the programming can't tell how long it's been on versus how old the save file is. That's got to be it. Like, except that's, that's not it. No, because when he starts the game up, there's no save file, and he has to make one. Unless it's like it. Digimon, where like this is well, actually just an access point to the digital world, and it's been running. The digital world's been like running in the cloud for like 17 years. Yeah, the man. cloud because the cloud works on PS One. Hey man, this is, you know, I mean the digital world, like the Digimon world, and like stuff is like it's often the aether. It's often like another dimension, yeah. and like this is basically just an access port to the dimension. <laughs> it's been running for 17 years. I don't know, man. It's fucking Pet Scott. Pet Scott. Uh, We're only six episodes in. I'm already freaking. I'm already like losing it. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting when we get to the end. God, (laughs) wow. And just thinking of more modern games, uh, there are some games that have like a separate save file for settings. Yeah. So there could have been a separate save file for settings that isn't shown with the other. True. Save files. But he also doesn't say that I got a PlayStation with a game. He just got the game. Yeah. But there's a lot that isn't said. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. assuming. You know what that does? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, this is that is assuming the, the this creepypasta. Is, yeah, this is the assuming creepypasta. The, assuming the creepypasta slash ARG. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it makes me do as well. ARG. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Moving on. Yes. All right. Uh, video seven. Yes. yes, it's revealed that Marvin is the dark figure that made the lighthouse change direction, and by lighthouse I mean windmill. Yes. <laughs> Why did I write lighthouse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are your notes. I was like, what? <laughs> all right. You almost got me with that like border uh, joke. It's like if, if a plane crashes on the border of Canada and the U.S., where do they bury the survivors? Yeah. You almost caught me there. It was like because I was like. I was agreeing with you, and then I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Because uh, it says, please show Marvin where his house is. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Find out who Marvin is. Cool. Is that Elian? <laughs> seven? Uh, no. I have a note here that it goes on to talk about the, a disclaimer about censoring things now. Oh, yeah, and, black, that's what my one black box is. Uh, I'm just sort of like, why? Yeah, uh, the whole censoring thing seems stupid in a story where information is paramount. Yeah, it's especially because... since in that censor screen it says we have to censor it, and you'll 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 essentially find out why yeah, later. Because but we okay. don't. No, we do. We don't. Yeah. No. No. Okay. So some other people. I Matt and other people <laughs> have discovered that like some of the objects that Marvin discover sees like almost the caskets, like in like the later entry, like it's like yeah. twenty two or tw- in the twenty entries. Yeah, those are the black boxed images that are just in high, low fidelity. That's all. That's what people are, have been able to like speculate is that 
those items on the caskets are what the images are. And the reason why they were black boxed, like the initial reason why they say they're black boxed in the, in like going in the story is because they are personal to like Paul and his family. So they're trying to protect the family and like their things. I honestly don't know why I feel like it was, it became a, like a crutch in terms of like withdrawing information for, to the audience for this story. Like it's just, mm-hmm. they use it so often that like, it's almost like fragmenting the, the, it, it stops. It, it's stopping the gate, the story, from making full sense, mm-hmm. just for the sake of not making full sense. Mm-hmm. My problem is it destroyed my immersion at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because, like you said, it's censoring it just for the sake of censoring it for storytelling purposes. Yeah. Where that wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. You know, like when you're actually trying to get immersed in it, and this is actually happening. Like unless it was actually something graphic, but it. But even if it you, is, this dude is recording this to show his friend. Yeah. Like, why would well, no, no, he no. have to censor they, it for the recording they, he to did, show his he, friend? He showed his friend this. This is Black Box to us, the public. Because, again, you have to remember that this these stories, these videos were private videos at one point. And then uh, a third party decided to make them public to, to us. Okay, but one of the bl- Black Box images, if we're going with the, the casket things, yeah. was a, a vase that was knocked over with a flower in it. Which has to do with the abuse that was done to one of the, to the, to care. Because Carrie used to spin a lot, and like it, it, it refer- it's referenced to. Okay, but yeah. why would it be? Why would it need to be censored to us? It's personal <sighs> to them, but it doesn't mean anything to anyone else. The only, the only like when, when I first saw a censor come up, I thought yeah. it was going to be like, um, and I think the first one is it's a uh, location, yeah, to protect them, so it's not like okay, yeah, so people don't go there. Cool, that's fine. Yeah, but with all these other things, like. I, 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 I'm with you, man. Like, I thought it was I, all going to be like phone numbers and all personal information and yeah. real names, but it's get, not. Because one at one point, one of them is a coordinates, like clearly coordinates. Yes, but that's it. But yeah, no. The like I said, like the other ones are. It seems like they were just done as a crutch for creativity. Like like yeah. oh, I want like make something look sound like enigmatic and spooky. So I'm just going to put a black box over this. Yeah. It's like, but it's hampering like the the the, the public audience's understanding of the story. Also, my problem with the first time this showed up. Is it showed up after the black spot, black box was on screen for like five minutes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it ex- explains that it was done in post. I thought it was just there in game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it led to the disclaimer, it would lessen my annoyance yeah. a little bit. But mm-hmm. and the disclaimer itself, it said it's hiding the thing with the big present with the sticker on it, which turned out to be what? Do we even know? <laughs> cool. Something on a wall in a black house. We've never even seen a black house, so that one I don't think we've seen yet. Yeah. But the present we have seen, and then written on the chalkboard we've seen as well. Yep. Uh-huh. But we also don't know what that said. Or wait, no, one of the casket things was a mini chalk- chalkboard. Yes, you're right. But I don't remember what it said. It was coordinates, I think, because at that point he was talking to his... To was public. that bleeped as well? I think so. Then... <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. no, that one's okay to be bleeped. Yeah. But yes, okay. Yeah. Anything else, Mike? No. I kind of chimed in on yours, because that's a bit... Essentially all I have to say on that one as well. All right. Yep. On to eight. Alright, this one had a a question, which was, what is Paul going on about at the end of the episode? Oh, about like... Something about 2004 and his mom. Yeah, I think they were... I don't know, (laughs) is the best answer I can give. Um, other than it being like kind of alluding that like maybe that's like maybe like he's do we're hearing parts snippets of an investigation that he's doing into like the like wh- where the game came from kind of stuff. 
So like maybe he like his like he was given to it by his mom or something like that, and his mom's had it since like 2004 maybe. Like I, this is the problem with this mystery is that we're it's out of context mystery. Mm-hmm. See, this is the point where he's talking to his friend. I have a note on this as well. Yeah, and he says like it could have changed between then and 2004 and his mom having it reportedly. But this was like right after the weirdness of uh, Marvin running against the wall and then just like zipping up and out of the out of the way. So that was immediately following that. So I almost feel like he was talking to his friend about that area and thinking like that there's a connection to this area in some real life space. It's possible. That has a door, but it doesn't in the game, but it could have changed over the years. Yeah. I don't know. It's Pets Cup. That's good. And, and like I, I feel like I hate to, like that. That's going to be the the running gag. For this <laughs> thing is like it's like it's Japan. It's Petscop. Like yeah. it it's make it doesn't make a whole lot of sense in some cases because it's it might be intentional. Yeah. So is that it for eight? It's not all my notes. Right? That's all you got. Yeah. Um, well, when the shadow guy shows his face, it being Marvin eventually, um, it looks like it's something blurred. Like, his actual face model. Yeah. But, like, it's it just looks so misplaced. Yeah, I honestly thought it was, like, a gargoyle or, or goblin face. Um, my, uh, Matt thought it was a uh, one of the low-poly um, uh, pieces. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, like, a little gem or something that's, like, yeah. blurred or something. It's, like, it's like one of those ink blots. Like, you, everybody sees a different thing. <laughs> kind of, yeah. If you go on, if you go on, like, if you look, Google up like Petscop fan art, you find, you see like somebody like has done like a like a uh, an art piece of like the people as people, and you see uh, Marvin actually like it's just green like a bald headed like old man with like a, a like uh, broom hand, a broom mustache, handlebar he, yeah handlebar mustache it kind of looks like that like yeah. kind of looks like if you look if you squint a little bit you should be balding with like one piece of hair coming out the side because I think there was like a spike on the side of that's the why I thought he was like gargoyle or something. I thought it was like a horns oh kind of like sticking fair. out of it yeah yeah my only other note is I, I don't know why he didn't try to walk into the wall when Marvin was doing that yeah. he's just like what 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 what, what? what? <laughs> and, then, and then he zips up yeah. and then he immediately goes upstairs outside to try to figure out where he went i would have just ran against the wall as well like that's some secret thing yeah it's i mean there's been weirder things in video games like castlevania and, 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 again, like, and doing a weird thing with the tornado but yes please yeah continue. And, uh, and again like that's kind of like some uh that that's almost some uh speed running like glitch finder kind of stuff is to try and find all the little like weird yeah. the, like secrets and glitches and, and maybe this ai had this shortcut to get to some path that he yeah. didn't follow him on exactly all right, on to nine. Yes, on to nine. My God, we're almost <laughs> at ten. Almost. All right. All right. So the dialogue in the house. Uh, the friend disappears with the windmill. The friend's sister was the one taking the pictures. The character in the game married the sister that took the picture. They had a daughter together, and the daughter is a spitting image of the friend that disappeared with the windmill. There's no rebirth here. Just genetics at work. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I mean... <sighs> the mysteries in this are fucking like... Are either just... Like, some of them are red herrings. Maybe all of them are red herrings. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like... Yeah. 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 And then uh, one thing that I didn't understand was... Why Care NLM was suddenly able to be caught... 
I can't remember. We already talked about this. Yeah. Um, there was the the crash from setting the treadmill to negative one, and right. then it goes back down, which yeah. sets the pedals to that's one less, is, yeah. which means right. let me, let me not, right. you're not dead. Yeah. Okay. So and that's where tell, this you works. You tell in. a little lie, okay. in or uh, that might not be a lie forever, because like because if you like that's that's where that means is like. Because, uh, like, it's oh, yeah. from I, I love you not to I love you, which is a lie. But it might not be a lie forever. It's fucked up, weird, cryptic bullshit. That's okay. gone. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And that's my notes for now. Okay. Cool. Number one. Demo popping on the screen. Demo, demo. Demo. Like, I ca- like an eye catch from a video game when you just leave it on the yeah. title menu and it yeah. plays out. Okay. That's new. Um, And then... um. There's the floating green key that shows up. Surprisingly high poly, even though, yes, it's a yeah. pre-rendered GIF. I get it. But it's weird. That's like a directional I light know. cast on and everything. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> just bugs me. Move on to 10. Go. Okay, 10. Move on. <laughs> All right. I'm speed running my notes. Good. Uh, video 10. Uh, potentially corrupt data that still works? Clearly, this is the work of a ghost. Ooh. Confirmed. Game is haunted. <laughs> awesome, you cracked it. That's got done. Yep. Yeah, we're done. Video <laughs> 300 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that's, that's all I okay. uh, For mine on 10. Essentially, uh, what happened when he got the white symbol cube that was on the bed in Quitter's room? It just looked like a jump cut. Yeah. I don't know if it just, he grabbed it and then it teleported him to the next area or something was cut out that we're not allowed to see for reasons. Yep. Petscop. Pet, if you got pet scopped on us. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. Okay. Uh, 111. Alright. Um, You'll be able to talk soon. <laughs> soon. Honestly, like, my, like I'm, gonna, I'm looking over my eyes, like, mine are just like, just me, like, like what the fuck's going on here? What? The, why? What? What? Alright. <laughs> Alright, so, in video 11, mm-hmm. Uh, Paul has a picture or drawing or something that he's using yep. to walk on the Newmaker plane mm-hmm. and to go in a pattern to bring up the question mark box, the text at, input or the box. text input box. And I'm just like, wow, this is such a poorly designed game. Unless uh, there was a book that came with the game and it was an anti piracy thing. So you have to do the specific things, or else you so can't copy the game. Copy protection, yeah. yeah. Like the this, yeah. But he doesn't say that. So no. yeah. Also, the game is a bootleg. Uh, it's not bootleg, but it's basically like he got it on a CDR. Yeah, like it, it was. It's a homebrewed PS One game. Can you run those in PlayStation? I guess it it worked for the for the narrative for the conveniency of this of this series. Okay. Yes, fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with that. And, and then the confusing part is that, like, how, how did he know to ignore the question box or the text box, and then f- go find the wheel mill? Because that's basically what he found is a wheel mill. Yeah, pretty much all the same notes I have here. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. And, and, yeah, get ready for some, un- some uh, continual unanswered questions. Great. All right. <laughs> all right uh, the key gave me a good laugh. Oh, yeah? Because he unlocks the door. The door still works, but he still can't open doors. 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because that's the thing that like been going on that like Paul can't open doors. Yeah, it's, in, it's since the first episode. It, yeah, it yeah, they said, hinted at it like you can't said, do that. It's like, hi, you can't open doors. Ha ha ha. Like it's just an, whether or not it's an in-game thing, or if it's just like talking about Paul specifically, like he has a fear of opening doors. I, I, I yeah, Pet Scott, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> I hate to say that. That's, that is the whole premise. Yeah, yeah. But but that got a chuckle out of me because he's had this key for the last couple of videos, and then he finally uses it, and he can't open the door. Yeah, <laughs> has he opened a door before? No, nope. no. In the game, no. no it, he, the the one opened by itself just from AFK timeout. Yeah, yeah. But everything else has just been open passages. Yeah. So yeah, that could be taken as either haha, it's a video game where you can't open doors, or. I, I, I brought not. that exact same thing up with Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, it's kind of a, I mean, that's actually a game thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also, it's brought up in, yeah. Yeah, and then the the door just suddenly opens after a stupid conversation about righty tighty lefty Lucy. Yep. Yep. And, I mean, yeah. Right. Do you have a note on that? I wrote down righty tighty lefty Lucy, tightening slash untightening. What are you talking about? How did you open the door? This story is pissing me off. I'm only hearing half of what's going on, is what I wrote down. Head Scott, in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if there, you had an AFK timer going, if he actually stopped moving or anything. I don't know what he said, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he said this Lefty Lucy thing, like, so did he just do laps again? I think he just, yeah, I think he's like... But he didn't show himself yeah. doing it, so I don't know. Did he do laps around the whole house? Like... So, anything else for a little? Uh, Paul starts talking about a girl that he doesn't remember meeting who was the same age as Paul but went missing. Yeah. And I'm just like, who is he talking to? He's talking about Kara. Okay. Yeah. Because Kara is actually a person in the real world. Kara, uh, I think her name is Karen or Carrie. In, um, uh, and she's, she is actually a part of the family. But. And yeah, she went missing because uh, for because Marvin, um, she apparently was abducted by Marvin because like who's her dad? Um, because her dad was like basically kicked out of the house, and uh, he was only allowed to see her uh, on weekends. And then one weekend, he like took her and like uh, broke at, broke into their house and took her, and like basically for six months, um, like abused her and like kept her away from like, the rest of the family mm. until she got back she found her way she escaped and got her way back home and then but she was never carried the same she was never the same way again like basically that six months of abuse like traumatized her mm-hmm. so she was never fully herself again but she's also a consciousness in the game but she's also a consciousness in the game that marvin in the game is trying to make a full npc in the game but is that, she also in real life a yes person still? Yes. So her mind was copy pasted. Yep. Copy pasta. Ah, yeah. oh, yeah, this is all creepy pasta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up. <laughs> wow. Here's another tricky game. Every time Cultus says Petscop. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Do not use alcohol. No, no. Use Kool-Aid. Just use water, Kool-Aid. Yeah. No, don't use Kool-Aid. You- Die of diabetes. Oh, maybe. <laughs> water. Just stick with water. No. 
I, I can only imagine how this episode is going to be for our audience. I would love to see a Petscop counter. Oh my god. <laughs> many times it's been said. Uh, anyway, continue. we got to get this going. Right. Yes. Uh, then, and he's in the house, and he doesn't know why the 25th of December is animated on both calendars. Because it's the current day. Yeah, he's thinking too thing. hard. One of the calendars is actually 1995. The other calendar is, the, is or no, 1995 or 1997, and the other one is 2017. Me and Matt figure this out. Yeah. By me and Matt, I mean Matt. I'm pretty sure he says in the game. Yeah. Or, or in the videos, though, as well. Yeah, at some point they figure that out. Yeah, it, well, he's just thinking too hard. It's animated because Christmas. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been holiday related animations on everyone. Yeah. Uh, on the birthday one as well later. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. All right. And now. The, there was some unintentionally creepy creepiness okay. in the demo section uh, because I was watching the video around 3 p.m. when the uh, clock showed up on the screen saying it was 3 p.m. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's a nice little coincidence. <laughs> or was it? Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, the next section is where the game changes to sort of the first person game in the school. Yeah. And, and I wanted. <laughs> that look you just gave there, Cultus. Jeez. And uh, I wanted to scream at the person trying to open the padlock because I was like, twice to the right, once to the left, back to the right. Yeah. And it's just, ah, that's how it works. But it's just like, like back and forth back and forth that's not how you open up padlock he also didn't know what the combination would be so he's just like hey does this work yeah is this a program thing in the game maybe i don't know yeah 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 and then i just have a note about typing using the playstation controller buttons is very convoluted and there's likely a manual with the information that we just don't have yeah and as I, as I mentioned earlier, Matt and a bunch of other people have deciphered it into a phonetic language. I hope that one of the buttons never gets used in that input, because that would need to be the button to start and end that input, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it is, yeah. All right, so um, this is, we're still on yeah. 11, right? Yeah, that's Jesus. an amount for 11. All right. The only thing you didn't notice is or mention is the, the tire mill thing. How did he know to go northwest from that, from it just spinning in one direction? Well, that's where it was pointing. It was pointing there the whole time. Before he even did the lefty, loosey, righty, tighty thing around it. It didn't move. It didn't turn. It just started spinning. Yeah, to let him know that he was right. And that was the way to go. Sure. <laughs> There's no point dwelling on that. No. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the whole wheel mill just doesn't make any sense <laughs> not really <laughs> then uh when we get to the demo scenes i feel like they need more context because they just they just start and i get that it's what it shows when you leave the game on the title screen and everything but there's no mention of him leaving it to show this it just and it, the other thing is some of these demos aren't even paul as you dis- as as we as people have discovered they are playtester like video feed yeah, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, or it's Marvin playing the game, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there's no mention that where he's like, oh, I left the game on and this is what showed up. Yeah. 
he just like walks into the bathroom and that cuts to this recording with no mention of it yeah. at all. And it's not like after the recording, it's like, okay, I just showed you that because it, I pieced this and this together. It's just, it just shows up for no reason. It yeah. gets pet scoffed. Um, <laughs> and then um, the second walk into the bathroom, he's claiming that he thought he saw a white box over the bath. Meanwhile, like a couple of minutes ago, when he first walked into the bathroom, there was one there and he grabbed it and then played the demo. And then he went back into the bathroom. And he's like, wait, I thought I saw a thing there. It's almost like, he didn't witness what he just saw? Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> like, he was in a different timeline now all of a sudden? Like, in real life? I don't know. That's well, cool. the, the whole demo thing gets explained at one point. No. <laughs> I mean, it does a little bit, but... A little bit, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, my last note is, I feel this ghost in the game is essentially just a time vampire. It just really likes making this Paul kid wait around and waste his time. Yeah. It, it draws life out of... The time pyre. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. On so, 12. On 12. Jesus. <laughs> we are halfway through. <laughs> I'm trying! <laughs> uh, this is where it says the game has been going on for 17 years. Yes. Uh, yet... Yet the video game of him, or the video of him starting the game, was in 2017. So either the game is stuck in time, or it knows when it was created. Yeah. So that was my note there. Okay. Uh, the next note is the whole "you are Bell" and definitely not Tiara was confusing. Yeah, because it it ties into a narrative that like. Uh, Bell slash Tiara was being brainwashed to be one of the other, one of the or one of the other, like, and it's tied to the whole Candace thing, a Candace Newmaker thing, because her, na- her original name was Candace Tiara. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, that's where that ties into like the Candace Newmaker rebirthing mm-hmm. incident thing. Um, but as we find out, it's like so basically like she's she's a ghost in the machine, or she's like again one of the emergent AI things or something like that. Um, that Marvin was trying to brainwash through his abuse and sort of like uh, to make her into basically, um, I believe Belle, but she's Tiara. Yeah. Or the other way around. I, it, yeah. I, I can't remember. Right. Anyway, uh, the other thing here I have is just that the whole idea of somehow running the game for seventeen years doesn't make much sense because <laughs> of power flickers and the yeah. power going out and stuff like that. So. Again, it makes more sense for it to be a timestamp. Yeah. Somehow. And again, we're not told, but maybe like he also had a memory card, like one of those like PS One like uh, uh, card, like memory yeah. slot things that you can get with that came with the game. But I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. All right. For all I know, he got the he he also got a PlayStation One with the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah. set up. So. All right. My only note on it is uh, with the demo footage that's playing this whole time, just me asking whether or not asking myself really. If it's truly demo footage, because the character moves around like a person, when a when demo footage plays in a game, it's the game playing itself. Yeah. It's usually very mechanical and like terrible at think, itself. So my theory with the demo footage stuff is that every time that is playing, it is like um, it is it is uh, it is Marvin or the NPC character playing in the game, or um, it's footage from uh, Marvin from from previous play tests of the original version of the game. Um, 
like the different iterations that keep popping up, the different generations that keep popping up, like, mm-hmm. of, and those are generations of the game, like that when they were testing out for bugs and stuff like that. My guess is that, like, so to put this into perspective of like a Slender Vlog or Marble Hornet stuff, the main stuff is Marble is like Jay and like Jay going through the stuff and like trying to figure out like the mystery of the Slenderman stuff. The demo stuff here is basically the to the arc channel. Like all the cryptic bullshit, like proxy oh, right. um, videos that pop up. Um, like that's my best guess is like what they are, what they act as for the story of this is to show like some creepy, uh, basically show the 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 uh, the proxy side of the uh, the 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 Marvin side of the story. And that's all I got. All right. So is there anything else, gamer? <laughs> No, that's it. That's all I got the one. All right. Video 13. Please leave the PlayStation on when you leave. You can stand up now. After 17 years, his legs aren't working. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird, too. When I got here, I was marathoning this. I got to this point, I'm like, you know what? I really do need to stand up. So I stood up for a little while. I'm like, oh, that does feel better. (laughs) Well, because like that's basically like the that that that's the uh, the pro like that's actually from the based like pulled from the original uh, version of the game where it was supposed to be a play test and like once you're done with your play test and like all your information is put put in you can get up and leave the way go walk away from the uh, from the, the screen because you you've done your play test. But because the play test has gone on for seventeen years, it has yeah. a huge number. Yeah. yeah. And that's my notes for fifty. Cool. Mine's talking about pushing the bucket out of the house, and then he starts talking, saying. Um, well, first of all, he's it's flashing demo. And yeah. He's pushing the bucket out of the house, and then he starts talking. This is the first time he's talked during one of these demo scenes. Yeah, saying, and so at this point, it's seeming like he's actively playing. And so I'm like, are you playing right now? This whole time. No. Also, he do you does he not call the previous recordings progress? Because as soon as he pushes it out of the house, he's like, well, that's progress finally. Like, he's commenting on what's actually happening. And later on, like, all the demos and shit, like, he's also commenting on and actively doing things. So he's playing the demos. Yeah. But I don't know how. (laughs) I mean, it's an unfinished, quote-unquote, game. Someone. (laughs) Take a drink. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, I'm confused. Yeah. The, Um, The demo stuff is unnecessary. Again, like, for the video-wise, like, some of the demo stuff, like, might be him, like, splicing in video. Like, because he, he go he, I think he comments in one of the earlier stuff that he, like, well, that was a fun, like, four hours I just spent scrubbing through video. Like, so he's been, like, take, like taking the video footage, like, re-watching it, like, on speed or whatever to, like, get the footage he needs. So he's basically been building these entries. But then there's might also be a third party that's, like, the ones who made this public also have been like basically putting videos together and posting them. It's very the the narrative is very very aloof in yeah. Petska. We'll get so, semi explained in the next video later. Yeah. Speaking of the next video, oh, I have page, uh, Petska fourteen. I have a note. You do. Yeah. <laughs> Petska fourteen. I hate it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my observation. <laughs> Let's make let's make believe. Mildly expo- exposit and pad out a twenty-seven minute episode. Was this the really long? One? The really long. This is the longest one up to this point. And then um, 
Paul begins to realize that he may be being targeted by the game. <laughs> this is like the first time that I really fully noticed that like he was actually being targeted specifically, or maybe by the game. Yeah, but how? By saying what? Um, I think even like he said, like there's there's like personal information or something that he brings up. I think in this one. Hmm. But yeah, that's my notes on Pascal Four. Uh, like, I thought it was needlessly padded out. I apparently have a lot of notes. Oh, fuck. So, the first one is a quote. I can't just wait! As Paul says, and uh, I'm just thinking to myself, uh, does Paul not know how this game has worked so far? <laughs> yeah. It's we a, have to wait to have everything yeah, happen? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a waiting it's game. It's drinking game. <laughs> ah, that's a funny joke you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then the the pretending to open the door. He talks at length over 30 seconds about pretending to open the door, and three seconds into the talk, the door has magically opened. I feel like my note here <laughs> perfectly encapsulates what you're all about to, what you're about to go into. Is that like, let's make believe mildly exposit and pad out a 27 minute video because that's basically what happens in this entry okay that's I have my a, problem with it is that it pads out so much I have yeah. a note on this as well and I yeah. I agree it's weird but I think what's happening is like he's editing over yeah, the, his the, own footage of him uh, doing have, nothing with what he thinks is happening yeah, in the yes. room yeah but he actually has data of what know, the room looks like yeah <laughs> don't fucking know yeah okay <laughs> so continuing on uh, when he says, you can see that it's closed, that the door is open. I know. At that point. It's just, ah. I, yeah, it's, for some reason, and, the video feed that we're watching is is okay. not what the, he's actually playing. Unless okay. that's intentional, like, it, with it the, is, like with the cube over top of the bathroom okay. not being there. Okay. Uh, so, it is explained, just poorly executed. Yep. Uh, because he basically says that... The movements he makes get transferred into the demo footage. So, in the demo footage, the door is open. So, in the demo, oh, it'll switch to so show he, he's that. going there in the normal game. Yeah. To make moves to go into the room that's only there in the demo. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. Okay. That, that makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Why was that so hard to say? <laughs> it's because he yeah. spliced the video over top of yeah. each other. So what he's doing plus what is in the demo, like if he had two separate yeah, side by sides, side by yeah. sides yeah. it would have made much more sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Petscop, so let's make this <laughs> as difficult as possible for even the people personal to this investigation to understand. Yeah. Or, you know, actually, this is actually a perfect example of like, Telling an in joke to somebody who doesn't know you at all, yeah, or doesn't know the circumstance whatsoever. That's how does he even know he can get in this room? He hasn't seen this room before. Yes, but he's seen when the watching the demos and saw that the door was open. Yeah, so he goes into the Did room. Did it show it open at some point? Yeah, uh, no, it doesn't open. Wow. It's not open, but he's. The demo shows that it's open. That's what it's I'm saying. Not, it's just not in open. some of those demo footages. It showed it open. I never noticed. Okay. If it does, then okay. If it doesn't, then I'm my. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was my issue. There is that he was pretending to go through the motions of going through this room, 
to so that would show up in the demo footage. Yes, because at this point he <laughs> says that when he plays the game and he lets it run to the eye catch, it shows recordings of him playing, but in this slightly different yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. So and then the he tries to hypothesize that it's writing to the CDR. And that, that that's just not how CDRs work. Yeah. And uh, I like that in a later video... He actually... It, the, he says, yeah, I, I talked to the internet, and the internet just said you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. I think literally all that's happening, though, if it is making saves, it's just saving us memory card. Yeah. yeah. And literally, it's just saving position information. Yeah. It's not yeah. saving, like, video. Yeah. It, and then it replays that position information. Yeah. 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 Which would be just text file information, basically. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yep. Explained. Cool. Are you done? I mean, <laughs> it's yes and no explained because, yeah, explains the room and everything. Yeah. But, like, he. I'll just read this to be easier. Oh, fuck it. Went to sleep. <laughs> uh, he was talking like he knew what the room looked like. And I understand now. Actually, no, I still don't understand now why because he's never seen the room before. When he's in there pretending to be in the room, he's explaining what the room looks like, even though he has no idea what it looks like, because he's never been in there, hence why he's pretending in the first place. Yes. So, and also when he gets to the bookcase and hits use on it, he knows that he can spin the paintings around, but he's never hit use on the bookcase, so how would he know that they're paintings? Because before... Hey, no, the, reason he, why, the reason why he knows that that shit's going to be there is because he watched the demo video that we are seeing yeah. now, and this is commentary that we're getting over that video is during his own gameplay. So he's he's basically oh yeah like he, so so he he's it's really fucking like round. So he's not doing it live. No, no, that explains it. Okay, yes. fine. That, I'm fine with that. We can move on. Okay. <laughs> Are we done with fourteen? No, no. Damn it. Uh, then he manages to get the key out of the room in the demo to open another door, uh, continuing to ruin the immersion because. Keys don't open doors, they unlock them. In the real world, they unlock them, but maybe in the demo world, he has the ability to open doors. Oh. Oh, maybe. How about that? Oh, man. (laughs) Mind blown. Right? (laughs) I don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just checked, dude. I'm just getting really like, ugh. God, this, this yeah. <laughs> okay. You have been exposed to much more Petscop than us, unfortunately. Like this yeah. is my fourth. This is my fourth generation <laughs> into the into yeah, this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then by leaving the game on constantly, it actually learns about the people that are near it and records real life conversations. Yeah. That was my theory. What? Well, because uh, I think that's at one point it. I think it's this video where it talks about Jill and something or other. Yes, and... there's yeah, there's actually like conversation, and that, this is what this is what I meant by he's being targeted. Um, was that Jill? Like he remember uh, Paul out of game remember, or in game? In out, lore, in, in, but in, out, in, out in of lore. the video game. Exactly. Yeah, remembers the conversation that is comes up in the actual video game from like last year at his birthday, which was 2016. He didn't have the game then. I know. That's why he's, why it's almost like the game is targeting him. In that, maybe it's that this is like the part of it that's supernatural. Is that it's like either been it it's premon it's some kind of premonition or that it's like it actually knew like for some by some magic or supernatural bullshit way. 
it, like taps into his mind. Maybe, and, like, yeah. It's going to be a psychic like link or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we know it's a time vampire, so. So maybe it's a psychic vampire. Okay? A psychic time vampire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, then he finds a computer that has a web, the website, the Petscop website in game, but it's too blurry to read. But he, yes. but previously, like before he started the let's plays, he had actually read. Uh, he had gone to this video because there was a link that he got with the game that is mentioned mm. in game in in mm. the videos. At some oh point. yeah, it says go to this website. Link, and he he's, he had gone to the that. So he was basically just seeing in game those screens. But he would already he knew about that information. But we don't because yeah, my, Pet Scott. Uh, my one note it, on that is he says the website. I'm like, what the hell website are yeah, you talking about? It's the Pet Scott it, Discovers. It's basically an Easter egg yeah. in-game. Yeah. It's an Easter egg to that website for anybody who's playing this Pet Scott game. Okay. All right. Onwards to the rest of your 14. The only one I have left is when uh, Paul says, I have no idea what's going on anymore. What is this? And my answer is, you and me both, brother. <laughs> and my response to that is, like, you and me both, cult. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like that is, like, literally the, again, Petscop in a nutshell. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so moving on to 15. Please. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know what I mean? I, okay, I, I have, uh, uh, like, what is going on? Uh, the... CTRL, the game is in control. It even convinced the player one to press nifty. Okay. So, yeah, that's all my note for it. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> nice. Brought home. Uh, <laughs> Nailed the landing. <laughs> yep. Uh, mine is. I forgot to mention this sooner, but how does Paul know how to type these messages? Like, with this weird code? You just immediately know. Okay. No. It, it, okay. There has to be a user manual that explains that everything. He is, ah, f- yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like uh, that, that's how we explain some of the things. Like, not, or, if or, he doesn't or, mention it, it's not there. Perhaps out of game, like out of the video game, he was talking to Puzzle Genius, who explained to him like who'd crack the code since she's a puzzle or he or she is a puzzle genius. But also previous to this, when they when um when Marvin or Tiara or whoever started typing like this, Paul just immediately answers every time. He doesn't actually answer. If you notice, he answers very hesitantly as if he's trying to navigate through it. Like the other ones, the PC character, the NPC characters do it like automatically. He like is having a hard time like deciphering it. Yeah, he's trying. He's it does show some struggle. However, but yeah, like the first one I believe he does is he types in hell. Yeah, and, and then, then he types in hello. Yeah. But regardless, he knew how to get three quarters of the way there. I, I understand. Within ten seconds, like not even. Obviously, we're missing something because we're missing something. Like, I just wish he said like, "What? How are they typing in game? Hang on, let me check the manual." Yeah, that yeah. Came or with like this. even show like a shuffling of papers, like maybe, like just to give us like some kind of like inkling with for our ear holes that like he's doing something out of game yeah. to show like to figure this out. Like yeah. I get you. I I hate this is what I hate about Petscop is like as much as I love like out of context horror and mystery, this is pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what I put earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that's, right. that's all I got for that one. Sixteen. Sixteen, moving on. Go. <laughs> uh my note here is the game wants to be played. That is all. Cool. Cause I, I think this is the one where it has the the layout of like come to the game or whatever. 
What? Or is that a different one? That might be different. I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. What? Come the, to the game? Well, what? there was the one video where it has like the land of his room. And oh, it goes beep, beep, Yeah, beep. no, no, no. That, so that's a weird thing that like, so me and Matt, oh, like, yeah. it's basically like, so the game has access to like basically the play testers rooms and maybe those are the rooms that Marvin kept the kids in the school and like for some reason it has motion detecting systems installed to a video game I don't fucking know you got we got throw we got throw a few like things out the window to make this fucking work so sure the game has some kind of surveillance uh system like surveillance uh ability involved so uh, and when we get to that one room where like the motion detector goes off, that's actually the room that uh, Paul is in when he's working on the Let's Play stuff. <laughs> Hence why later, when Marvin asks him where he is, Marvin then goes, uh, runs off screen and goes after him, and and uh, uh, we get Paul get killed off ca- off camera, which is uh, actually a working theory is that Paul at the very end gets killed <laughs> by Marvin and then is transferred into the game as an NPC. What I don't even understand, even from my note. <laughs> I wrote down in my note what caused this warning and alarm screen. I don't even remember what it's this just, is. It's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually just a video entry that's popped up, or it's it's an entry. Oh, right, the whole thing is just showing it's that just surveillance image. footage. Yeah, it's just and it's a loud ass beeping that turn my headset yeah. down so yeah. I can blow my ears out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that one. Yeah, it's a surveil. It's some kind of surveillance system that's in game and also out of game in the story of the of the world that's that's being told. I think so. Is it like maybe? Paul is also captured? Yeah, I think so. Or like he's being surveilled, surveilled somehow. I don't know, man. Like it's Petscop. <laughs> he's being surveyed in the game, which is giving Marvin access to survey him in real life. There's so much maybe. like genuine confusion in your face yes! when you say this. <laughs> like it's not even a goof. It's uh, not even a gaff. It's uh, just uh... all right. Can we move on to seventeen? No, we're gonna stay at sixteen. Damn forever. you! Go to seventeen. Okay, cool. I have notes. You're here. done with sixteen, Maybe. here, Maggie. Yeah, I'm done with sixteen. Okay, go on. You're done with sixteen. Yeah, we're done with sixteen. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Moving on to Petscop seventeen. This goes for other entries. I feel like a lot of these longer segments, as it goes, could just be shorter, and the overall narrative could have been more focused. Like, stick to one goddamn mystery and not, like, three different ones that may or may not be red herrings. Yeah, and there's so many characters, it's hard yeah. to keep them straight. And everything. Like, we get it. You've got some cool, weird game visuals. What about the mystery within the game? Like, I feel like a lot of this was just, sh- like, showboating, like, showcasing, like, the game's, gra- like, the game's, like, mechanics and stuff like that. When, really, I just want to know the, the mystery. I want to know, like, more about the mystery of the story. I feel like there even should have been like maybe some kind of like found footagey like mar- like slender vloggy kind of like a vlog entry kind of thing of mar- of Paul like digging into this out of game in real life and having some weird shit happen. Yeah, but we don't get that. We uh, so whatever. It's Petska. Um, I just wanted it to be. I, I feel like this could have been a lot stronger if it was a little bit more focused. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something several smaller like. And, and the whole thing of like staying focused and not panning out, it's something a lot of Slender Vlogs, a, small, a lot of the smaller ones do, or did, back in the uh, the day of Slender Vlogs, like when they were really popular on YouTube. Um, they fall prey to that, where they make things really overlong, obtuse, and cryptic for the sake of it. Um, it loses its momentum, even when something important actually does come up. It's like pacing in an RPG sc- scenario. Uh, or other mediums like that, like interactive storytelling mediums. Know when to cut to the chase. Otherwise, it feels like you're just padding out for the sake of padding out shit. Um, and that 
is just really like at this point in the in in at, at by Petscop seventeen, I had like it, the straw had broken the camel's back. Yeah, and I was like, this is going. I, I'm I would not have kept following this, or I would have like wait if I if 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 an entry had like come out like because these entries were coming out in like swaths of like a couple of days every couple of days, and then it would be months between between entries. Yeah, so like. I, if I had been following this since day one, I don't know if I would have continued or if I would even finished or even cared to finish it by the yeah. end. Um, and it's kind of like some Slender Vlogs. Like, Everyman Hybrid had um, uh, had basically an entry a year for like four years, and it was just Christmas, where, yeah. where the character was, was in an apartment complex, still trapped in the same room for like eternity, essentially. Yeah. And then it wasn't until like four months or four years later when they finally had a plan. Or it's it just seems like you're it's, stalling for time. Yeah. Or and you don't have a plan like at the get go. Petscop seemed like it does have like there are hints in the later entries uh, that home harken back to the, the the original ones that seem like it did have a have a plot built up. But those that middle selection is such a slog that I feel like it was like they went on hiatus to try and like gather their thoughts and figure out what the hell they were going to do next and code the game. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. or just or make animated feature like make an animated video kind of thing. Like yeah, like it it really kind of hampers if you watch it as a marathon. You it makes a lot more sense than if you watched it yeah um, in real time. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. So. That's my my biggest takeaway from uh, after Petscop seventeen was just like this this middle section is such a slog. So that's my notes for seventeen. Cool. All right. Uh, so my mo- notes for seventeen are sort of mimicking what you're saying is there's a weird dev menu and this is where the videos lost me. Yeah. Uh, but I get to watch the rest of the videos. Yay. Uh, yeah. No, I, this is the part where I, when I was watching it, I was like, these guys are going to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, this is going to be, this is going to be torment. Yeah. And that's been over 17. Cool. Cool. Gabe, what do you got? Um, mine is essentially, how did you know the bye-bye slash uh-oh code? Because yeah, it's going through the sound test and go, it hits bye bye like fifteen thousand times and then it goes uh oh and then it goes to this other screen like he just put in some it's complicated some, code it's some crazy like yeah. I, I get it kind of harkens to like the, again the speedrunner glitch finder people like kind of like community and like that kind of like mentality of like just doing weird stuff repetitively until something happens I don't know why because we don't we're, again we're only given one side of the conversation or one side of yeah. the, the the mystery <laughs> or the investigation I don't even remember what that cut to after that. Did that go to the the screen where it had recordings and other? Yes, things it had it? concept art. I think at this mm-hmm. point. Oh yeah, it had the, the concept art, recordings, and something else. I don't remember. I There's remember. three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even even then, those when it goes through like the. By the way, the scrolling list of that recording section <laughs> yeah. took way too long. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like that's yeah. what I mean. It's like this is taking way too long. Twenty seven minutes of just padding. Yeah, and like yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. And even when we do, when he does start going through... Well, I can talk about that later. That's enough for 17. Okay. Go to 18. 18? Yep. Mikey, what do you got? Uh, it's just more weird dev stuff. Super boring. Yeah. My comment. Slides. <laughs> yep. Next. Cool. Um, 18. Uh, was the house uh, the last one? Like, it looks like it's another time vampire trap to wait for him to... To spin around and get close. I don't yeah. know, what the hell are you You want to move on to 19? 
I don't remember what the hell that's about. 18 was a slog. Moving on to 19. <laughs> was 18 when it's like going through all the recordings? Yes. I think so. Yeah, all the different generations of the... Which are just play tests of like different versions of the early... I think that might have been 20. Oh, 20? It doesn't matter. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. 19. Go. Yeah. I don't remember what the hell I was talking about on 18. It doesn't matter. Go. Okay. Uh, 19. Miles. Or, Mikey, what do you got? Uh, more dev stuff. It's so fun to watch someone scrolling through menus of things that don't mean anything. Right? <laughs> and having no context or commentary. Mm. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's my notes on it. Here's mm-hmm. mine. On to 20. <laughs> so I have September 20. Oh my god, we're almost there. We are almost there, guys. Alright, <laughs> That's your main note, that yeah. you're almost done. <laughs> This one has a quote that perfectly sums up my issues I am having with the series. I feel like they were losing the focus, like, mystery they started with. Did you find Lena? Who? First time hearing about Lena. Is this even Paul playing anymore? Another issue is, for an, for a Let's Play narrative to work, you need a reactive commentary. <laughs> or else this just becomes a heavily cryptic thing that may not get its story across to like the general public like i'm sure it's great for like a lot of those like egg finders and like mystery hunter ga- folks that like to decrypt things or like matt who ha- who gets an endorphin hit every time he like solves a mystery <laughs> um, so like like that kind of stuff like yeah. like i'm sure it works for those people but for the general populace you're gonna lose a lot of audience like in with all this cryptic uh, slog mm-hmm. it might just be a matt thing because even matt pat oh <laughs> All Matt's. I, I don't know if that's a good salt to Matt. I don't know. <laughs> uh, sorry, Matt. <laughs> um, that's my that's my note for twenty, and I don't have anything for twenty one. So twenty. All right, Mikey, do you have anything? Uh, more dev stuff and that ending. What ending? That. Uh, so he is playing dev games inside the game that he is playing. Yeah. Gameception. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Gamer. <laughs> are, you, are you done, Mikey? Yeah, that's Gamer. all I have. <laughs> all I wrote down for 20 is I fell asleep I fell asleep three times. <laughs> three times watching this entry. Oh my god. Guess I what time it. it was? It was at six in the morning or three o'clock? Two o'clock in the afternoon I fell asleep. Oh my god. That that, that actually makes sense. Why? Yeah. Uh because uh there there's a chart in psychology that shows your wakefulness and around two you have a dip. <laughs> Where you're more likely to fall asleep. Yeah, it's nap. called Petscop 20. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing uh, happening. Yeah. And like, there was little to no talking, and it's just like the same monotonous sound effects. Yeah, and music. So just, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I just died. All right, on 21 then? Yep. Uh, I got nothing for 21, so Mikey, what do you got? Care Dancing Sign. I saw no dancing sign. Just a character walking around in circles. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Care was dancing, not the sun. That's <laughs> <laughs> why it's like dig dig going back and forth to the three. Take a drink. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Gary, what do you got? Nothing. Cool. Moving on to twenty-two. Cool. You're gonna want to look them up. I'll wait. Thanks, Paul. 
Way to prolong the, the struggle. Bad enough, you ba- you black box the juicy bits. <laughs> like that, the the, the the first part. I was, there was a quote that he's talking to his uh, to Puzzle Genius. Yeah, and just like yeah, I think you named way. him that, by the way. Yeah, but no, that, well, that's that's we don't have another name. Well, I know that. I'm just saying I like puzzle that that's genius. his name. Yeah, it says at one time you're a Puzzle Genius. <laughs> yeah, so you are Puzzle Genius. Uh, also, with the conversation, I think some found so. Uh, I think some footage. Uh, this just harkens back to. Okay, so with this conversation, this just harkens back to my uh, suggestion that some footage of the investigation out of game might have been really good for this series as well. Like, give yeah. us a, a little bit of slender vlogginess with, like, people actually, like, taking a, a cam and, like, going and, like, talking to some people and, like, actually seeing them talk in real life would be a lot better than this. Or even have, like, an audio of them, like, talking and then with video, with the game over top and just, like, some information. Yeah. Like, that would be... More words need to be said. Yes. We need more commentary. We need yeah. more, like, in order to make things clearer. I know that it's, it makes sense for some people, like, who are watching this and, like, dissecting it and super analyzing it and stuff like that. But for the general dumbasses like us, I want to know what the damn thing means. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to know every single last thing. No, of course not. It's just not. like, I want to be able to Follow see it? where I'm going <laughs> yeah, okay. and not, like, be blind a foot away from my face. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm driving down an old back road with, like, low beams on, not high beams at all. No, you don't have lights. Your lights are broken. Yeah, you just have the, the, you just have the, the full moon, maybe. You have a flashlight in your car that you're holding out the window. (laughs) That's what you got. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Though, at least he's talking again. That is like, oh, <laughs> there was a section, a whole same, like, area where he just wasn't talking. Yeah, at there was all. like three was, or four episodes. Yeah. God knows this is at least giving us some inkling of information and context. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Again, all of my stuff is like reactionary to as I'm re watching the video. So, um, uh, that's all my stuff for Petscop 22. What do you got, Mikey? All right. So, I'm gonna start with a quote. I like how we're just like quickly racing <laughs> to get to the end. What do you think about that picture? Well, since you ask, it's a lovely shade of black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's censored. Oh, it's censored. Yeah. And I think he's referring to the. the like, he took a screenshot and yeah. sent it to him. Yeah. yeah. But yes. Uh, uh, another note here. I really dislike only hearing half the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, comparing distances in game to distances in real life with these super realistic graphics, it only makes it so easy. <laughs> yeah, especially when the character moves in such predictable distances. Yeah. <laughs> Not completely random, depending on how long you hold the D-pad like it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then... You know what I wish happened? <laughs> I'm just going to stop it. I'll let you finish. <laughs> but I wish Puzzle Genius showed up. Right? And just, they had a conversation while playing the game. Yeah, I wish they would co-op, man. Like, co-op in the same room, and then, like, talk. we both hear both voices That's talking. what I mean, yeah. yeah. I wish you would show up, especially since some of the recordings, he says, like, I'm sending you this. Uh, I hope this encourages you to, like, come over next and, week or and whatever. Investigate with me, yeah. Meanwhile, Puzzle Genius is just like, I, I don't, really don't want to. <laughs> I'm yeah. staying at home. I'll be your phone a friend on this. You got this. Yeah, exactly. Please continue, Mikey. All right. And my last comment for video for my two. Uh, it's a game. Why does it keep asking, what do you want? And, what? It, it can't hear him. So many unless. So many shots. 
it really is haunted. Yeah, exactly. Or or it's or it's again a Tron emergent AI thing or dun 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 something else. I don't know. Fucking it's pet scoff. I feel like an AI would have way too big of a kilobyte size to fit on a I disc. I don't fucking you know? care. It's fucking yeah. pet it's I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. Just, right. It's a living or it's a growing organism as the as as Rainer had uh, had posted. For sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you have anything? Yes. Um, so, um, when he's talking to his friend on the phone while playing the game, getting hit by the car, etc. Yeah. Um, how this is the first time when I realized that he's hundred percent actively playing one of the pre-recordings because at the top it says like the file name in the gen version, like, but that's in the section of like pre-recorded, yeah, like stuff. So how is he playing it? Unless it, it's not really a pre-recorded play session it's essentially they're different um versions of the game which yeah. could be it yeah yeah that game was being beta tested and shit basically. so like that dancing sign one that that could just be just that one level and then yeah. nothing else yeah yeah, that, yeah there's a lot there's a, apparently that, like yeah they were like testing out like the limits of the game and like if you could clip through the wall and stuff like that so that, that's essentially what i figured that whole gen was was the gen number sort of explains how far it was along in development yeah, but when you hit play, because I believe it says play, which I guess could mean actually physically play or play the recording, yeah. you pick the, the name of the entry and the gen number. So the entry itself isn't the gen number. No. It's weird. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. matter. It's yeah. Scott. Moving on. He's talking to him and um, gets hit by... First of all, he, again, he doesn't react when he, his character gets killed by the, the car. By the car, yeah. He, he's just playing and he's like... What? <laughs> he doesn't even say what. I don't think. Yeah, no. He's just talking to his friend. He goes quiet for a second. Oh, I just got hit. And then he's like, "Whoa, I just got hit. That's that's different." But like, honestly, if he's been playing this game that much and never been hit, that would be a legit jump scare. Yeah, it's not loud or nothing, but it's something shocking that's like never it happened before. Quickly, yeah. He'd be like, "What? Yeah. The fuck? You know what? Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah." But um, at this point too, did the ghost just cut off his phone call with his friend? Because as soon as the car hit him, he's like, "Hello, are you, are you there? Hello?" Like he stops talking to him. Oh, that's I don't know. Maybe they cut the phone. <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. Uh... Well, I mean, we already know. Or we kind of maybe know, maybe. Um, but at the end, is like Marvin like goes goes into the real world and kills Paul. Maybe I don't know. Pet's yeah, gone. maybe Paul realized that he's talking to an outside force from his like containment area puzzle that genius falls is actually in. inside the game too <sighs> I don't know yeah. is puzzle genius just another kid that's in a different room I don't know because like there's this eight rooms right or whatever yeah. whatever either way next one um I wrote down what 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 uh <laughs> <laughs> uh transition into the uh uh, the demo footage of up the road into the wall and then the, the clock ticking down and everything that just kind of happens yeah. after getting hit like why? why'd that just happen? what? yeah, yeah. It, it just again it feels like we're missing footage of what happened there mm-hmm. then uh it's I found it's kind of neat that they there's a, a battleship like minigame mode yeah the grave yeah grave diggers um, right. although even Matt had a, like has no idea why like what the relevance of that is. It's just a mini game. Yeah, to like yeah. like there's a conversation for the that player is, character and like there's a conversation in during it 
Um, the best we can come up with is that it's basically showing you because because of where the windmill is in, and like where some of the other things are, it's actually telling you where the or it actually helps to fa- tell you where the where the bodies have been buried. Because there's the like kids. three graves, there's three and, graves there's... and there's a windmill there, so we have a, basically like based on that windmill and like some of the other like landmarks there. Yeah, it might be a layout of like wherever the windmill is and where the bodies were buried. So if you go in the overworld, or, or in, if you real go in real life, world, real life, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, but also, I believe the player specifically. Put that stuff down themselves. No, no, no. Like the like it's well, it's like battleships. So it's like there like there are spots that are hidden, and like that's basically like where you find it in. But game. what I'm what I'm saying in the game. Oh, so like the game is made because it's based on windmills and bodies of kids. Yeah. However, it is a game, so the players of the game can put the windmill and the kids wherever they want. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fine. And then um, my last note on this is the annoying heat gauge that's in the left. Yeah, I don't get that. That's at That's there. It's it's been on this on screen for so many episodes, and it keeps hiding things. It only had a purpose in the one episode, though. What what, what was the purpose? There was one episode. I don't remember which one it was. Where um, Paul was hitting different buttons and he was spinning it. When there was like a whole bunch of characters on screen, and every time he spun it, it lit one of them up. And then when he hit go on that one, he became that character. And then he spins, spins it again, and it's lighting up different characters on screen, okay. so he could choose which one to be. Yeah, I don't but that's know. the only time it comes into play, and it stays on screen forever, covering up stuff in the battleship screen. Yeah, like some of the selections on the left are covered up by this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's an incomplete never... game. Yeah, maybe. I'm done. I don't know. Move on. <laughs> All right, on to Pit Scout Twenty Three. Yeah, um, I have a part here about the black. Uh, basically, me just repeating my own self about the black box stuff and how I hate it uh, and how it. It's basically used as crutch. Um, I guess it's good for immersion angle of personal information being covered up. But then later on, they are revealed anyway. So why use it so much? Are they revealed though? The personal information speculation. Yeah. Just conjecture. Yeah. The cat. We we think the caskets are the are what was hidden. But outside of that, and outside of the coordinates that are are covered up as well, that's all we got. We got. Yeah. Um, 13 minutes of cryptic nothing, and then the puzzle was to catch another pet. Oh, that's still a thing? Yeah. Would have been nice to have a narrator or commenter here. Um, I think... I think had I... Oh, yeah. I think had I been... Yeah, basically, at this point, like after watching all these fucking entries, marathoning them, I think at this point, had I watched the series uh, as they came out, I might have lost interest and, and, and just waited like I did. You said that 10 episodes ago. I know. I'm repeating it. This is the same <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's just, it left me, it, like, this would have been so confusing, like, watching it, like, in segments. I can actually understand why a bunch of the uh, the theorists and stuff on YouTube and stuff got so whiny about this uh, this series. Like, Nightmind and all that. Like, he actually uh, got a lot of, uh, hate. I think he got some hate for just being so whiny about Petscop. And I can kind of understand why he got so whiny. It's just... A lot of negative space here mm-hmm. that, like, just is there for filler, it seems, or yeah. just padding. Um, and, like, there's the – it didn't come out in enough, uh, uh, like, strong enough increments. And, again, it falls into that – the Slender Vlog issue of, like, not having a full, like, idea or, like, not having the, the, the time prepped uh, beforehand yeah. to – post them at a regular time or a regular interval. Unfortunately, I think the best way for this to have been done is if 
the entire thing was done before the first episode oh, yeah. was posted. Pre, yeah, pre, pre-production completely done. Yeah, so you can stay full immersion and have your character post something once a week. Yeah. Because it's not, the character doesn't have to make content. Exactly. They just have to play the game. Yeah. They can post something once a day even because yeah. it's, it's all there. They just have to find it. Yeah, it's kind of a mentality that I don't fully agree with. Um, like, I've had conversations with people in real life uh, over, like, Slender Vlogs and Mystery ARGs and, like, the augmented reality games and stuff. And, like, a lot of people, like, are like, oh, you just need to get a camera and go out and, and, and just do something. Just to be spontaneous. And I was like, no, that's not a good idea for, like, a story. To, I, yeah, it gets you doing something. Yeah. But... That only takes you so far. Like I look at all the slender vlogs that have been on like year longs, years long hiatus. Yeah. Um. Before they finally were able to get back to things, and usually some of that is because of life, because of like they did they they needed time to work on the on the the product, or needed to work on the story, like figure out what they were doing, or they they had the initial plan out, but then they didn't know how to finish it, or they didn't know how to yeah. nail the landing. Like, yeah, spontaneous production is. Is great on paper, but in practice, it doesn't work out all that well. It's potentially okay in short form. It's yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's okay in a short form thing. Long form, it's not advisable. Like mm-hmm. improv is great. Like it's a great tool in short form skits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And when used, implemented well, and you implemented it in the right way. But mm-hmm. as a long form like medium or like like web series or serial kind of product, mm-hmm. it doesn't function. The same way. Yeah. Um, you need to have a plan out ahead of time before you go out and do something like a big mystery ARG yeah. or um, like a like any kind of like not even just mystery thing, like any kind of like thing that is driven by a plot yeah. that um, that is going to keep people captivated and keep coming back every week or every couple every month. You got to have a plan ahead of time and have to have that planned out so that you know what to do. Especially when there's as much production as there is in this game. Yeah. Well, that's it. This game in this video series because it is. This guy made an entire game. Yeah. For this, or they got somebody that they knew, or they they hired on somebody to make this game. Yeah. Like the way it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my my biggest takeaway by the end of twenty three is just like this feels like it's just. It, it's such a mess, like in terms of like trying to understand it. And I mean, maybe that's the reason. Maybe that's it was done intentionally. But I, I just don't know if that's. I can't believe that's the case. Like that is a, a working theory. Is that the, it's done like that? Like it's done like David Lynch stuff, where like he just makes things weird for his own personal interest and fuck the audience. Like literally, like that's like like he's in interviews. Like, and I I, I commend Dr. David Lynch for doing that. Like he's like it's like. Uh, can you tell us the ending of, or like, it's like, I decided to make this ending like this. It's like, can you explain why? It's like, no. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, that's my vision. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. This is how I want it. And this is personal. It's a personal piece uh, for me. And like, if you like it, sure. If you don't, well, well whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you get it, well, uh, great. If you don't, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, there were definitely hints at a child abuse plot and a mystery in this. Um, and there's something to do, like, look, it feels like by the end, there's some kind of like ritual going on that gets interrupted mm-hmm. with Paul, uh, or with, with Paul and the note, the musical notes and some of that. And like Marvin freaking out over that, but you got to sit and take a lot of guff just to find the scraps of hints mm-hmm. of the narrative. Mm-hmm. Like it took me, like I sat down and watched this. I then 
had co- a couple of off-recording conversations with Matt from Drunk of the Ugly, and then we did a recording of Matt and I breaking down the entire series, our rundown as it is. Mm. Um, and that was basically when I finally got the full like story of this game. And Matt himself watched this three times, or like broke or broke this down three times because he watched it the first time, like back when it was going on. He rewatched it again to get uh, get his thoughts together, and then we broke it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, this oh, this is what I, by the end of twenty three, I was just like, "What the fuck is happening?" So, Mikey, what do you got for twenty three? All right, so watching the last five videos, <laughs> they were so boring that I almost fell asleep. Like gamer, <laughs> I did earlier. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I had to rewatch. Video 23, because it either skipped ahead or I completely zoned out for the first, like, section of video. That was like, uh, I went back to it, was like, rewind. I don't remember this scene. What (laughs) happened? (laughs) Ah, so boring. Anyway, so we get more demo video. Uh, where the character beats the game and gets an egg to put in the locker. Yeah, there's an Easter egg that apparently is like care, like yeah. the true, like the the NPC character that is care or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like her yeah. consciousness. And then Paul died. Away. Paul is supposed to be killed. Um, and then he's able to put gets an Easter egg and puts that in there, and that's basically like Paul like saving people in the in the game. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. pet Scott. <laughs> And that's my note for video okay. 23. Gamer? Typing things down. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> Notes about Mikey. Susceptible to boring videos. No. Hold <laughs> backspace. <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 23, right? Yeah. Um, I actually have a positive point here, okay. and that's my only point. Um, I like the, the frizz. Bleh, bleh. <laughs> Wake I'm up. keeping that in. <laughs> wake, wake up, wake up. All right. I like the freeze uh, mid-typing after um, Paul says, or after the guy yeah. says that he's coming to get him. Yeah. Like he's fighting with him in real life so, right now. Here's the working theory. So, fun fact about that. So he says, no, duh. D-A. Like dad? That's my working theory is that Marvin is actually Paul's dad. Or maybe what? he was saying no, Daniel, like because maybe he was calling out to Daniel Rick Rayner. I don't know why, but there's no because when you like there's no other like me and Matt went over this like we don't know we still don't know what exactly that means. Yeah, but it doesn't it if it it doesn't make sense as it is otherwise. I don't because remember what if, the question was before. He was like Marvin. Marvin said I'm coming for you, and then he was like no, duh, and that was it. And then then it goes on. It, it pauses for a long period of time, and then it says. Format not in table, basically, and that's the this is the point where like a lot of people theorize that Paul was killed and put in the game, like as an NPC. He could have been like it. Maybe it's dad, but maybe it was also he was just typing out no don't. But as he was about and to say, he got killed. As as he was about to say the O and don't, yeah. he got hit by something which made him hit a different button. That could be it too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did Matt translate what was he translated? To type, he typed out in that one that wasn't. Yeah. I so can't do you remember, know what he was trying to I'm say? I'm sure it's in the rundown. <sighs> so helpful. 
Sorry. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, we, we yeah, like, yeah. that one part, like, where it stops, where it's just no, no DA, that's, that's all that there is in, yeah. the, in the phonetic. There's yeah. no, nothing else. But then the thing not found in table. Yeah, no, that, like, like what? oh, no, no, that, that's actually the response from the, from the game itself, saying that the, that word was not in the, uh, was not on the, in the table for the phonetics. Oh, so because what he, was he trying to spell with those? Phonetics? We don't know. Like that, that, that that's what like it, it gets cut off. So like it just like I'll no, answer this. Yeah. Can I answer yeah, this? Go for it. it was a it was a um, inactivity timeout. Yeah. So because he started typing something and didn't finish it, it's like the the game is like I don't know what you're trying to say here. Yeah. So I'm canceling it out. Re- yeah. Restart. That's what it meant. That's what it was. But with the cipher that Matt created, he could start to yeah, and we got the, da. That's DA. all we got. Oh, that, that's that's all that cipher is. Like oh, that's DA. all that they, we were able to decipher. Okay, yeah, that's why we're we're confused. Like, why does it say DA unless it's either no dad or no don't? They and he got whacked on the head and said A, uh, or punch, actually he punched in the combo for A or um, no Daniel maybe because Daniel's mm-hmm. Rainer, but we don't we just don't know. Like, and that it's basically one of the biggest part mysteries of the game. Like, what was he going to say? Also this whole uh, time when this whole fanatic button situation showed up, did it, I, I thought it did a string of letters and then they hit go. And then it says the, yeah. Cause it does, it's, it's a combination system. Okay. So he started doing a combination and then hit go and it came up as no da. Yeah. I, but camp, camp was no. Yeah. And then he started a combination it timed out. And oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. so, so it started yeah. a combination, and then because it timed out, it auto yeah. hit start and yeah. sent it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, is that all you have for twenty three? Yeah, I, I, I was typing down <laughs> some final notes. Yeah. You see, the real thing is, it's like, I'm coming to get you. No duh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? It's Pet Scott. <laughs> yeah. And on to twenty four. Um, well, actually, this is my notes are also twenty four, and then the OST, as we found out that there's actually a little bit extra on the soundtrack. Yeah. Whatever. Well, at least it concluded, and the music in the game was pleasant. What the fuck did I just fucking watch? What did I just spend like six hours watching? <laughs> and that's basically my like, and that's all I got for like twenty four and o- the soundtrack until I go into final thoughts. So, yeah, <laughs> you dismissively <laughs> throw your notes away. <laughs> It's like there, done. <laughs> I'm gonna have to lift these notes up ever again oh, yeah, until do. you have to. <laughs> All right. So twenty-four credits. Yep. Uh, Auntie Anna. Uh, it states that she made the game for Michael, but Michael was dead in the tombstone. No. Yes. Well, yes, but I mean, like Auntie Anna didn't make the game. She helped. Okay, but she helped make it for Michael. Yeah. And then Michael, because Michael was playtesting, and then the game, and then Michael died in 97, or 95 or 97, whatever that day was in the 90s. And the game, as Petscop, as it was originally intended, stopped being produced by Dan. Like, it was just the pink and white one, and then he died, and then it got... And then basically they scrapped it. But Daniel used what the rem- used what he had of Petscop and made this revenge tool ritual thing to punish uh, Marvin because Marvin was the one who killed Michael, presumably, as well as abused and killed a bunch of other kids. So Again, Michael's a lot relation of the- to Daniel is father. No, Michael's relation to Daniel is his brother. Brother, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this is conjecture and yeah. speculation, but it's all we have to go on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's my note for 24. Okay. My uh, gamer? Nah. <laughs> I didn't write anything down. For 24. Fair. I mean, right. yeah, it's, it's well, it's, it, I guess it's over. Maybe. And then the soundtrack, and then in the soundtrack one, it's, we get the, um, like, I guess Paul's in the game now, and he's going to go with Belle and try and investigate something. And that's where we leave off. And that's, I think, where maybe it's the end. You see, I don't even well, know if Paul died and he's just an know. NPC now. We're just speculating. That's yeah. all we have to go on. Like, there's nothing, like, there's no concrete evidence otherwise. It's all conjecture. Yeah. Is yeah. the problem. Is that's been the whole thing. Yeah. So it's probably going to be at least one more video because, I, I mean, there's loose ends it's, that aren't it's, talked about. It states that they're going to go to the boss in the Petscop soundtrack. Yeah, who so, knows what that is? Like, or maybe maybe we won't even see that. Maybe we won't. Like, who knows? Plus, like with that sensor thing early on, it's saying like there's things that are going to be censored. Yeah, one being a uh, some letter, something on the side of a black house, and we never see that. Yeah, I don't know. Man. So, and also what I mentioned earlier with a thousand uh, <laughs> units of stuff. Yeah, being used. We only got five hundred. So yeah, I mean, like, so. If that's not continued, then that stuff was brought up for no reason. It just has yeah. red herring, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Pets got. I don't fucking know. <laughs> They're drunk enough. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. moving on to final thoughts then? Yes. Okay. It's a series that started off strong with a mystery, but that mystery either diverged off course violently or wasn't it the true mystery and it was left open to the audience on purpose? I I give it merits for creating a conversation piece, a, a conversational piece. Um, like everywhere it popped up, people want, were talking about it and theorizing and like figuring out what the fuck they just watched. But I really think it could have been stronger with more focus on a central mystery and not prolonging it with in the way it did. Like I've already brought up what how prolonging things and how it padded. I don't know if I will f- if I would fully recommend this. Uh, like if you like shows like Lost or Twin Peaks or the Slender Vlog series content like To the Ark or the Cryptic ARG series, like if you're one of those mystery hunters, like you like to scratch an itch that is mystery and like puzzle solving and shit like that from like very obtuse Fragments of information and, and hints and clues. Mm-hmm. You might like this. Oh, for sure. But otherwise, there are other series out there that are more coherent and inter- and like straightforward. Yeah, and if you like, want to be told a story. Like, yeah, if you want to just mm-hmm. be told a story, that's like I'd re- I don't recommend this. Mm-hmm. If you want the mystery angle, yeah, I recommend uh, Petscop. But I'm, I'm I'm fine with actually checking it out. I'm glad I checked. I'm glad I finally like sat down and checked it out. Like, see what all the hullabaloo was. You need but, to cuss on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I like saying that when people say weird words. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no. But I'm still left confused and wondering. And I think that might have been the point. Yeah. So, Pet Scott, that's my that's my that's my final rec- uh, like final thoughts and recommendations. I don't know if I, I I'd recommend it to people who like mystery stuff. I don't know if I'd recommend it to everybody, anybody else. All right. Mikey, your final thoughts. Uh, this game is the most boringly convoluted game to not actually exist. 
spending hours looking at a windmill, spending an hour running around the map and not finding anything, only to boot the game up again and find a door that doesn't open, then you wait, and then it does open. Doors open and close seemingly randomly, sometimes locking the player in a room that with nowhere to go. If this was an actual game... I, I have to fight you <laughs> temporarily. People, if, if this was an actual game, a percentage of, of, the, of the gaming population would be playing it and love it. Like, yeah. don't, don't even pretend that there isn't a, an audience for that kind of shit. Also, I have to temporarily fight you one last time. <laughs> the, the people are drunk enough. It's fine. <laughs> the, the, the scene where, um, where Care's on the bed... And Paul gets locked in the closet. Mm-hmm. You're, you're bringing that up like that's a like that's a dumb thing. But it's literally just it started a cutscene, mm-hmm. and it's locking yeah. you in there so you can't influence the cutscene. Yeah, and it's showing you how to beat the puzzle. That too. Mm-hmm. Please continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's just a super yeah. boring game. And as far as storytelling, I would have preferred more backstory into why Paul finds this game creepy because yeah, there's a person. lot of yeah there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about Paul and yeah. we get some reactions at different points and it just falls flat because the watcher doesn't know what Paul is thinking yeah I do have to stop you for a second um, just to add one thing that I forgot to add in I wasn't going to make it a full comp, uh, section I'm glad I didn't make it a full segment my kitchen theory my kitchen uh, aspect how of dare you <laughs> Is if I was going to do anything with this, I would take like my experience of like watching Petscop. I would actually use some of it for for a for a game scenario where um, like maybe an esoteric or uh, esoterrorist or fear itself or Delta Green, and basically have it be that like this game was made as a like rich uh, like a magical ritual to like basically trap the souls of people in the video game. And like have them get sucked into it or something like that. Basically, because yeah. video games are the devil. Well, I mean, sure, whatever. Like <laughs> satanic panic. Like there's there's enough material. I will say there's enough material in Petscop for me to like be able to like make some kind of like game idea for it. Yeah. But. Okay. The only game idea I can see coming from this. Okay. It's <laughs> condescending look you're giving them. Sorry. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Is okay. So you run an investigation campaign. Yeah. Not even a campaign, just a one-shot. No, no, campaign. Okay. Because you have an NPC dedicated to playing the game. No, no. Because, and then feed information. It's like, oh, we found this out. Go do that. And then you come back and it's like, ah, I found something else. Go do that. Like, I would because it. Because as the game itself, it takes hours to put it into a game. Be like, okay, you're playing this game. You get to sit there for two hours until something <laughs> happens. Hang out <laughs> near the cellar door for two hours. I'm going to have to fight you on this. Why? First off, I would not subject my players to that torment of a campaign size thing. I would do a one-shot that is the post, basically like the post of all these events. Yeah. And you hunting down a cult of, called the family. And like, maybe they're all in on it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, you basically find have to find like... Um, like you find out, like get some information. Like maybe one of the characters, the investigators, are related to the family and Paul, and he dies and he's being murdered. Mm-hmm. And so you have to like basically gather up all his notes. Maybe he actually took notes on the side. That's how I do it. Yeah. Um, and it's all about revolving around the this this game that is in fact 
um, a soul trapping um, like ritual. Time vampire. <laughs> yeah, basically a, a, spa- yeah. Uh, a time vampire thing. If you mm. Yeah, that's how I would do. It. That's my one. That's my. I wasn't going to make it a full thing. That's just like an idea I had as we've been talking about. this I can whole see thing. both of your ideas combined. To be honest, like yeah. there's this NPC play- character playing the game, and it's a friend of yours, and he tells you like. Oh, there's this weird thing in this game. Can you go check it out for me? And, and then the, the party goes in real life to check out this thing. Yeah. And then they get back and he finds out more information. And they continue to the point that he dies and then you have to investigate his death. I was going to say, take it even further. You never reveal the NPC character. Like, you never see him directly. You only talk to him, like, via phone or order. And that's revealed near the, like, near the end of the campaign that he's trapped in the game. And he's been trying to get you to help him, like, on the, on the outside. Get oh, out. yeah. As a soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's my that's my one little takeaway, like kind of bright side of life kind of thing on this. Mm. Like I could use this as game fodder for uh, some kind of RPG game thing, um, either an Esotererist or Delta Green or one of those kind of investigative horror games. Mm-hmm. So, and so recommendations, Mikey, take it away. Is this a story about reincarnation, the whole rebirth thing, or is it just a monumental waste of time? I want my day back. <laughs> well, here's your booze, buddy. <laughs> Just drink it all and drink you'll forget all, all about it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. All right. Gamer, you're up. So I, I kind of wish that this was set in a different environment mm-hmm. that would make it kind of more interesting, at least in my opinion. Like have Paul and the others as uh, unaware game testers locked in isolation, game oh, testing yeah. this weird game that this Paul guy, this fucked up kidnapper Paul guy has made and he's forcing these people to test it but they don't really know that they're in isolation 100% they just think that they're in that they have to stay in their room for whatever reason I don't know and then um, when Paul digs too deep or sorry yeah when Paul digs too deep Marvin finds out and straight up just goes in there and kills him and everything like that's essentially what happened but it's not fully explained that there's different kids in different rooms Although it kind of is with the elevator thing, saying that there's different rooms. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of want to go back and count. I'm not going to. I kind of <laughs> want to go back and count the different rooms and see if it is eight as well. Yeah, maybe. Because there's eight on the walls, I believe. Eight or ten or something. Yeah, there's eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I could see it, like, if, like, maybe that could be a part of the mystery of, like, that, like, he's actually not been... He's actually not... His, he's not actually been, like... Um, in a normal house, he's actually been in a cell the whole time. We just find that out near the end of the series. That would explain why Puzzle Genius doesn't show up. Yeah. Because he's also in a cell. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 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 So. For recommendations, I, I kind of agree with the occultist, and you with you too as well, Mikey. It's, uh, it's an experience. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I experienced it, like, finally, like, I'm, but I'm glad I waited. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, because sometimes the slender vlogs and like other ARG series, like sometimes I feel like the some of the charm and magic of it is experiencing it um, as it goes, like as mm. it's coming out. Yeah. But this one, like, I feel like you really, in order to understand it, because it's so obtuse and so obscure and abstract, like the plot line, the, the actual plot, you really need to either watch it a few times, which. Oh. Um, or break help some or like like bounce off ideas of like with somebody to break it down or watch it all in one shot. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you were watching this when it came out, when it comes to some of the entries like the alarm 
one where it just shows the picture of the room for the entire episode. It's like a one-minute episode. Like, if you waited two weeks for that... It would feel like such a cheap thing. But if you and a group of friends were all watching it up to this point and constantly talking about it, then that gives you something else to talk about until the next one comes out. The other out. problem is, these ser- like some of these entries were like months went by before the, yeah. between mm-hmm. posts. Like some of them were like days. Like uh, April was like, there was a uh, big one during Easter where like basically like for like four, seg- four or five segments, there was like a day, every day was going by yeah. and there was a new one. But then there was like, like the last one was like November, like somewhere in July or like, yeah, somewhere in November or something like that. Maybe April. Anyway, Easter was, I think it was one. And then we got one in September and then November, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah. Um, again, like I said, I agree with you, cultist. If you like piecing together mysteries, there are large open gaps in the story that you can Pretty fill in and connect the dots. Like me showing up today for recording, I was just so confused and lost. <laughs> and now that we've talked about it, I at least... Kind of understand what's maybe going on. I, I, I so maybe, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, it's all conjecture. Is the is the thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I thought you were going to say like, now that I'm here and we've talked about it, I'm still lost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am because I don't know anything definite, yeah. but I have a little bit of direction. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not because when I came in here, the last what half of the story. I just checked out and I just, I, I didn't know what was going on and yeah. I just, I didn't feel like I was a part of this. I'm just, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I get you. Like, again, by the, when I first watched it and finished, I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I have notes, but they're mostly observations just like yeah. in, to- in real time. And so. unfortunately, because this is a creepypasta and because it's a video game and because there's video evidence, I'm comparing it to Bend Around. And, you know, a lot of people did because um, this this has the same kind of elements that Bend Around had as an ARG. Because the, not, not the creepypasta, but the ARG that accompanied the creepypasta of Bend Around, like the yeah. actual videos that were posted and stuff. Um, because it was actually done up as like a, a like blog series kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, people can, can uh, like kind of compare the two. This one gets merits for being an original Pro, like IP essentially, yeah. though I still think that Bendron had the more clear narrative because there's a story. It's yeah. like if if you the watching, mystery's clearer in that. It's way. like if you watching Ben Drowned was you just watching the videos. Yeah, no, that's it. There's no backstory. There's no conclusion. That's there's pretty, no connections between. It's just the video. You just nailed it. Uh, nailed it on the head there. This needs a this needs a story like a, like a written like format piece like like the blog entries. Especially since in the first episode he says there is one. I know there is no Petscop Discovery website. There is no like we never get that. I there has been mentioned apparently that there uh, some fans are working on a Petscop game, like they're actually making the game. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, like I just feel like there needs to like we're, we're basically hearing the one side of the Ben of a Ben Drown esque ARG. Mm-hmm. Um, and like again, it's cool that it, it's a thing, and it, I'm happy it's a thing out there in the internet and in the world. It's just way too smart for me, or not, <laughs> yeah. or, or, or at the very least, it's it's not it's the not kind of it's not the kind of mystery aspect that I would have wanted yeah. that I would have I would have watched otherwise. Yeah, it's just not your cup of tea, and yeah. I don't want to belittle anyone that put work into this. Be it the programmers, the concept artist, the writer, the writer, the, the whether or not that's the same guy that's the same guy. If there's like some kind of group of them, yeah, it, like, it's all. 
I'm, I'm glad it's all there, and yeah. it is well done for what it is. It's just, I wish there was more in between everything that's there so Absolutely that we can right. understand what's going on. Yeah. If there was more, then I could fully recommend it. As it is, it's for Easter egg hunters, yeah. and that's it. That's basically, yeah. Like that's, yeah. For, the, for the folks that love, like, esoteric mysteries and, mm-hmm. like, hunting, like, video game, like, glitch hunter, like, stuff like that, like, you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Nah. Like, watch... Watch you will her. be mad or sleep. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah, maybe confused. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but that's this week's episode, I think, is a good close for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A memo. Yeah, I guess that's that's it for this generation of our podcast, of our recording. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, did you want to um, bump anything or... Uh, uh, yeah, buy my game. Anything? Gob- yeah. Goblin.house, go to that. Um, yes. I got to switch... I got a, yeah, goblin.house, G-O-B-L-I-N dot H-O-U-S-E. Go check it out. Or look up Goblin, which is spelled with two Bs. Um, and then uh, I got my podcast. Uh, we should be posting stuff again by this point, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. With scheduling is a bitch. Um, yeah, no, trying to get people Trying to get people together to record stuff has proven difficult uh, with, with people working second shift and uh, having people working on their PhDs. So... Yeah. Um that's that's been a thing to try and uh organize around. Um yeah, I don't know. We're in our we're, we're, we're hmm? You didn't actually say what the podcast was. Oh yeah, the drunk and the ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't posted stuff in a while just because it's hard to get everybody together. Um but uh we're still around. We're still we're don't call it a comeback. Um and uh let's see. I stream on Twitch. You can check me out at orbitalbeef.com. Uh, and yeah, I think that's everything I want to shout out. Do you want to say that we're on Twitter? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm on yeah. Twitter. You can find me space cow two, four, five, five. Sure. Uh, okay. I'm there. I'm still there. <laughs> Go check me out. I, I talk about, I talk about games and retweet political stuff. Cool. So if you want that, I guess go check it out. All right. Buy my book. <laughs> Buy my book. <laughs> I also did artwork for it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. It's it's posted with be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, We're on Twitter, so you can send us uh, messages there. Uh, Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. Gamer Yell is at the Gamer Yell without the W because my name's too long. long. Yep, I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, you can send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can leave us suggestions for other creepypastas or creepy vlog series that you'd like to discuss on the show. Hopefully they make a little bit more sense than Petscop. <laughs> um, <laughs> and to Matt from Drunk and the Ugly, thank you for coming on the show. And if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon, look up Rigamortis, and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. Uh, we got uh, special episodes, early access, extra content, uh, all different tiers. So just choose the tier you'd like to support us at. For our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And hey, if you're one of our patrons and you haven't jumped on our Discord, we do generally like talk on there. So yeah, come on, t- uh, talk to us on Discord. Uh, and uh, to our uh, listeners and the authors and creators of these stories and mediums that were we discussed on the show thank you immensely because without your listenership well we wouldn't have much of a show and without your content well i'd be a lot more um my life would be a lot more simple 
<laughs> but we really wouldn't have a show. And I mean, it was still entertaining for the most part. Like, oh, I don't hate anything. that yeah. I went over this at all. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, I'm like, I'm just. Also well, I can only speak for myself, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey's just like. <laughs> Right, start opening he's already, that bottle. He's already drowning. Himself. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm one hundred percent honestly. Like, thank you for your content online. Thank you. Like, it, it's awesome that we get to experience this shit. Um, the god shit. I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I know that, shit in as yeah. in stuff. We don't. It's, it's awesome that we get to experience this stuff and we get to talk about it. So, like, again, conversational piece, and that's basically the bulk of our show. So, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. Until next time, I've been your host, review cultist. I'm Mikey. These tents are evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. This has been the longest Al Dente Rigmortis ever. Sleep well.